What's up, everybody? <laughs> 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 I like it we, though. We suck at this so much. We're so bad at intros. We what need to get Wayne's like a live-in director. Oh, we need a live-in director, somebody that's just like, and now. So, Wayne. so I was counting down. I, I was doing the little thing. Like one, two, three. I saw it. I four. saw it. And Woody ran out of patience because you counted to five, and then you counted like two or three more fucking seconds or something. And we're all like. Come on now. This is part of the video. I don't have to cut this shit out. It's giving it's you a double to yeah, Go, go, go. It's, it's not happening. We don't do any editing. That's why, you know, we just we just roll this thing out hot off the presses. All right. For all right. 150, both Kyle and I came prepared with some topics to begin with. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. Lefty, hmm. who do you think should go first? And I'll tell uh, you, mine's good. We're a, we're a team here. We're a team here. Our, oh, really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Too, well then I can't choose. So so oh, my right. thing is part of yours. You know, my thing leads to yours. You get All it? right, I, I do. I follow. Did, I, sh- who should go first? Huh. Well then, if you his thing go, leads to yours, then I think you should go gosh, first. Oh, I sure. should go first. All right. All right. Yeah. I have an update on the Wings of Redemption pornography video. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh baby, I can't wait. Let's hear some of this. This is a conversation between a friend of a friend of mine, the same guy from a couple weeks ago, and somebody that he knows in the porn industry. Uh, It goes like this. Strange request incoming. There's a group of famous YouTubers who are looking to get one of their guys in porn. It started as a joke about how much money it would make for them to shoot a porn, and they decided the number was $5,000. They jokingly asked if one knew, if anyone knew anyone in porn. Come forward and let's get this thing happening. Funny thing is, these guys have 6.2 million subscribers on YouTube, so this thing would make money. Do you have the connections that it would take to make this happen? Total shot in the dark. His reply, completely, of course. Here's the thing. There's a moratorium right now. Four people got HIV. So in the industry, all shooting shut down. Should be lifted by this weekend. Who's the YouTube channel? Oh, that's right. I heard about that. It's Woody's Gamertag, Wings of Redemption, and FPS Kyle. They have a podcast called Painkiller Already, and they're trying to get Wings of Redemption to do the shoot. Did you talk to them? Do you know one of them? I know Woody in a way. I'm pretty sure he would do it. I think he just sort of, it's Wings who would be doing it. I'm pretty sure he would do it. I don't know how realistic it is for 5K to be offered to someone for a shoot. I'm guessing this is a rather strange request. Uh, Is this guy fairly good looking? Oh, wait, he wants $5,000 to shoot? And the guy says he's 450 pounds, which is high. You're actually, what, 415? I am 438. 438, okay. Then he replies, I know exactly what site we could put him on. Fuckafan.com. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, this is a site I'm unfamiliar with, but we can make them famous. Ha ha, no way that really exists. My friend owns it. It's a business connection. We've edited over 600 scenes for them. I know if we put something together and he sees money, we can definitely get him on there. And then this this is the guy I know. Yeah, I don't think this will have any issue getting views. These guys have a massive YouTube following, and I know these people will actually watch the video if it gets made. I'll watch it. He was saying on their show that he could vlog from the set or some shit, and he could upload the content to his YouTube channel. What do I tell Woody from here? Do we have any contact information I should pass along? Should I find out how serious he is before I waste anyone's time on your end? And then here's the last part. Find out how serious he is, because 100%, I could make it happen. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So first of all, like, like let me at this point say, just to show these people how serious we are and what our audience can do, check out fuckafan.com and watch a video. Yeah. They're going to definitely, they need to feel the impact of the painkiller already audience. Mm -hmm. This is if you're over 18, by the way. If you're over 18. Yeah, we're not suggesting that any kid, dude, Kyle, what? I don't know. I'm afraid I'm going to get a strike or something. (laughs) If you're over 18. Don't go there. Don't go. (laughs) Yeah. No matter what. Even if you're over 18. Don't you dare go to fuckafan.com right now. Don't. (laughs) You do dare. It. Don't do don't it. Don't don't control T or, or control N. Don't control N and fuckafan.com. Don't do it. It's not no. cool. No. No mm. incognito fuckafan.com visits, my friends. No. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. With adblock disabled so they get their revenue. You wouldn't do that. Don't. Okay? Just, you know, yeah. I, I don't want a goddamn strike. Do not hit control shift N and go there and check them out. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Okay. Nope. So now, don't do it. Okay. So now that we got that out of the way. Wings of Redemption. Now, I, to be honest with you, I'm confused now. Like, like, let me, I, I, let me, let me, bells and whistles. let me get this out there. So the, this is the best case scenario for you. For, so earlier you mentioned that you didn't want to just fuck some girl off the street. The point of the site, it appears, is where an actual porn star, someone who's mildly well known, is the, the, the porn star who like fucks one of her fans. So, you would be like, you know, I'm a big fan of this porn star, and then you'd fuck her. That's how this would work. They're going to pay you $5,000. Well, they, they haven't said that yet. Single this Woody did, would tap that ass. It is strongly <laughs> They haven't said that yet. They, they said they it is strongly so, now, so what? They haven't said it. Do it. All right. But, more questions. Hold on. There, there was more promises in this, um, in this money-making scheme that we talked yes, about. Yes, there were. And that is my end of this whole thing. I'm offering you a 30-day program in which you will move into my home, and I will train you and control your diet for 30 days. You will have access to Internet and all the things you need to, to you know, make a living, but you, there will be daily workouts segments which will be filmed and edited into a three- to four-part reality show for you. Oh, wow, that's really cool. This yeah. will exist. This will be a reality show filmed at the Kyle Martin compound. And Wings will live there. Yes. Wings will exercise. Wings will do his thing. Yes. It's going to be filmed like first person view from my viewpoint training you. And there's going to be like, you know, you're going to do daily confessional logs. It's going to be great. This is like a dude. Like I want to watch special. this. <laughs> yeah. I want to see it. Please make this actually happen in real life. Happen. Wings, you're gonna do this over the month. No, the whole point of this is, by the way, that Wings Redemption is gonna drop 50 pounds in one month. I guarantee it. I don't need any promises from him. I don't need any promises from you, Wings. I'm just letting you know it's what's gonna happen to you when you come. I understand that. Understand. And you will be healthy. It's not gonna, you know. Well, I'll take you to a doctor. We'll get you checked out. It's gonna be okay. But you are going to lose 50 pounds. Your pet channel is going to improve because you're going to be on a regular sleeping schedule and on a regular diet. You're going to be happy, and you're going to have shit to talk about. And when it's over, you're going to have these cool videos about what you did. Wings, it takes three weeks. It takes three weeks. It takes 21 days for something you're doing to become an ingrained habit. By the time you spend 30 days doing this, it will be the new normal you. Let me ask you guys out there who are 
So, so you get you down? I'm October down. October 1st. With Let's me, do it. If somebody is willing to be there with me, I'm willing to do pretty much anything. October like, 1st. That's the thing. I, I, hop I in your truck. Hop in the second best truck on Painkiller already. Head down <laughs> to Georgia and make it go. October it's like 1st. your own personal no. biggest loser. Like no, you, like a, a like a busy, biggest loser was personally devoted to you. That's awesome. Let's, we're gonna have to do the start on October tenth. We're gonna have to because oh, okay. I have a I have a very busy next ten days. Okay. Do I need to bring a bed of some sort? What's that? Do I need to bring a bed of some sort? Um. I would. I, I, I've, I, I, I've seen let, the air mattress. You don't want that shit. Because <laughs> <Let me, laughs> like, all I have is a king size. No, no, no. no. Uh, let me uh, let me talk to the rest of the staff and see what can be arranged. Does Wings bring his PC or anything like that? I have stuff here. Um, but but like I said, I'll talk to the staff and I'll see what needs to be arranged. You have a staff in your house? <laughs> Just calm down, Wings. We'll get everything straightened out. As far as <laughs> is this going to be like rehab? Is he going to be searched at the this door This is going to be awesome. Yeah. I don't know if everyone like. Awesome. I'm still wrapping my head around this. This is going to be incredible. It is going to be daily confessionals. It is going to be workouts. It is going to be the Wings of Redemption dropping 50 pounds with the crescendo of a Wings of Redemption pornography special. Are you guys getting yes. how incredible this is? This is not a yes. normal thing that's ever been done on YouTube before. This is groundbreaking. Guy's going to drop 50 pounds. Guy's going to work out daily confessionals, new diet. We're going to re- Reshape this person into a mean, lean fucking machine. Yes, 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 yes. All of these things are going to happen. This and is amazing. Gonna, and along the way, I think we get some costumes mixed in. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. I've Why always, wouldn't you? I've always felt everything is better if somebody's there wearing a fucking costume. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Wings Redemption. You ever, you ever pull anybody in a rickshaw dressed as Smokey the Bear? You're about to. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be one of the exercise things? Yes! How awesome would this be? This is the coolest thing that's ever been done in the history of the mm. internet. I'm sorry, Google. Your search engine's cute and everything, but Wings of Redemption's about to dress like Piggly Wiggly, Cool and Kyle Martin in a rickshaw. That's some, ex- that's some next Don't you dare shit. shave that beard, Wings. You can't shave it now. No, the beard is going to be... He's like Samson with the beard. That's the source of his strength. <laughs> oh, man. I am so fat. Like, I, I looked up rickshaw, and I seen what they are, and I'm like, it goes, auto rickshaw. I'm like, we need to get one of these. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, absolutely. Put your ass in a rickshaw. But it won't be a normal rickshaw. It'll be like a redneck rickshaw, like the, yeah, the, one the bed off of a pickup truck. Yeah, it's the bed off a pickup truck. Yeah. The bed off a pickup truck. Those are like 500 yeah. pounds, Kyle. That's all right. Is the axle still yeah. intact on it, or is it at least like a car or trailer axle? No, it's a it's a fictional item. I, I don't. Know. <laughs> but but regardless, I've I got. I mean, the hog head I on got, the axle is going to add a lot of weight, though. Oh god, here we go. But not to delve into truck talk at all. But I, <laughs> I've got I've got like a, a fairly well set up gym here. I've got indoor and outdoor facilities. I've got workout equipment. I've got. Boxing equipment. I've got Muay Thai stuff. I got a tire you can flip. I got a sledgehammer you can swing. Um, I've got I got a lot of toys. We can. There's so many things I've got. And a hot tub for you this. to chill out in after workouts. And yeah, absolutely. Oh, wings, wings. Did you say 4:38 right now? 4:38.2. So when we're you gonna weigh get you 300, we're yeah. gonna get you below 400 pounds. When you weigh 380 something, 
things that hurt you now will stop hurting. Like, you've got a bad knee, right? I was 380 with a bad knee, Woody. Your knee might not bother you as much at 380. I've been like 380 you, before. You, I'm telling you, you're going to be 380 again, and it's going to be better. And that's a stepping stone to 320. Mm-hmm. What you're trying to explain is, like, when you're in when you're in a healthy environment and a healthy attitude, like, things don't hurt as much. When I was 380, I was a fat 380. You know, I was I, I was heading upwards and not downwards, so I it, wasn't in the peak physical condition. It comes from a sign. That it you comes from watching the, the Biggest Loser, right? I've watched the Biggest Loser, and like they sort of sequester him, and, and they don't hang out with their family. They call him four weeks later, and they say, "You know what? That bad knee I have, it's gone. That thing that was debilitating for me." It's no longer an issue. You know the shortness of breath. You know the headaches I used to get from hypertension. They're, it's that's not who I am anymore. Yeah, that the, the, the thing is, everything you're doing is twice as hard as it is for me. You're you know you, if you walk a quarter of a mile, you're you're having to pull 428 pounds. I'm only pulling 185 pounds. It's 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 more than twice the workout for you. If I had and a the, Wings of Redemption backpack that turned me into you, even my world class calves would struggle no. <laughs> to no. get up the Those stairs because it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know what you should do, Woody. We should do this right now. You should call Jackie in there and pick her up from the front and walk around with her a little bit. <laughs> just just fire like carry idea, my wife. I like the idea of what if you took two backpacks and one of them was worn in reverse and one of them was worn regular and you filled them up with weight plates to be Wings of Redemption for a day. <laughs> See if you could pull that shit off. It's 240 pounds. That's how much fat I got in my body. Uh-huh. That, Can you carry 240 pounds around off of your shoulders? You could put three plates in your back. I could walk, I think, with 240 on. Like, I think I could make it up the stairs. But at the end of that, I would have oh, finished man. my exercise. Yeah, you'd be worn <laughs> out. You'd have, to, you'd have to sit down quickly. Yeah. That's the other thing, Wings. Like, the place where you're going to be staying, I've got a fully finished basement over here. Like, I've got... It's it's a, another house downstairs, but... It's downstairs. You got to walk up a flight of stairs just to start the workout. Stairs don't bother me, Pimp. Well, we can go out. Fine, you can go out the side door and walk up the hill. Then, dear God, I mean, you're going to be surprised how how physically able I'm to do stuff. It's not going to take much. It's not going to take much to wear me out. It's not going to. Getting mixed messages. You're going to have to do it. Because we're gonna, we're, gonna have to do it. I, we're not gonna we're not gonna be running you know through the through the wilderness, but we're gonna go on like some trail walks, and we'll get you you know if you gotta get a fucking walking stick, you get a fucking walking stick. But we're gonna go on some walks on some trails. We're gonna. Uh, you should have some. Gonna, so walking creates blisters, right, on the ball of your feet. Yeah, uh, on the on the front of them. So you might need to mix in some like weightlifting days where I've got an elliptical. I've got. Uh, yeah. I've got. Punching the only bag. I have, like with exercise, is my lower back, and that that's what's going to fuck me the most. Like no, moving, no pain, no pain, gitches. You know, I've got pain pills. I got, <laughs> right. I got ibuprofen. I, I don't do any pills, Kyle. All right, I, I I'll, I'll tough it out. I got a feeling Kyle's <laughs> got shit could, in non-pill I, form. <laughs> Kyle's got cortisone shots ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> Wings is like get gangster grandma can hook me up just fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> She's got morphine, motherfucker. Uh-huh. I imagine gangster grandma like trafficking in those morphine shots from Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> She's got old school drugs. 
The ones so, so that they're like, still from World War Two. They're still in the box. Yeah, this is going to oh, be the most epic thing. Pouch. This is going to I be I think this incredible. is going to be big. So, so this is it, pretty it, big, dude. Like it's at really least big. In, um, at least in in principle, wings. Though you do agree that you will agree to do this porno if they, you know, as long as they're not making you fuck some like nasty girl that you don't want to have sex with, you will film a pornography. I am scared of the porno at this point, but will I be scared at 380? No, you won't. Know. It'd be a whole new you. I mean, yeah. like, even at 380, I'm not exactly the best-looking guy. It, but, it, like, I remember at 380, at 380, I could I see my penis a lot better. Four words, yeah, baby. Four words. I've said them before. I'll say them again. Mean, lean, fucking machine. That's the new yes. wings, baby. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and point this out, and nobody can watch this that's, that's listening. But like, sex minion, like, put sex minion in a Google thing if you're over 18. And I'm scared of being re- like represented like that. Uh, and like, I'm already bigger than that dude. What exactly is is sex minion? Yeah, this sex is not a... Is, a, is a fat guy that gets high on cocaine and fucks girls. Oh hell yeah! Let's see what this. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> this is. Wait, is this your hero? Is, is that what this is? Kyle, for those of us that may be recording because of screen regions and are worried about that, holy maybe you can describe shit! It a <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me turn the volume down and I will. I will sort of give you a play by play. So as soon as I press play, I mean the instant. There was no build up. It was. It, it was mid thrust. This ver- this quite large man. I'm gonna say he's a uh, 275, 300 pounds. He's about 340. He's a big, big boy. I mean, he's just a big dude, and he's shaped like a walrus. And he is laying it to a really hot chick. And he has a very small penis. My penis is three times, four times the size of his. Four times, ladies and gentlemen. That's an enormous penis. He doesn't even need it to make her nut. No. No. (laughs) No. This guy's got like a two and a half inch dick. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I need to turn this pornography off now because this is getting weird, but... um, (laughs) Like, but you do uh, agree? Will you agree in principle to, to 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 go through with both of these things to to do the porno if it's a hot chick and as long as they don't try to you know you know make you know do some sort something that you that you feel is defamatory for you something that makes you look bad as long you know let it be a straight sex scene or something with a little bit of sense of humor but nothing that's you know um, humiliating as long as it's something like that that you'll agree to that. And you'll agree to the the one month weight loss, and agree to eat what I give you, and participate um, in the workout. I don't want to throw the porn in here yet, but I will agree to go live at your house for thirty days and do the weight loss and the eating regimen. What is the bruising around this guy's groin? That on? is un, that is not cleaning yourself. That's what that is the remnants of poo. It can't oh. be. That is what that is. I don't believe you. It looks like bruising. I even see the healing on the edges of it. Why would you bruise like that? I I thought it was a heavy guy thing or something. Like I don't bruise like bru- that. My shit don't look like that. Abrasions? We'll soon find out. <laughs> shit, I'll take a picture right now. No, nah, that's good. No, we're like good. That. No, we're good. We're good. We, we no, let, I'll we wait the, for the feature. Yeah, you we let the people on the on I set see, worry about I that. I want to see me. Want to look at this guy's shit with like, with like the bruising everywhere and like the two inch dick. 
Wiggs, you sent that to me. I had no idea what it was. You just <laughs> dropped that link, in the, and it's like, oh, why are you looking at this dude's dick? Like, yeah. You sent it to me, bro. It's a Giazzo link that Wiggs <laughs> sent. We don't know what's coming. Yeah. Like 178A, 17488D, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That, yeah. that doesn't tell you what it's going to be. Yeah, we didn't know what it was. It's nasty. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's on the Google images. Anybody that's over 18 can get privileged to look at that. No, they yeah. shouldn't do that. You shouldn't the, do that. Don't do that, though. <laughs> We're oh, not condoning or promoting. I don't go to fuckafan.com either. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. I, I I would say that PKA150 is off to a pretty goddamn good start. <laughs> I think so. I'm pumped about this. I really want all these things to get to happen. And I, I here's why I think you you dropping 50 pounds is going to be really easy. Your basal metabolic rate at at uh, at your weight is roughly 36, 3800 calories. Plus all the things that you do in the day. And I know that, you know, you're not super physically active, but just walking back and forth across the house, you know, making dinner, eating dinner, every every movement you make, everything your body does is burning some calories. So let's say you burn at least 4,000 calories a day. Man, all we got to do is put you on a 2,000 calorie a diet day, high fiber, gallon and a half of water a day, no fucking soda, no sugary stuff, no sodium at all. And... You would, you're gonna be shocked at how fast weight drops off. And you're gonna be perspiring from a combination of the hot tub <laughs> and, uh, and, I don't and think the workouts. Let me use the hot tub. You're <laughs> totally getting that hot tub. <laughs> he just put chlorine in it. Now he's got that shit oh figured out. Oh my god, should I tell my, so that's gonna be good. Should, could, should we transition to my hot tub story and what I've been going through this week? It, it has to be, it has to be good. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I, right, so, it, I do. <laughs> So here's what happened. So I didn't know it, but the hot tub had not been treated with chlorine or anything for like three days straight. I did not know this. So it's been percolating like bacteria water out there basically at 95 degrees. Mm. I get in this thing at like 3 in the morning and stay in it till like 4 in the morning watching YouTube videos out there and come back in and I'm so exhausted I just get right back into bed and go to sleep. I got a bacterial infection called folliculitis which presents itself with swollen lymph nodes in your armpits, like these red, super sore spots in your armpits that, that make it painful for you to put uh, deodorant on. They're not sores. They're just swollen spots, like there's something under the skin or something, and I'm not squeezing these motherfuckers. <laughs> and, um, and, I, and I had, like, a super bad sore throat for a couple of days, and, uh, and my right nipple is sore, and apparently that's part of the infection. So I went to the doctor today, and, and they prescribed me, like, Two different bottles of uh, uh, antibiotics. So apparent, yeah. So seven days from now, apparently, and I'll be You'll folliculitis be. clear from that evil fucking hot tub. But don't hey. worry, wings. We're gonna clean it before we put you in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at folliculitis. It's also known as the hot tub rash. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's how it's a it's a strain of staff. My idea was for Kyle to show his armpits for PKA 150, and we would call it like you know. You finally get to see FPS Kyle, and then for PKA one hundred or two hundred, we could expose a different body part, and PKA two fifty, we'd have it. And then, like a couple hundred shows from now, you'll know what he looks like. <laughs> they're not that gross; they're just painful. So Woody's got Woody pretty much says we're going to be going for another four years. He confirmed it. There it is, PKA <laughs> PKA two hundred confirmed. Be like, yeah, it'd be painkiller. What, 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 what would stop PKA? I'll keep doing it no matter what, guys. As long as I'm, as long as I'm still alive. As long as I got internet connection, I'll keep doing it. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I enjoy these. Yeah, I enjoy it too. I've especially it, enjoyed it since we stopped going live. 
There were times when we did it live and it, I mean, it was like a work night, right? You know, that a steady stream of like jerks saying, boring, new topic, new topic. And like, you always had to be watching the stream to block the assholes who were just, you know, being assholes. And that, that was yeah, a concern. And like it was like my home address flowing by all the time. Like that stuff made me want to stop the show. Now that it's not live, a couple fucknards on the internet can't make me stop. <laughs> yeah, it's a message for you. Like, not having Twitter for a week, I am so much happier in life. Oh, You're welcome. I, I, can, I, can I quick jump in on the, the fucknards? There's actually a post on there that's tremendously helpful. Is going to help us help me form the structure of the show. So um, uh, I fully acknowledge that uh, some of the guys on the PKA subreddit are fans of the show, fans of me even. And uh, not all of them are the guys who scream boring new topic uh, <laughs> as soon as they don't hear something they like. So, hey, thank you for yes. those of you who are the good, good guys. job. Yeah. So, so last week I proposed that we hand your Twitter over uh, primarily to Mr. Gamertech here. How mm-hmm. has that went for the last week, Wings? Well, it's went pretty well, um, other than people coming on Facebook making fun of me for not staying on Twitter. <laughs> Do you need to give me your Facebook? <laughs> Wait, yeah, is that, Facebook's fine. Is that the yeah, next like, step? I, I, don't, I don't think people understand it. Like, I'm posting on Facebook, and it just happens to go to Twitter because they're linked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I saw you tweet. I'm like, what the – what? Like, I responded. I'm like, but you're on Twitter. Because yeah. whenever you wrote on Facebook, it was like, I'm so glad to be off Twitter, and it tweeted that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait it's, a see, but, but no, there's, no pro- there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with tweeting. Mm-hmm. The the problem has never been his tweets. The problem has always been him reading the replies to his tweets and then going into that and 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 starting a big inflammatory thing. What, what now he's not even in that world. But I found, he's talking, but he doesn't have to hear what they say. What I found is like people on Facebook are a thousand times nicer because their Facebook's anonymous. right there. Yeah. I mean, like I'm like, dude, you want to talk shit? I could create a list and we could have a like list asshole day on PKA. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got a great one. I've got all right, so I've got a story. So I've been for my for my for my little gaming YouTube channel, I have been recording some prank phone calls. His gaming YouTube channel I should mention is youtube.com slash FPS. Yes, I've been recording some prank phone calls. And I was running this scam messing with a tranny. And to do it, I couldn't use a block number, so I'm texting this tranny with my phone. Anyway, it gets out of hand. She realizes it's a crank call, and she posts my number. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been, and I swear to God, I warned this girl. I told her, I was like, that's not me. I'm not who you think I am. I do a podcast that 200,000 people listen to. If you do indeed post my number on the Internet and have people mess with me, I'm going to read it on my podcast. So when she posted my number, she said, be sure to check out my podcast. So that you know that was a little that was a little uh, stab at painkiller already. I felt so. Uh oh, it's on now. <laughs> it's, so it's go time. Let me see if I can find this gentleman's number. Gentlemen. <laughs> yes, this this uh, this tranny was looking for a cot that she's quote nine inches at least and beer can thick. Gosh, these trainees. It's a lot of blood to make that happen. Yeah. They don't make those in real life. I, the woman's got an extra forearm. Those <laughs> happen in Gears of War. <laughs> you see Gears of War pieces? Wait, there's Gears of War porn? 
I'm, I, I only imagine if Marcus had a penis, it would look something like that. Okay. You make so the point. number. Oh my. The number is once. All right. So area code seven zero six three six two two six six eight. Do your fucking worst. Oh my god. <laughs> Tell her. Send her a text message that says we're from the podcast. Nothing <laughs> that can identify us. Let's just do this kind of quote unquote anonymously. <laughs> Just just say, we're from the podcast in a text message, or call and scream, we're from the podcast. And this is because That's she it. published your phone number. Yeah, she published my phone number and made it look like I was a homosexual man. And it, <laughs> and so I've been getting text messages from gay men who want to have sex with me, and one of them sent... <laughs> and, and one of them sent his penis. And so and so now, like, you know how you can copy-paste, obviously, in your cell phone? My paste, I already have it copy and paste ready. It says, the ad was a joke, it's not me, that's not my picture, just my number, it's a prank, please flag it. And that's that's what I had to send for, like, two days to get it flagged and taken down. So, oh like, eight or nine different, like, I woke up the next day and I had, like, three text messages and four missed calls from all these dudes wanting to bang the picture of the dude she put up like it was me. <laughs> and I'm just, and, you know, it's an annoyance. So, fucking pay her back. This is righteous justice. This, is, this isn't this is some uh This some is what happens. And, and this is not something new to pay. People are like, oh, my God, how could you tweet at the, how could you troll someone who trolled you? You must be new to painkiller already, you little bitch, because that's what we do. We don't lose, we win. What's the phone number again? <laughs> Let me pull it up. You oh know, my God. I always wonder if somebody that, that loves witty gamer tech death, they stumble across painkiller already one day and just see this. Uh, you know, I, I, I could go on a whole rant about that. Uh, I'm just tweeting out how awesome this thing is. Oh, I, I muted myself or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, tweeting, you got muted for a little bit. I, this show is off to such great start. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We've we've we're getting wings late. We're getting wings uh, to lose a bunch of weight. We're get, we're getting some justice on this transsexual at seven zero six three six two two six six eight. In those text bombs, a thousand texts at a time. That's what I usually like to send. That way, it won't crash your phone if you got an S three or an S four, like an Apple four. They can usually handle that with those programs. Those programs are awesome. Just text bombing the shit out of people. Love you guys. Love you guys for doing that for me. Uh, and Woody was worried about a strike earlier talking about fuck a fan and now you are <laughs> go send horrible shit to this specific phone number and this person. Oh, that person God. started the fight. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. That's true man. That, and I ha- and I, I legitimately tried to explain my what was going on. I, you know, once the gig the, the jig was up, the gig was up, that it was the prank phone call, I was like, I was just trolling you and it was just for laughs. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. And and I was like, but seriously, though, don't do that or I'll have to retaliate. And this is how I'll do it. And he, she didn't think I would. So This person's getting it worse than Hodor ever did. <clears throat> Hodor, <laughs> if Hodor took this kind of punishment, he... He would he crumble did. like a little bitch. Yeah. Hodor yeah. could barely take positive tweets. We want to see you on PKA. Silly Hodor. What a bitch. Uh, so I've got a million topics. I don't know. Are, are we still just rolling or do we need a new topic introduced? Yeah, let's, let's, I think it's new topic time. All right. Uh, one of the things, a gaming thing here. So Valve did like a three-day, one announcement per day, like 
Super Conference. And I bet Lefty's pretty tied into this world, too. Um, we're testing it here because I was just reading about it. We're testing me. One day they announced the new operating system, a mm-hmm. Linux-based future of gaming. Another day they announced the hardware. There's going to be a Valve console available in early 2014, prototypes coming out in 2013. And the next day they introduced the controller. And it's kind of shaped like an Xbox controller. Um, but... Uh, Everyone's not moving for me. Okay, it's better. I'm sorry. It's kind of shaped like an Xbox controller, but there's not a dual stick. Instead, there's a dual haptic pad. And correct me if I'm describing the haptic pad wrong. I'm going to do my best. It's almost like a dual touchscreen, except the haptic business gives you feedback. So it'll, like, bump against your thumb. And maybe if you're dragging it and, and like, you're you're driving a car over a bumpy road the touchscreen will have a feeling to it. If you're like supposed to detect something, like it, I guess it just pushes back on your thumb, little bumps, picture like a thousand pebbles at the ready to change the shape in a really mild way. Um, or perhaps just acknowledge that you pressed it like a, like a clicky keyboard. You can do a million things with pushback on a touchscreen that make it more like a touchscreen is almost sloppy to use, but if it's a haptic pad, it can be much nicer. Um, so I'm going to run over those again. A new operating system, Linux-based, by the way. Uh, new hardware, so Valve is getting into the console business, 2014, and a new controller. Basically, I'm excited. Yeah, the, the console. It's a new console, but it's PC-based, and it's going to be kind of like a PC experience in that, like, um, I know the Valve one in particular, they said... They haven't talked about many details, but they said that it was for people who wanted lots of control over the hardware. And I interpret that to mean Mm -hmm. if you want to upgrade the graphics card in your console, you can do that. Um, This is, this sounds like the perfect gaming experience. This sounds like, uh, everyone's gonna have their super pimped out Valve box and it's mm -hmm. gonna be awesome. And your gaming experience is gonna be perfectly detailed for you. There's also a spec, right? So Hewlett-Packard can get into the business of making Valve things. I'm sure Dell, because they tend to do a lot of stuff, will make a... It's called a Steam Machine. you probably heard Steambox before if you follow us a lot, but the new term is Steam Machine. And, uh, you know, Dell can come out with a Steam Machine. And, and maybe Dell's is optimized for economy, which means cheap. And Steam's, or Valve's, I should say, is optimized for... <laughs> Uh, like maximum hardware control and upgradability, and someone else's might be straight up optimized for uh, performance or something like that. Like you can, you can get the one that you want, so it doesn't have the uniformity that the PS4 and the Xbox One and all the traditional consoles have always had. Instead, it, it's almost like a PC with a controller running Linux, optimized for a TV. Yeah. And that sounds awesome. It'll be an interesting player in the market. And Valve is amazingly successful. Mm-hmm. I I wonder if that keeps going. And Gabe Newell said that their the new input, the new Steam controller, will support um, the entire Steam library, even for games that, as of right now, don't support, don't have oh. controller support. Yeah, because they you can play a lot letters. of your right, right. It, it treats it as a as a mouse and a keyboard. So. For those of you that don't know, if you've got Steam, you've got a lot of PC games. Some of them, uh, particularly the newer ones like Batman, Ar- the Arkham games, and uh, Grand Theft Auto on PC, and when 5 comes out on PC, I'm sure it'll have it. You can plug in a wired 
Xbox 360 controller, and then there's drivers for PS4 controllers if that's your bag too. And you can play using those. And there are some some games even have straight up, you know, once you plug in a controller, it even changes the image files that come up when you're prompted to press a key. It'll say it'll show the A button from the Xbox 360 instead of you know the E button on your on your keyboard. Uh, but the cool thing is is that while not all games support that now in the Steam library for PC, this new input thing from from Valve uh, will be recognized by all games they say in the Steam library. So you can have yeah. once you get used to that, you can use it for everything. There are some things where a controller is better. A lot of um PC gamers will say keyboard or mouse or you know nothing else. That's the only thing they're interested in. But I think more well-rounded gamers see that sometimes a controller is a pretty good fit. Driving games in particular to me seem better for a controller mm-hmm. than um, for a keyboard and mouse. Um, shooter games, even though I'm not uh, one of those elite guys with the keyboard and mouse, and I, I can see how it's better. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, you'll have your choice on your entire Steam library. And the entire Steam library will instantly work, some of it natively, some of it through, like, a cloud computing type setup. I was thinking of doing a Tech Tuesday, like, bringing back Tech Tuesday and explaining gaming over cloud computing because it's interesting and it's it's simple, but people don't know what it is. It'd be perfect for this series. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> That's um, exciting stuff. And I saw some guy had posted on Reddit that he had suggested a Steam box literally, like, two two or three years ago. And the post like went nowhere, and it was covered with all these comments like, "No one would buy that. It's such a shitty idea." And now everybody's thrilled over it. <laughs> That's typical, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it's a. I feel like I haven't properly dropped the news like the bombshell it is. Valve could be the next mega console company. This yeah. isn't any less significant than the original Xbox launch. This isn't any less significant than like the first PlayStation or the Sega or like there's especially with the timing, you know, it's Valve very well. They've entered this thing. If they outperform and or an outprice or outprice performance the other two existing consoles, it's a really interesting thing we've got here. Mm-hmm. You know, and and developers love the Valve model of selling software by the way. You know, they they make a lot more money selling over Steam than they do selling through GameStop. So they would love it to they would just they would die, they'd line up to work with Valve because they cut out all the middlemen and developers begin make more money. So they won't have any trouble filling the library. And not unsurprisingly, all of a sudden uh Nvidia is now saying, "Oh, we're sorry Linux users that we haven't really given two craps about Linux and optimizing our stuff to work on Linux machines. Linux is the way to the future. <laughs> Nvidia, we're going to devote time. Oh, I wonder why you're saying that now, Nvidia. But I don't, I, what is Linux? Is that like an offset to Windows? Mm-mm. Do you want me to take this one? Or you, you no. Yeah, I want you to go. Okay. Yes, please. yes, Woody, please explain. For all things, we defer to you. On this. <laughs> Wait, that sounded sarcastic. No, 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 no. I was like, I I was like, like my like, answer is so brief and simple. Let the computer guy take yeah, this. No, 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 be that was not, no, 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 that is not at all sarcastic. That was, you can explain these things. Um, before I get to that, just 10 seconds on the Linux thing. I am sometimes accused of being an Xbox fanboy, and I feel like that's unfair. I've kind of picked the one that was best last gen, and I'll pick the one that's best this gen, and, and we'll see. Um, I am also sometimes accused of being an NVIDIA fanboy, and I think that's completely fair. I, I'm kind of team green right now. I've tried them both, and I've, I've, I, it, it's changed my life. Video renders have gone from 47 minutes to 7. 
get me an Nvidia hat. I'll wear that shit. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, uh, that that's just my my take on this. Yours might be different. What's Linux? So um, an operating system is kind of the layer that the software talks to between the hardware and the application. When the application needs to get a handle on a file from the disk drive, it doesn't need to know anything about that disk drive. It doesn't need to know how to talk to that directly. Instead, it tells the operating system to handle that. The operating system is the scheduler, right? You know, you know your computer's doing a 100 things at once. The operating system is the one that decides which one of those tasks the CPU will handle at any given moment. The operating system is the you know RAM management. It's the thing that takes that piece of either data or executable code and puts it in memory and decides what stays there, what gets swapped out the disk. The operating system is the manager that tells applications and hardware how to work together. It's the it's the composer, it's the director. Windows is the one that's most common on the desktop. Unix slash Linux is the one that's most common in the big server world. And then, kind of surprising to some, over the years, Linux has also become a very popular one on the phone world. Like there's lots of Linux and Unixy variants in the phone thing and, and whatever. It's running on devices big and small all over the place. And it looks like they chose Linux for the console, probably because they don't want to pay Microsoft a significant portion. It might be like 10 or 15% of revenue for every console sold. They're like, you know what? We'll just grab the free one and we'll make it work. There's some disadvantages. Like um, I get, because Linux is free, And everything you develop for Linux in the kernel space, which is where graphics drivers, for example, would normally exist, you would have to make your stuff open source. So the reason NVIDIA doesn't add code to the source base for Linux in the kernel space is because they would need to expose like almost company secrets to their competitors. So instead it runs in the user space and there's a little bit of a delay there, but I don't know how significant that delay is. I'd have to do research. But, um, yeah, anyway, now it looks like Linux is going to be supported more. And to your thing, I think you assigned NVIDIA cleaning up their act to Valve slash Steam getting into the Mm -hmm. console business. I think NVIDIA started cleaning up their act a few months ago when Linus Torvalds cursed him out and gave him the double finger and said that NVIDIA is a terrible company to work with. That's when they're like, "Oh, are we? Maybe we can get better." Oh, I, I, I didn't. I had not heard anything about it. Oh, no. So, what, what, what's the story there? What happened? Uh, so Linus, <laughs> it's probably going to offend someone. Linus says that he's from. Uh, he, where is he from? Norway. He's from one of those cold northern Europe places, and he says, "Where we are, we don't mince words. We tell it like it is." And uh, he's known to, like, curse out people on the mailing threads and, and stuff for uh, kernel developers. Anyway, he was being interviewed, and rather than be, like, delegate or gentle or ask for something better, he's like, NVIDIA sucks. You know, they're the worst company. Fuck you, NVIDIA. You know, I, I hate working with you. We've never worked with anyone as bad as you before. You're totally not supporting us, etc." And it made, like, in the, you know, computer nerd websites and everything, pictures of Linus giving the finger to NVIDIA, like, got really popular. And I think it made them clean up their act to some hmm. extent. It started a couple months ago. But Do you have, like, a magazine, like, Computer Nerd Weekly or something? Like, <laughs> 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 I've always had a passion for this stuff. Um, I'm not sure if people like hearing about it. But... Um, 
but yeah, I, 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 I used to have magazines. I used to subscribe to Dr. Dobbs. I used to subscribe to, um, you know, PC Week and stuff like that. But, uh, the trade magazines I liked a lot. Now it's all websites. Just oh, I wanted to say, so I, last week I gave away the, um, what did I give away? Yeah. Uh, what did you give away? I mailed it out. I mailed oh, it out. Oh, the, the gunner glasses. Yeah, the gunner yeah. glasses. Mm-hmm. Last week we gave away the gunner glasses to a random fan. This week we are giving away a uh, I'll give you my gaming mouse. I'll give you my rat. Yeah, how about a rat seven uh gaming mouse? That or a death adder that's missing part of it. <laughs> it's, it's your choice if you win. A partially yeah, broken death adder. Yes. Wait, what, oh, was yeah, this, what was this other one? This other what are you missing on a death adder, Kyle? It's I don't like, know. There's a little attachment on the side of it that's not there anymore. Or maybe it's a mongoose or something. But anyway, <laughs> the one I, I want to get rid of is this Rat 7 because I don't use it anymore and it's in condition. It's, it's all good here. So all you got to do is go to my Grand Theft Auto video that should be uploaded right now and uh, leave a comment. It says painkiller already. PKA. Nice. There you go. There it is. Kyle pimping his stuff. Next week we're giving away a five. I think it's a five eighty graphics card. Ooh. A five eighty? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Five eighty is especially useful to people that make videos. Just throwing that out there. That's what I took out of my computer and replaced, but so I don't need anymore. So what do you, you have get, now? You get, um, two five seventies, I think. Okay. Okay. Wait, you went? You downgraded from a five eighty to a five seventy? Two of them. Oh, two from a five eighty. Oh, okay. Um, do we need a new topic? Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to start off by thanking Geoflouse88 and I guess the fucknards in general on the Painkiller Already subreddit. It's, it's reddit.com slash PKA because they came up with what I kind of do every week, like an entire structure, like a book of topics for when things get slow. And I'm like, well, damn, that's, that's pretty good. So, um, his first topic is... Breaking Bad talk. Spoiler warnings, perhaps, maybe. I don't know. I, who's watching Breaking Bad here? I'm not, I'm not caught up. Really? Yeah. All right, all right. I will... Uh, unspoiler alert, alert. I promise not to ruin anything for anyone. I'm psyched for the end of the series. They have done a great job at ending the series when it was supposed to. I am... Spartacus went on too long. Dexter went on too long. I haven't even seen the last season. Like, every series goes on too long and you're kind of done with it. If next year, Breaking Bad, he was getting out of yet another jam with yet another titan of the industry, whatever. No. He has one arc. They followed the arc. And I'm excited that it's actually ending this weekend. I get to find out the conclusion. I can't wait. And I have trust in them that it will be good. I'm psyched for the end of Breaking Bad. How far behind are you people? And what is wrong with you? I've I'm never seen three. a single episode of that uh, overrated piece. I'm of only but be- I'm only behind like three episodes. Lefty, I'm, I'm almost I'm jealous the, of your ignorant ass. I, I, <laughs> I'm just trolling. I I just haven't seen an episode. I'm sure it's great. I met well, a guy. I think it was actually Doctor Chiz who said that he's never seen Game of Thrones, and I'm like, ah, oh. that was Wings of Redemption. Uh, you've never seen one either. It was definitely Doctor Chase. I, I couldn't even tell you what makes Game of Thrones. You could show me Hodor in in like a, a police line. I couldn't pick him out. The fuck is wrong well, with you people? 
Well, nobody can think about because he doesn't appear on awesome podcasts because Hodor's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might be well known if he was on Painkiller already. Exactly. I don't, I, I'm not even. I, I know no, what he looks like at least. <laughs> t- the only show I'm behind on, the only show I'm behind on besides Breaking Bad, I'm only three episodes behind. I, to be honest, I'm kind of getting. I don't want. I don't want anything bad to happen to Walt, and I'm kind of having a hard time watching these latest episodes because you know his world's falling apart. But I got to get on it and finish it. But I have not watched this season of Dexter at all, and I, I guess the series finale just happened. And I know a lot of people are upset with it, so I got to watch this last season of Dexter like back to back to back one of these days. Soon. But they're all upset with it because it sucked, and they're so mad about how much it sucked. It almost makes me want to see how much it sucked. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. I bet I won't have a problem with it. If he gets to, if he just gets shot by his sister, or if he just disappears, or if he gets killed and no one ever knows that he was a serial killer, if any of those things happen, I'm cool with it. I don't care how it ends. If he almost gets away and then they, then they kill him, if he gets found out, goes to prison and immediately gets killed while he's in jail, or he just enjoys being in prison, whatever it is, I'm cool with it. I know the ending. I won't tell you. I don't want to know. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm Dexter in season three, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I it it feels like a special event is about to happen of some sort. You know, we're about to find out how Breaking Bad ends, and I'm kind of psyched about it. So that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, it, I hate the, I hate the situation because I want to ask a question, but I don't know how I don't know how far Kyle is back, and I know Lefty doesn't give a shit. Good ask. Um, God, what was that guy's name? His uh, brother-in-law. Uh, that's the last episode I've seen where he. Oh uh, yeah, killed. his name was it Ned? What was his brother-in-law's name? The big, the the cop, like the barrel-chested Hank? cop guy, Hank. Hank. That's his name, Hank. Hank, yeah. I was ready to see his ass get canned. I was hoping the like the Spanish guys would have killed him like way back in like season four. I really don't like that guy. I, I really don't. I saw him do an interview. I don't know Jimmy Kimmel maybe, and he was like, he was surprised that there were fans who were like who didn't know who to root for. He's like, come on, he, he the actor is like the character. He was like, come on. He's a sociopath that poisons children and he'll do anything to get what he wants. And I'm like, yeah, that's why we fucking like him. He's a badass. <laughs> fuck you, dude. You're, you're you're worse than Hank. You're a real life Hank. So fuck that guy. I know a thing. I'm not gonna tell you, but I know a thing about Hank, and you don't. I'll leave what? it there. All right, whatever. Oh, something happens to Hank. Spoiler alert. I just alert. said Hank gets killed. Well, yeah, he already oh. said Hank gets killed. Oh, oh did he? Yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't catch it either. Neither did Lefty, right? I'm, who is, I am more, I am as happy Thanks as Thanks for ruining it, Wings, damn it. Yeah, he Hell, man. It. That's okay. <laughs> I figured he was going get, to get it. Uh, but but I'm almost as happy that he died as I was when that blonde chick died on um, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah, that, that chick had it coming. That was so awesome. I called it the night before, too. I was like, I want her dead. I want her dead. And the next day, sure enough, she's dead. And I'm just like, fuck yes. I, Finally. I, I'm upset. How Walking Dead's progressing or not progressing? It, it seems like their storylines are just taking way too long to tell, and there's all these weird diversions. And you know, like I get it. You found a town, you argued with the town. Is this seriously like two seasons worth of material? But then again, I don't know what I want. Now, I'm not proposing anything better. What are you supposed to do? There's only one twist in the whole damn thing. The the main character who's the I don't even Rick Rick is the guy's name in the in the show right Yes Rick you weak minded little bitch I'm about done watching you cry week after week I'm about done watching you tear up and get all sad 
I'm stronger mentally than you are, you fucking jackass. I You're the know. leader in this group. I am way fucking stronger than Hang that on. guy. Hang on. Wait a minute. This guy's wife. All right, let's look at what happened to this guy. Mm-hmm. He woke up from a coma into a zombie apocalypse, into the remnants of society. He, he didn't ease into it. He was thrown into it. Right. In the latter days of it. He didn't get a fighting chance. His wife, he's been cuckolded by his best friend. His wife has been impregnated by the man, but he's going to support the child. He has to then murder his best friend in the world after he turns on him. Spoiler alert. And then, after he's murdered his best friend, his wife, is his relationship with her is almost ruined. And just when they're on the brink of getting their relationship back together, she fucking dies... Her turns into a zombie. Her, her his son has to execute his wife, pretty much giving away his soul. Now he's got this soulless little murder child, and his his wife is then eaten by a zombie, consumed by one, so he doesn't even have a body to bury. He looks at the zombie, and the zombie's belly is like distended because it's full of his wife, and that's his. That's the last time he saw his wife. But you gotta admit, he is being a bitch about that whole situation. No! Right? <laughs> He's being a hardcore motherfucker. He's brokering deals. Not always, you know, he doesn't always do a great job, but he's doing the best job that anybody in that group could do, and he's under mountains of stress that the others aren't. Mountains of stress and pressure and, and just ridiculous situations. Rick is the man. As far as I'm concerned, it's a rictatorship. When he I, says go. Kyle, <laughs> I've gotta give you some credit. You have laid it out in a way that I don't think I've thought through before i I think you know when you describe all the horrible things that have happened to him that's pretty rough (laughs) and and keep in mind if you watch the the first episode that guy was his best buddy these this is a guy like they gave each other like relationship advice and ate cheeseburgers with each other uh, you know had lunch with each other every day because they were they were partners he was a psychopath pardon shane was crazy Shane wasn't cra- Shane was driven crazy. Shane was kept get- Shane is the opposite of Rick when You know Sh- where I lost Shane at? Let me tell you where I lost Shane at. Shane is Rick's foil. See, the what they're showing you is judgment. They're showing you the two sides of the coin. That's what most po- post-apocalyptic dramas are about. It's the flip of the coin. You're going to be a good guy or a bad guy, just like Fallout. So you've got Rick who cho- chooses the right and you've got Shane who at any cost will succeed. And that's I'm the difference between Shane and Rick. He could have picked any car he wanted, but he picked a Hyundai Santa Fe. Fuck that bullshit. I have no idea. Maybe there were no about. Tacomas available. The, the cars on the, the, the cars <laughs> on that show on the highway. Just he had his choice of all the cars on the highway. He picks a fucking Hyundai Santa Fe. Like, you know that's a paid deal, right? They, like, it is. It, the cars on the show are a paid sponsorship. Those There's fucking sellouts will do... Anything on camera, I don't get their deal. It's like nobody, no, it's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. That would be a deal breaker for you, boy, Jordy. I couldn't be rolling out in a Santa Fe on the TV show. (laughs) That'd be a showstopper right there, right? (laughs) Well, you're going to get a Silverado or at least give me like a a Trailblazer or something. I can't believe the product placement things that that some people will, will stoop to. Uh, yeah, and like that's bad <laughs> advice. The last car you want is a Santa Fe in an apocalyptic wings, situation. Wings, there's an intruder behind you. I don't know if you're aware. Yeah. You, you, you know that guy's there, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Never know. Never know. I don't. I don't recognize all of you, so it could be some. Wait, you don't know Crook? Crook, oh, show crook? us your penis. 
Oh god. That's, <laughs> Come on. That's Crook. He's a legend. He's got you. What do he say? He said he's gonna send you a dick pic. Oh my god. <laughs> if he sends me that dick pic, <laughs> he's gonna have, on the internet. He's be famous. <laughs> you guys need a new topic? Yes. So. Well, oh, let me just say this about, oh, about my Grand Theft Auto video. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a good driver in Grand Theft Auto. I'm hesitant at this because can I say this dangerous. about that topic? Kyle has been bragging about his Grand Theft Auto driving skills <laughs> mm-hmm. off and on for four and a half hours now. Yes, <laughs> and I, I want you. Guys, I really want you guys to watch the video. And I want your honest opinions because I don't know if I'm any good or not. But when I drive, generally I'm going as fast as the car wait, will go. Wait. He said he doesn't know if he's any good or not now. I'm calling bullshit because no, he no, seemed, I, I he think seemed I'm good. really certain that he was good when we no, were on the phone right, earlier. He was like, right, let me, he's let like, me what do you let me tell you? Full speed around cars, opposite traffic. I can do anything. That's kind of how it is. So, so <laughs> I'm wondering if that's normal. Like, like I, 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 to me, it seems that what I'm doing is very skillful. I feel like I'm doing something cool. But since it's a single player game, I have no one to compare myself to. I, if I, if I'm good at Call of Duty, then I'm dropping forty or forty-five kills in Team Deathmatch. I can see that result right there. And Grand Theft Auto, there's not a guy. What's that? Is the video supposed to be up? It'll be up uh, when it'll these be up, people it'll watch be up this when one. This is up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll get some on my computer now. And 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 I and the the video so the video is like eight minutes of me driving and and you know a couple of different cars and it's t- me telling stories about my dad and his brother in law. Uh, so it's three you know, funny stories. I got a video them. I wasn't gonna do, but I might do it now just to spite Kyle. Okay, <laughs> I love it. I Maybe you can upload it from my house while I'm helping you out. <laughs> I have a video on on Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm like. What will people want to watch on Grand Theft Auto V? I got to bring something different to the table. I can't just show missions. So I decided to do the Get Your Wings Gold Achievement while flying upside down. The entire obstacle course. Do the entire obstacle course flying upside down? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, which is difficult. All right. I'm I'm going to test that for you, Kyle. I have Grand Theft Auto V. I haven't even played it yet. Uh, multiplayer drops on the first. Uh, is that a Tuesday? Uh, yeah, the same day as the Battlefield Three beta. Do you opens. think it'll work out okay? Like, do you think the servers will handle it? Probably not. I mean, not, with how no. big the game is, like, I mean, how do you load test for that? It's it's really hard, actually. Like a lot of times, I was like, yeah, I had a load test. You got to simulate the. I don't know how you simulate the load on. They broke a billion dollars in three days, and. It's bad, right? Because like, if you did a midnight release, then some people would play midnight, and then the next midnight, you might not have all the same players on, right? It's not necessarily cumulative. The people that play with the multiplayer drop is going to be a big percentage of a really big number. They're not easing into this game like a, like a normal multiplayer. They had two weeks' worth of backlog, and they're going to dump into multiplayer. Yeah. This is this is gonna be uh, a real test. If and their I'll servers handle, I'm sorry to cut you off. If their servers handle this load, it will be one of the most impressive IT accomplishments I have ever seen. That's what I was gonna say. Yep, it's gonna be ridiculous because Activision they can't pull that shit off. There is always oh, no. issues, and this is a game that is live on on you know minute number one. 
it, that slowly eases this thing on. You right. Know? Time zone by time zone, these guys start coming on. And, and then, you know, the second day it's out, maybe people that played it the night before aren't necessarily piling on it. The, the, everyone who's bought this game in the last two weeks is about to pour into their servers. If they handle this, I can't think of a more impressive, like, information technology achievement if they actually handle it. I'll be blown away. I'll be blown away. Can we expect the PK crew to get together and rob some liquor stores and banks and stuff? I'm up for it. What I don't yeah, know. I'll be what down. It, I need so a mask. I don't mask. know what it's going to be. So I I've got I'm guns. <laughs> I've oh, got. <laughs> what? I think. I think. What's my idea? Theft Auto stuff. Not oh, like okay, guns okay. and going to rob people. <laughs> as uh, fun as that you, may be. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this for a minute. Since Grand Theft Auto is such a big thing, do you think we could pull off a bank robbery? We could, right? Like, like. Are you talking about real life? Yeah, like like me, you, um, you know, Scott, and I have uh, to be the driver. I'm too I'm too recognizable in my shape. Me, you, Scott. <laughs> that would be fun if we walked and, around as a group lefty. with ski masks. People would recognize us. Damn, why don't I yeah. get took out of this automatically? Because you took yourself out. You just said I'd have to be the driver because nobody would recognize me. He said so everybody or everybody would recognize me. Yeah, I can't. Have- you're too much of a liability. Wings are gonna catch you, and wings are gonna you, make you talk. You drive like an old man. Yeah, dude. I need I need a real driver. I need. <laughs> we like need a, a wheel like a man. Performer. A wheel man. That's exactly what. Wait, you wait, need. no, no. A wheel man with a W. Yeah, a wheel man. Yes. I have all you beat. Oh god. Regardless, do you think it, it's it's an easy thing to do, right? If you're if if you if you do it like, have you guys seen um the town? Have you seen the town when they just Ski mask and machine guns and rob banks. It looks really easy. I'm told it's, it's easy. I think it's really, really easy. And if you just wanted to rob one bank and like you know get yourself thirty grand, you could do that and succeed ninety five percent of the time. Here's so what how counts I do as success? It. Getting away with cash and not getting caught ever. Right. Ever. Yeah. Here's so, here's yeah. my bank robbery plan. I'll lay it out. I go to the bank. I have a mask on. I hand them a note, not even a gun, just a note that says, don't resist, hand me the money. They're, like, obligated to hand you back the money. That's my understanding. And this has been done before. I leave the bank and change my clothes immediately outside. I go to the nearest hotel, check in, right, you know, cash or whatever, have it all set up. I walk in, and I just stay there for a while. And it's as simple as that. No running, no sprinting, no gunfire, no nothing. Get the money, immediately change my look, go to a hotel and stay there for days. Let it cool off. I uh, I recently watched The Town, and it has completely changed my opinion on Ben Affleck as an actor and a director. That movie is badass. So he it's it's one of those bo- uh, Boston crime movies with all with a lot, lot of uh, Irish gangsters. It, where'd you watch it? Um, I think I bought it on Xbox Video. I watched okay. all that stuff there. It was epic. It's it's really good. It's Jeremy Renner and it's uh, Ben Affleck, and they're basically they rob uh, armored cars and banks. And what they'll do is they'll wait until the armored car is picking up the money uh, at the bank, and they'll they'll hit it. And they they roll up in a van. Four guys jump out. They've all got AK-47s and M16s. Got masks on, and they've each got a job. One guy's just you know looking at the perimeter, like doing security. One guy's on the money. One guy's on this guard. One guy's on the other guard. And to, and they do a really good job of talking about how they pre- showing at least how they prepare for the robbery. Like 
you know, how to foil modern forensics. So they're like brushing the fingerprints off of each round before they load it into the magazine. They're, um, they're getting hair clippings from a barbershop to throw into the, the, the first getaway car they leave in so that even if any DNA is found, there's like 30 guys DNA because they brushed it up from a barbershop. They burn the escape cars. There's two different escape cars. Um, and if they have to, they'll shoot cops. They'll shoot engine blocks. Though they they never did. They didn't they didn't have to shoot any cops until toward the end. But they had they never shot anybody. They just disabled police cars and got away. What's the movie called again? The town. Uh, now you it's, make me want to see it. It's it. It's one of my. It's a new favorite for me. And Ben Affleck co-wrote it, directed it, and wrote it. And um. You know Ben I, Affleck I said that wrong. and Matt Damon. Starred in it, not wrote it. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are damn talented, aren't they? I think so, and I think I think that they've always been talented, but I think Affleck has polished his skills up in the last five years, big time. Because mm. Ar- Argo was amazing, Gone Baby Gone was amazing. He directed his, his younger brother Casey in that, and now um, uh, The Town. And that's not the order they necessarily came out, but that's the order I saw them in. Really good movies. Hmm. So he's going to be a good Batman. I, Batman is secure with this guy because he played a really dark and kind of graying ex-athlete in the town. That's kind of the same character. He was like an ex, like he he went pro in hockey, but he was always fighting his own teammates. So he ended up having to come back and mixed up with drugs and armored car robbery. And it's it's a really cool backstory. It's a good movie. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. Someone on the PKA subreddit recently was uh they were thanking us for our office space movie recommendation mm-hmm. the the guy was younger how old is that movie like 10 years old oh older it might than be that. 15 years old something like yeah, that I think it's like 15 years old so when it came out he was like nine or something and didn't really appreciate it but then he watched office space and he's like it's one of my new favorites it was the, the pka crew knows a movie or two Oh yeah, I, I I think I like to think I've got good taste in movies, but some people disagree with me. But usually when I pick a movie, it's good. Yeah, and the um I like heist movies, and I think this was definitely one of the I said I said in the video yesterday I thought it was one of the top ten heist movies of all time of all time. But I'm having trouble naming nine other heist movies that are better. Uh, what was the first casino movie called? Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a pretty good heist movie. That was a good heist movie, uh, like The Italian Job, uh, Heat. Oh, uh, um, see. Heat was really good. You're losing me on some of those. Heat uh, didn't blow Ronin. me away. The Italian Job didn't blow me away. That one I didn't Ronin. see. Yeah, Ronin's basically Heat in Europe. Basically. Mm-hmm. Essentially yeah. the same. You keep like, it. Yeah. Um, and there's some better ones, but there's some other ones that I can't think of off the top of my head, but it's a really good movie. You know, it's a, it's about how you would actually rob armored cars and banks, and it's cool to see guys that are just hardcore and are just, you know, that's what they do. And they're and, intelligent and they, about it. You know, oh, I, would, really? I want to see uh, an inner-city gangster movie. I feel like there haven't been enough of those. Like There's a well-done New Jack City. Like The Wire? Or like The Wire, like that the wire was really... So the, people don't know The Wire is an HBO series, and it was really well done. But mm-hmm. I, The Wire with maybe a little more violence in movie form. I'm down for... That. Yeah, I hear you. I agree. Boardwalk Empire sucks. I'm trying oh, to like Boardwalk Empire. Now. You oh, didn't like that whole, lefty, that you... whole like, uh, <laughs> like, thing with the guy's wife and the, and the, and the liquor bottle of revenge? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I was bored by that point. Those, how could you be bored? Her boobs are just perfect. No, the, I mean, I, I got back into it for that. I, like, that happened like three-fourths of the way through the episode, and I was like, oh, there's a thing. All right. Now we're back to 
freaking long drawn out storylines of I, politics and bullshit. And, I will say this: it's a bit slower because the guy who always kills everybody with half a face, he's doing like a he's he's being a homemaker now a little bit, though he does have some stuff. He's going doing on. a lot of killing in the recent. I, I feel like he's been doing some killing. I just he has he has, but not his normal shit. Well, he's, he's, he's trying to give it up. Yeah, he's trying yeah, to he's, give it up. He's getting all emotional and stuff. I need him to be a hardcore killer. And also, they've got this new storyline of. Uh, Nucky Thompson's brother's son, who's like, you know, he's just in college, you know, trying to get liquor for his friends. His problems are like getting a boner in, pu- in public. That's not Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Right, right. I don't care if your kid gets a boner in public. I care that, like, his teacher owes you money at your whorehouse and you've got to break his hand. And now he's giving your kid bad grades, and and that's what. And now you've been yelling at your kid for getting bad grades, but it's really because you broke his principal's hand. Now you feel bad about it. Make that a fucking episode. I could write better Boardwalk Empire than they can. You just did. <laughs> they, you just yeah. did. Well, the the end of season noise. three was cool when um when the uh, Al Capone's guys came down to Atlantic City and they were going against uh, who was the uh, what was the name of the the antagonist in season three, the main one. Mm. The Italian um, guy, right? The guy he likes strange sex. He likes to wear a belt around his neck. The Italian and, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and there was, like, there, there was was one his scene. name Guido, or is that just a horrible stereotype? <laughs> no, that's it's, it's what's in my head. I think that, it was. That's what it was. It may have been Guido, but I think he was. Uh, he was like Sicilian, like very uh, mm-hmm. and uh, not very Al Capone. Mm-hmm. And then um, season two, when uh, spoiler alert, before uh, Nucky's surrogate son dies right remember that when he get when they had to kill what's his name yeah and then but when him and the half face guy are going around just killing people that, that those cool. are good episodes yeah and they were they were cleaning up the the, the three or four brothers that were trying to hold yeah, yeah that, that the last couple hostage. episodes of the previous season were okay but in general i feel like boardwalk Boardwalk empire for half a season will suck and then maybe go somewhere and yeah. yeah, and that's how the Sopranos. The, the same could be said of the Sopranos if you if you're not you know if you're not like me and you just love the the actors and everything about them. You know, you I can think go a back lot and watch. of people like the actors and everything about them, and that's not necessarily true. Yeah, that's not necessarily Empire. true. Sopranos is it, or in, in, for, in yeah. like like I legitimately care about all of the storylines that would be expressed in a Sopranos episode. I cared about the kids. Um, I loved it when like the kids. World and uh, and Tony's world would collide. That was always the makings of good drama, good episode. Um, especially when like uh, extended members of the gangsters' families would interact with the kids. Like the kids at school, uh, you know, were afraid of Tony's son, stuff like that. That was great. Hmm. Hey, I've got it. So new console dropping, right? And, and oh, by the way, I'm eating some M and M's. People fuss at me about doing it. I feel like a little sugar makes me a better host. You're going to have to deal. So, uh, Let me get a Dr. Pepper on that note. Be right back. Yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> so um, new consoles. If you would have talked to me in the spring, I was totally excited about all these new things that were coming. Every like trailer had me jazzed mm-hmm. to play a new game. Now, for November, I honestly can't figure out what I'm excited about. I'm kind of psyched to see the new hardware. That's going to be a cool thing. But I have okay. a gaming PC that's even better, so that puts me in a unique spot. Like, mm. you know, it it's a good but not amazing gaming PC that's coming out. Okay, so that that's kind of cool. I'll, I'll, I'm going to get them both, by the way. Um, Ghost is coming out. 
I'll go on on that in a minute in their freaking campaign <laughs> announcement. Uh, and and what else is coming out this November? Are you are you speaking just about like hardware excitement or software too? The software too, like a, okay. so. Titanfall, right? Can't wait to see Titanfall. It looked crazy, amazing, whatever. Oh, that's springtime. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what else we got? Hey, Destiny looked really cool. That like post-apocalyptic thing. They went to the police. I was all jazzed about that. Wait, that's is that next Christmas? Yeah, it's, like, I don't think. Uh, I, I think you're Tom Clancy's The Division. I don't. Yes. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, street day. Yeah. I don't think it has one. Yeah. Um, I think they gave a general street day. Like, I think, oh, I, I, I hope I'm not wrong. Like, oh, expected summer 2014 or yeah, something. Here, think, I'll, look, I'll look it up. That's yeah, you can look it up. According to my 7,000-year-old foggy memory, it's uh, Q4 of 2014, like the, the, the Christmas season that's not about to happen. And I'm like, oh, all right. So the Division's distant future, Titanfall's distant future. Um, COD again. It, it's gonna be COD. COD's a good game. You know, don't let me knock it. I, I mean, I, COD is really well done game. There's a reason it's been the. I was gonna call it the top selling game. It's probably not. It's probably League of Legends or something. But there's a reason it's been a very popular game for a long time now. Um, but you know, it's also still COD. What's happening this Christmas season in gaming that you're anticipating? I'm excited for uh, the coming uh, Batman Arkham game in the Arkham universe. Hmm. Uh, Arkham Origin. I believe that drops the 29th of October, I want to say. And um, I'm excited for that. And obviously we talked later in October, Battlefield 4. And the the Battlefield 4 beta is going to start soon. early. But these are all early October things. Not really. That counts to me, though. Um, so Battlefield 4 is a thing. Like I'm, I got a little bit into Battlefield Three last year, mm-hmm. and people got all mad because I worked with them. But I actually like the game too. Um, it, it, I've talked about this forever. So in fast forward, it is a little tough to start in the PC right now. There, there are people with 18 months of experience there, ready to pwn you ruthlessly. <laughs> Be advised. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and and what do you, uh, the division is uh, Q4 2014. You were right. Okay. Um, uh, so the, the Battlefield's coming, but Battlefield to me is kind of in the COD boat in that it's an evolution game, right? It, it's not a mm-hmm. shocking like new drop um, COD evolution game. Um, I want to hear something out of Bethesda. I want to know what the, I, I honestly mm-hmm. just want to know what they're working on. They got to be doing something, you know? They're not sitting mm-hmm. on their hands. They're working on something. Is it Fallout Four? We want to know. Is it is it is it a new something in the Skyrim you know that universe what? Those, that line of games? I what can't name a thing I'm anticipating. Uh, Arkham Asylum for me falls in the same general lump. As, I'm, I'm not Arkham Asylum. Sorry, is it Arkham Universe? Uh, Arkham Origins. Arkham Origins. Origins. Yeah. Like we have um, both the previous Batman games. What is it? Asylum and uh, City. Arkham City. Asylum and Arkham City. Yeah. We have them both. Uh, I've played them a little bit. Uh, usually what happens is I watch my daughter play it and help her in some sections. Um, it, you know, it's like Assassin's Creed almost to me. Like, yeah, it's a fun game. You work your way through. You enjoy it. But it's not like a, one that I really like, oh, my God, I can't right. wait to figure Like, I, This thing is going to be the coolest thing to me. Like that. That's not where I am on it. I, I feel like the story of Batman in general is – 
it w- would be a good storyline to push a, uh, a pro-capital punishment uh, agenda, don't you think? Because the whole idea is that you've got the world's greatest detective out there, and he has to spend all his free time as this genius billionaire fighting crime, and eat, and every time he puts them away, the, the state just mishandles them and lets them back into society. Isn't it just a big poster child for, why don't we just start killing these people? <laughs> so Batman is if, a master if, if plan Arkham by Asylum, the Republicans uh, uh, trying to expose Asylum government. If an electric chair, next year Batman would be curing cancer. That's a fact, <laughs> folks. That's a fact. That's true, but I think one of the ideas behind the whole Batman universe is that Bat- you can't do that because you just make yourself as bad as them. Yeah, and That's then, why Batman it, can't kill the who Joker. Who wants to live in a bad world with no cancer, folks? Not me. Not me. <laughs> Le- lefty's pro-cancer. I, <laughs> lefty's a cancist. Yeah, That's the new thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. There oh, Assassin's is. Creed Four Black Flag? Yeah. That's coming out yeah, too, yeah. right? That's a November drop. Yeah. You know what I loved about uh, about that game? The best story I've heard about it is, I guess Peta got mad because there's a whaling aspect in the game where you know you, you mm-hmm. throw harpoons at whales or something. They got mad about that, and their their reply to the, to Peta was, "We no more support the illegal whaling industry than we do being a pirate." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that no, was no. A, then we do the pirate lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a great response. I love that. Yeah, oh, Watch Dogs. Yeah, yeah. Watch Dogs, really? So this one I'm going to catch hate for, but um, that sort of open. What is Watch Dogs just like? I forget. Chiz and I were talking about uh, it. L.A. Noir. Uh, that's not, not the one uh, we were going LA for. Um, what's that on my head? Um, oh, Heavy Rain is the comparison he was making. Although it's probably different. I mean, Heavy Rain was more scripted and linear um but like i don't know and also the fact that they've been teasing watchdogs for two Mm -hmm. solid years now that's a bit of a downside to me Uh, lefty you're frozen on my screen in a really funny way oh great (laughs) you're like this i I hope your recording fails (laughs) i hope it doesn't because you damn it you were ridiculous for for like 10 seconds (laughs) um go but, uh, um, yeah, I, I just Watch Dogs, that two years ago I was excited about that. One year ago I was kind of excited about it. This year I'm like, oh, my God, Watch Dogs, you're still coming out? Yeah. Um, and, and the Duke style of game. Yeah, Duke Nukem Forever. The style <laughs> of game that it is isn't my cup of tea. I, mm-hmm. In a single-player campaign, I prefer a linear trail. Here, I was talking about Ghost for a little bit. This is what they said. This is Call of Duty Ghosts. One thing I can tease is you may find yourself in a mission or two where we don't tell you where to go. You don't feel like there's a pathway to follow, and sometimes you feel completely lost. Well, fuck you. Fuck you with a <laughs> freaking splintery broom handle. I, 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 I can't tell you how unexcited I am to be completely lost in your fucking shooter with no clue where to go next. It is the mortal sin of single player games. Me lost doing laps around some stupid map, not sure where to go. That- unless unless of course like in a game like Fallout or something, when there's an exploratory aspect where, you know, that's the that's the other way to play the game is, you know, through exploration. But in those games like for example, if Dead Space didn't have that blue line of destiny, dude, it sucks so much. Those dark hallways, they all look the same, these corridors. Mm-hmm. And what people don't understand is especially if you're doing like a, a stream or a live commentary or something, 
talking about a, a topic, especially one from memory, or you're making it up as you go along, has taken up a little piece of your brain. So the rest of your brain has to remember these hallways and stuff. It's easy to get lost when yeah, you're talking to somebody. And, and usually Call of Duty is good about this, but Dead Space in particular had like three pieces of art that they just copy pasted around the entire yeah. freaking thing. All of the walls look the same. The fl- I mean, yeah. here's the environment: blood spattered old steel. Yes, that's it. That's every environment you encounter in Dead Space, pretty much. <laughs> in the dark, blood spattered rusty steel in the dark, low light. So. Mm-hmm. Forgive me if if I didn't recognize that that's the third quarter on the left, not the fourth. But I don't want to be lost. And when I play a game like um, Watch Dogs, I often don't know what to do next. Heavy Rain, I didn't know what to do next. And I, maybe I'm just it's, it's a weakness in my gaming thing. It's a weakness in me in real life. I get lost. God. Oh my God! <laughs> You're the worst navigator ever. You're so bad. You're so bad. You fucked up the GPS and you know it. Oh my god! Look, all I know <laughs> well, is he the spooked the GTS, the GPS system. He... Yeah. I hadn't slept in hours. <laughs> I've been driving for like twelve hours straight, and you and and you, the navigator, count on me to operate the GPS. That's absurd. Never again. Never again. You're clearly incompetent GPS programmer. That would be like. <laughs> the, no, that would be like. I me. was programming the GPS, and he took it from my hands and said, "Let me do it." And then he dropped in some address on the beach in Virginia, which, like, so we're going in Virginia, and and I'm just like, I'm not sure Delaware. how we're going to, was it Delaware? We're okay. out in Delaware, which is kind of... I'm like, like how a, are we going to cross that body of water? It's like the Chesapeake <laughs> Bay. <laughs> like, the way we're and, headed is towards the tip of a peninsula, yes. and I'm no Colum- uh, Columbus, <laughs> that's what I'm going for. I'm no Columbus, but that just doesn't seem right. Yeah, it was it was it was very apparent that we fucked up, and he just had gotten off the phone with Jackie, and he had said, "Oh no, we'll be home by like twelve, twelve thirty. Yeah, it's going good." Because that's how long good. it would have taken us to get to the wherever in Delaware we were headed. Yeah, yeah, it was like eight, <laughs> this is at like eight or nine p.m. Like I'm like hell yeah, only three or four more hours, I'm gonna be home. I'm hell yeah, I'm getting home tonight totally, and. uh and, and, and then I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't seem right. It just seems like good time. I and we're know. going through red lights. We're not on the we're not, we're not on 95 <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and you know, I just listened to the GPS. It told me to do something. I was like, oh, you know, when when a GPS reroutes, I like to believe that that technology is like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, we found an alternate route. This is the route that Smokey and the Bandit would have taken. Now let's do this shit. <laughs> like like it's like eastbound and down. Gotta go. Just, I, I'm hoping for that for my GPS, but it never is. It's get lost somewhere in Delaware, then have to crisscross across cornfields going 40 miles an hour in the middle of the fucking night and not get back to North Carolina until 4.30 a.m. And Kyle's I, GPS, no. like, it doesn't have any current roads. Like, right no. out of the gate, it's been taking us on roads that have been closed and Let stuff. Let me tell you, Woody lives in an area that it's almost like the real-life roller coaster tycoon. There's just... Highways and byways getting slapped up left and right everywhere. It's it, he his the construction at his house is so new that OnStar doesn't even have the information. There's no bigger navigation company than OnStar. They're you know they're part of GM. They're no one spends more money to be updated than OnStar, and it doesn't know about your roads. It is true. Yeah, Neither the, does my GPS. Though. The area I live in is called Research Triangle Park in North Carolina, and it's just growing all the time. And there's new 
like super highways getting dropped in. It's a freaking new super highway every six months around here. You know, they just like pop up and there's a new way to go and, and, uh, Google you know Maps is even out of date. North Carolina has great roads. They do have great roads. And my GPS took us to what used to be, uh, I guess an interstate that went somewhere, but now it has these big wrought iron gates, the kind you might see in front of like the mansion and the, uh, and Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like those big fancy gates. I like to think that that's how Batman's lair works. Like, it's just that road, like, yeah, yeah, they closed off that section of the road years ago. And nobody thinks about it, but there's really a superhero who's, like, hit going through there like a bat out of hell to his lair somewhere. I will say there is low crime in this area, so you might be able to... <laughs> <laughs> The Mole Man. <laughs> what is it? The Mole Man. Uh, nothing is beneath me, but I am always beneath you. <laughs> He's a bad guy. <laughs> I was just making Mole Man up. I didn't know he existed. I what was at the end of The Incredibles? I've never seen The Incredibles. I remember it being Mole Man or something like that. But yeah, know. back to the console thing. You know what? We were talking about me getting lost, and that's how we got there. Uh huh. I, I I can't think of what's coming out this November that has me on the edge of my seat. Like I can't wait to give this thing a go. Are there any PlayStation titles? Is God of is there a new God of War game coming out? Uh, PlayStation Four titles, you mean? Yeah, is a new yeah, Killzone exactly. coming out. Yeah, Killzone Shadowfall. Is, that'll be looks that'll be really pretty cool. good. Are they doing? I'd like to see a SOCOM though, or a like a good SOCOM, or I'd like to see uh, a, a new God of War because I love God of War Three. Like I know it's kind of people think of it as like a button mashy game, but God, there's so much gore and you feel like such a badass. <laughs> you, it's it's a game about beating up gods. Okay? Have you played it's, Assassin's Creed? Yeah, it's oh, really? it's a great game. It's a great game, yeah. Wait a minute. Oh. I'm trying to think. Have you ever been paid by Assassin's Creed? Because I'm getting a code here. There's a vibe. Have you ever played Assassin's Creed? Yeah. No, it, no It's a great right, one. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, Kyle been paid I, by Assassin's Creed at some what point? What I'll say about Assassin's Creed is I don't care for the game mechanic very much, but I recognize that it's a good game. I just don't like it. It's I think the storyline is too in-depth, and I just don't care about that huge conspiracy theory that I lost track of like three games ago, and mm-hmm. I can't catch up now. And I feel like I feel like it, that's how like some people... Like, I'm super passionate about Gears of War and Halo. Those storylines... Those are some of those are our modern day epics, if you ask me. Like, like if you take if those stories were if either of those storylines were written by like uh, written written by uh, Homer or or Shakespeare, we revere them as like works of art today. Those stories are great. So I like those, and I can imagine that some fans who maybe just got into it like around Halo ODST or some shit like that, or like the the Gears of War three, maybe you don't have a respect for that for that storyline because you didn't get into it, but that's how I am. With that's that. fun. You described me with Halo. It was I think it was ODST, and ODST came with like a a campaign, and it made me get three. Did, did ODST package with three or something like that? Yeah, you yeah. That's how it works. It was something like that. Halos, Halos were always smart about that. Like there was to get into the Halo Three beta, you had to buy Crackdown, which was like a thirty-five dollar game. That was Crackdown. a fantastic game. Crackdown, fantastic was. game. Crackdown mm-hmm. was great. It was like Grand Theft Auto, um, but with you know poorer graphics yeah. and uh, you know more of an arcadey mechanic. Was what fun. was the the zombies mode in Halo? Firefly or something like that? Firefight. Uh, it's not zombies a zombies mode. mode. It's a comparable thing, infected. like a horde mode. Oh, yeah, horde infected, mode. right? I don't think it oh, was infected. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um, is it swarm or? It's fire something, right? 
Maybe firefight. It's when you keep getting, you know, wave after wave of increasing yes. enemies, and the weapons can be tweaked, and the power-ups, and you can kind of have a shoot 'em up good time. I always felt like that was undervalued. Like, I think it's as good as zombies, and yeah, it's Yeah, we played new. it a lot. Oh, did you? Yeah, I loved it. I liked it, too. I like to play it on easy and, li- and go for a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, you might have had better multipliers friends. multipliers light up, like, because it, it's like Call of Duty all of a sudden, where you get these multipliers flash on the screen, and you hit, like, a crowd of bad guys with a rocket launcher, mm-hmm. and it's just, boom, plus 20, plus 20, plus everywhere, like, multipliers. Yeah, it's I, I'm a better gamer now than I was when I played it a lot, so maybe I'd play it on a higher difficulty. I don't know. But it, it was nice, because I could play for an hour or two and feel like I was doing something, and, and I really liked it. But yeah, it didn't. It wasn't really popular. I didn't think. Yeah, man. But that that Halo storyline is so good. I sat down the other night, um, and, and we watched all of the Halo Three lead up uh, commercials because they had this whole ad campaign called Remember, and they had um, real life video in like a futuristic Halo museum with like survivors of the Great War that Master Chief fought in, and they're like eighty now. And they're and they have like recreated like weapons from the game, like the absurd ones. And uh, the old eighty year old picks this thing up. He's like, "Oh, it's hefty. Feels weird holding an enemy weapon like." And he like gets emotionally touched when he picks up this enemy weapon, and it it, it makes the game and the idea of the game so real. I was crying. I started crying in the Halo commercial, and 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 because because basically what they're saying is, in the future. After you do what you're going to do in our game, they're going to make monuments to you. They're going to make museums to commemorate the great thing that you did in service to your kind. All, all of these great things that are being said about these people, like this one guy's like, we just knew that as long as the chief was still in the fight, we had a chance. Like, like, like humankind. You know, all these great things are being said about what you're about to do when you go play that game. And no commercial has ever gotten me so pumped up to go do something. Which game uh, is like this? That now? one did. Halo Three. Halo Three. <laughs> and I remember I, when I was playing Halo Three, I was fucking pissed off. I was. I'm gonna go fuck those cocksuckers up. Those <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, like, I'm like I was legitimately angry. Like the first 45 minutes of gameplay, like red face, fucking aliens up. Like I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds cool, man. I remember the first Halo 3 commercial I saw, and, the, and you know, you knew it was, because the whole lead-up, because I picked up Halo 2, and I was like, oh, my God, I loved playing multiplayer with that game. And uh, and then the first, uh, in, I was in college at the time, and my buddy was like, oh, my God, dude, the Halo 3 commercial just came out on YouTube or something. you got to come check it out. And so a bunch of us crowded around his computer when we were watching it, and you knew it was real when the orchestral music kicked in. Mm-hmm. I I forget what it was like it was like whatever the campaign was at the beginning like uh, finish the fight or something like that. Is it when they show that huge diorama um, of like the 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 figures of the battlefield? It's like a gigantic diorama of the whole battlefield, like the at the end, and they're like showing close ups mm-hmm. of all the uh, you know the the diorama of these no, miniatures. I think, it, I think it was like I think you were you you were you saw Chief walking away like in a desolate area and then you turned and there was this huge gaping landscape and there was a covenant a huge covenant ship and you know it was like and then and then I believe if I remember correctly the screen went black and then you heard the orchestral music yeah that was one of the really early teasers that's probably the first one yeah and then it was like oh man yes hmm. and yeah the and whole story of Halo is like 
the last of the best men is, you know, it has to do this one great thing. You know, Master Chief is, is I love, I love games with storyline. That's what you got to do to make an epic game and to make a billion dollar uh, title. You got to have a storyline first and a compelling one. So Master Chief is the last of the Spartans. He's a genetically engineered superhuman, bred and trained from birth to kill. He's seven feet tall. His armor weighs a thousand pounds, and it's got a, a rechargeable shield on it. All he does is kill. And he's the last of his kind because he was the toughest of his kind. The rest can, of them died out. Can I can I recall a story here? One I, more thing: <clears throat> a Spartan was never listed as killed in action. They're listed as missing in, missing in action because a Spartan can never die. They're cool. <laughs> so, uh, Halo Three, I think, drops, or it might even been Halo Four. Uh, Wings of Redemption's playing, and he's new to Halo, so it, it's not like a, a thing he has lots of experience with. But you know Wings, and you know his play style that he's well known for. <laughs> and uh, we're on a Skype call. It's Wings, Kyle, and me. And Wings is popping this thing in. He's going to play his first game ever, and uh, he's like, "I'm going to beast in this game." And Kyle's like, "You've never played it before." He's like, I don't care. So long as left triggers aim and right triggers shoot, I'm going to fuck some people up. Kyle's like, well, first thing you got to know <laughs> is <laughs> that's, that's not, not how it works. Yeah, you're already off. And he's like, you're all gonna right. Blow yourself up real fast. <laughs> so, so then Wings figures out the buttons and uh, he's ready to play. And he's like, all right, how do I go prone? And Kyle's like, you are a seven-foot-tall super soldier with regenerating armor who jumps 15 feet in the air, and you want to go prone? (laughs) (laughs) You are the baddest motherfucker in the universe. The enemy refers to you as, what do they call him, the, uh, oh, what do they call you? They they think of you like as a like a demon. I think they call you demon. They call you the demon. That and, and sometimes when you're really beasting, when you're just shooting a lot of people in the head, and you take out the the bigger, badder enemies first, the little ones run in fear of you and cower in corners, and you just walk up to them and donkey stomp their asses. They they're literally terrified of you. You are the baddest motherfucker you on the planet. You are a Wings. Spartan. When you put wings in there, he's like, let me hide by this elevator with this super OP power weapon and smash! <laughs> smash! <laughs> triple kill! Yeah, I'm beasting! <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm over there. Down, you know. I'm over there five shot and two guys in a row and wings. I'm beasting! I'm just, come on, man! Use your VR. Let's 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 jump around and, and you ain't five shot no two people in a row, Kyle. Absolutely, I was. No, I, mean, I remember that night. We all did horrible. Oh, the first night of that game? Totally. But but eventually I got good at Halo 3. I was good at Halo 2. Mm-hmm. Halo 2 was the... Halo um, Halo 1 was my first first-person shooter. I played that endless hours um, in split-screen mode and then online. And then Halo 2 was the first thing I ever bought from Xbox 360, and I played that up until the point where COD 4 came out, and then I played it sp- sporadically. And then I played a lot of Halo 3. I like Halo. I, I never became good at Halo. I felt like it was an asset to my team, but I wasn't like one of the guys who could carry it. But I'll tell you, I really did get into liking watching competitive Halo. Competitive Halo is a damn good show. Yeah, I agree. I I don't know why I got into the characters. I got the when I met Pistola, um, Optic Hex introduced me to Pistola, and um, uh, so those guys are close, right? They're like real friends. And Pistola taught me the secret handshake that they do. I was fanboy. I was like, this is so cool. I just did a secret handshake with Pistola. That's the neatest thing. And um, I, 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 I took a picture with them. I wanted to. I wanted it. I know it's lame, but 
that's what I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, I was totally into the people and I, I always rooted for Pistola and, and, um, yeah, it, it, for some reason competitive Halo, even though like I, there were, there was things that, uh, real Halo players would know intrinsically. Like you play capture the flag and on, on one map, it might be three flags on another map. It's five flags. I would ask the guy next to me, like, how many flags is it on this map? And and they would all know. So that that's the level of Halo knowledge I had. Like, I know about it, but I, I just don't know it like they do. Something about Team Deathmatch, they call it Slayer, is is a really good competitive game on Halo. And for some reason on COD, it's not. I guess it's how quick you kill. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's more strategy based and less uh, skill on the stick based. So you guys... and a lot of team and a lot of teamwork as well. You know, mm-hmm. if if you're running with a teammate, you're both shooting some guy. You win most of your gun battles. Yep. You know, if you get good with your you know your grenades, your there's there's different parts of a Halo game. There's there's your movement. There's your grenades. There's your shot. It's it's an interesting game and your map knowledge because there's Halo's one oh. of those games where where we're not patching shit. If you can jump, if you can bounce, if you can do something cool, make it happen. That's part of the game. Yeah, and, and Halo and, um, Halo I'm, Two was notorious for its button combinations that some people thought of as exploits, but the pros became uber pros because they mastered the button combinations. They could double shot, they could quad shot, they could BXR, they could they could do all these tricks that required super hand-eye coordination above and beyond what it takes to move just move your like a it's like a fourth dimension to uh to video game playing they added another dynamic and it's funny you say halo says they're not patching shit but that might be true in some ways like you know they don't sit there and put invisible walls everywhere like cod will on the other hand they patched it constantly it was like every week there was an update or a new game type or like they they really stayed on top of it they just if they saw something that created a skill gap let it roll. Let it roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just, I think they look at those things as that's what the good players will do now. You know, they'll know that this tree is bulletproof and to use it as, as cover. They'll know They'll know yeah. these things. And, in, in Call of Duty, didn't, didn't Modern Warfare 2 have a glitch that allowed you to use the um, riot shield extra well? The yes, yes it did. Yeah, um, yeah, the banalities were bulletproof. That's a thing, but... You uh, Xcal does it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a very difficult button combination. I I can do it, but not while I'm focusing on an enemy. It's it, you you basically. It seems like, and I'm probably getting this Remember wrong. Xcal dropped a hundred kill game with the riot shield because of that bullshit. Yeah, you 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 pull the you, you swing the riot shield and then you switch to something else and then cancel you, that action what, and then swing the riot shield again. What you do is you hit it with the riot shield, then you go you try to throw a throwing knife. You cancel the throwing knife. You press yep. B and then Y Y and then go back to the riot shield. Yeah, it's if a, you're it's, really good on the on the joystick, like better than most people will ever be, then it's almost like a single hit riot shield kill. But having said that, if you gave me an actual single kill, single hit riot shield, I still wouldn't get hundred kills with it. Like it's yeah, you still have to play it well and smart. Yeah, that's one of my favorite XCOM videos. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like things. Uh, I like things about Call of Duty that that make you play it in different ways. I just don't like all the crazy gadgets. Hmm. hmm. New topic. Maniac sure. fucking pro. Fuck maniac pro. Maniac pro. What's maniac? Hey. What's that again? A random outburst. The new kill streak <laughs> on call. They, they released a kill streak last week called Maniac, um, Maniac Soldier, Maniac Assault, oh, whatever the, it's called. This is on COD Ghosts. On Ghosts, where you basically become a juggernaut yeah. that can run faster than everybody on the map. And you knife only. 
yeah, knife only. Yeah. That's a kill streak designed to just piss people off. That's all that is. I don't care about that. That doesn't seem that bad. That seems like the kind of guy you're gonna, you know, two guys are gonna open up see, on him. You don't with. see that bad until you realize you can't get away from him. He has unlimited sprint. You don't. You so can shoot him. He sees you. I am shoot him. He's fucked. He you know how hard like, to take down? Just think of him as a guy with a shotgun, dude. You know. Yeah, just, but even like even when you keep get it, keep on range. his health will keep him alive. But I don't you think just, it's going to be a full juggernaut. Uh-uh. It'll probably be like a painkiller juggernaut. It's a full yeah. juggernaut with no health regen. All you got to do is is when you know there's a juggernaut in the game, you got to play it like there's a juggernaut in the game. Make sure you've got long lines of sight. Don't get in a congested area. Like if you imagine a map like vacant from Cod Ford, don't go down there where the market is. Get up on the top of the street. You'll see him coming from a mile away and, you know, two or three shots from a 50 and he's definitely dead. A couple magazines from an AR and he's dead. What's wrong? Where the hell is this street in vacant? I'm sorry, not vacant, but, uh, um... Overgrown has a bridge. Um, Crash has streets. Um, the one with the market in the middle. Why am I having a hard time with this name? I just played this map. A market. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It has that, like, ghetto Invasion. market thing in the middle. And, and helicopters are worthless on it, right? Yeah. And airstrikes. It's kind of brownish. There's two mm. streets and an L. Oh, talking about district. On district, yeah, district. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah, vacant's the same way, though. Va- you know, you could... Uh, vacant's another good example. You could be Stay inside... in the grass. And, uh, vacant was a cool map because it it employed three different uh, play styles. You go inside, get your shotgun or your SMG, um, go out around the cars and the shipping containers, get out your uh, uh, assault rifle, or you could get way back in one of the corners and snipe. That was a great map. In COD 4, because I went to 10th Prestige, I used all the different guns. I did that in Black Ops 2 as well. And uh, uh, it really helped my game. Like I, I used to always use assault rifles, and then using a shotgun taught me to navigate the map in a different way. It taught me to play different. It was like it, vacant was always my shotgun map. God, I love that. God, I love shotgunning on vacant. That's a good time. Yeah, for sure. And that I, I learned that same play style when I was trying to get those shotguns gold back in the day. When you, you I get like 75, uh, 70, maybe one hundred fifty headshots with both of them, or something like that. And uh, put shotguns back like they were. I like COD 4 shotguns. They were, I like both the Remington. Well. I don't, the 870 is annoying as fuck. I mean, the trench gun, the the W1200, the even the 1014, those guns weren't annoying. Hell, the Modern Warfare 2 shotguns were not annoying. Dude. The Spaz is more powerful than the And the AA-12? That AA-12 was outrageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, especially for where they were slotted in Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. For what you had to give up to get that kind of power. Yeah, a Glock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although your Glock was badass, dual Glocks was scary. Yeah. That game was... You were just so overpowered. A Modern Warfare 2 player would kick any other Call of Duty uh, player's ass. Like, if you, if you could take... If, if if we had some way to take a uh, to make the games play each other, like I played a COD four guy, you played a Black Ops two guy, and Wings played a Modern Warfare two guy. Modern Warfare two guy is the biggest badass of them all. I agree you with can what you're saying. Though, Wings is playing them. I think you're right. However, I will say that if I rock pre patch dual FNG nineties, is that what they were in Modern oh. Warfare three? <laughs> well, I'll just I got rock a my shot. Pre- I'll rock my pre patch akimbo. Uh, I know uh, the shotguns, right? The 1887s. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I got I got range on you. Not a I, lot. Those I don't know, but bitches. Kyle has M16 Death Laser. Dude, the, the, the pre-patch 1887s would kill the dual FMG nines. Murder. Yeah, uh, the, the pre-patch um, eight, model 1887s. I'll 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 give I'll show you a video if you want to see it. Remember impulse back in. 
Go to JD Reed 007's channel and look at his video there. You can also I, see some interesting videos of Junkyard over there, some parody videos. <laughs> oh, poor I, Junkyard. I used to get uh, one-shot kills of those 1887s in assault rifle range. Was it that yeah. long? Yes, it was yeah. super. It, it was at the end of SMG range. Hmm. Like it, it's that range where yeah, I can get him with my SMG, but also I better make my shots count because he could turn on me if he's got a rifle. That range is where you could take people out with these shotguns with one hit. You just pull both triggers. Hmm. It's crazy. Steady aim. And, and we run marathon lightweight. Marathon and lightweight for sure. And hmm. we just sprint and just destroy stuff. I didn't use the 1887s that much because I'm a YouTuber. Everyone hated people who did it. So, <laughs> like, I didn't really take advantage of it. I I was in this I was in the same boat whenever I was recording footage, but when I was playing on my own, and the problem was that like I was the only one in my friend group who was recording, and uh, so they're all rocking these 1887s, destroying everything, chopper gunners raining down. It, it wasn't any fun. Hey, Modern Warfare Two, I um I, I don't I feel like I left my friends behind, but I started playing with a lot of YouTubers, and I ran into like some of my old pre YouTube friends. They were like a noob tubing crew. Like in Modern Warfare 2, like all of them like play new tube only. I'm like, oh, what has happened to you? And they're like, what do you mean? The new tube is so fun. And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I bet those fuckers are right. <laughs> I, bet it, <laughs> I bet it is fun to be a new tube crew. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. I was a part of one. That's what makes games fun, really, is you've got to have uh, a group of three or four or five friends that every night you're getting on and you're, you're going at it again. That's when I was really, really passionate about gaming. Is when I was playing with that same group of, you know, I have three that or four, now in Minecraft. I, I have that now in Minecraft for what I feel like is the first time in a couple of years. Like I haven't been playing with friends that much since I stopped playing with. T- I used to play with Team Art, Onslaught, Bendro, Bash. I played with those guys constantly. And um, yeah, there were nights I played with Kyle and I played with Wings and stuff. But I felt like I played with them even more. Um, but now I, I've, I play with Dr. Chiz and people you probably don't know, Ann Marchi and Mark Pay, Paypal Mark and a couple other guys, uh, Sour Patch Adults. But anyway, I have friends I game with every night in Minecraft on WoodyCraft.net. I don't know if I've ever mentioned my web, my Minecraft server on my channel. What's yeah. Minecraft? Do you play it? Is that cool? Should I go to Minecraft WoodyCraft.net? <laughs> you should check it out. It's a great oh, time. Man. But oh, but yeah. no, like I. My COD fans that I've developed over years will be frustrated by this, but Minecraft is a complicated game, and I didn't realize what was out there. It's like, oh my god. Before you've played it, you think it sucks. Everybody thinks Minecraft sucks until they play it. And then it's like, oh my, there's so much to this. There's so much to learn, and um, it it's pretty neat. And I'm lucky, because I'm on YouTube, I'm able to, like... Friends who have experience might have a bigger interest in me than... Like total noobs, so uh, um, you know they they helped me get up to speed quickly. But yeah, dude, I'm I've been loving Minecraft. And on a related topic, <laughs> like yesterday morning, Colin went to both his speech therapist and his occupational or physical therapist, and they were so happy with how well he's doing. Like you know, sometimes the kid is is skyrocketing and improving in a really great way, and sometimes there's plateaus. Right now, he's crushing life. And I think a lot of it just has to do with like him playing with me and my friends four hours a night. Now, there's a social interaction that he looks forward to. There's a, a verbal interaction that happens all the time. They're giving him instructions. I'm passing them along. We're talking. It's it's been wonderful for Colin. Uh, it's it's a good. We're in a good place right now. It's kind of cool. 
That's it's awesome. Cool. It's a good, yeah, yeah, that's it's great. It's good to see the, the camaraderie that he has. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, video games are very... Are, are, I think I feel like video games like are a good educational tool. They they build it, it's a team building exercise. Like if you want to learn how to murder people, well, <laughs> okay. it's a murder dude, simulation machine. That's what it's dude, all about. Dude, <laughs> I gotta say this. I do feel like Grand Theft Auto is just crazy ultra violent. I was playing this thing last night while on the phone with somebody, and I was I was telling him I was like, yeah, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto, and she, and, and they're Sorry. like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you want me to describe what I'm doing as I do it? Try that as you play Grand Theft Auto. And you'll oh, yeah. realize what a psychopath you are. I'm like, well, right now, I'm driving a stolen Lamborghini on the beach at top speed, running over people who are out here having some sort of a bonfire party until the police come. They're here now, but I'm having none of that. I'm, I'm, going, to, <laughs> I'm going to shoot all of the police officers I see, then steal one of their cars and drive it as fast as I can until I either crash and die or evade them, in which case I'm probably going to rob a liquor store and then kill the person even after he gives me the money for that little 14 extra dollars. And if I need some health, I'm going to pick up a hooker, and then to get my money back when she's done, I'm going to punch her in the face. And no, twelve atomic blink, atomic blimp thing? Oh, it's. I think it's like a uh, like special edition got a code, and you ended up with a blimp that you can ride around the map, and a couple other things. I think Is you get a shotgun. Single or multiplayer? Um, single player for sure. I think you can get in the blimps. I've I haven't tried. You can, yeah, yeah, but oh yeah, yeah, you can fly the blimp around. And I haven't even opened this game items. yet. The blimp comes in handy for some of the hidden items that you, that are you know up on top of bridges and stuff. Holy! Because that helicopter, the helicopter is wicked hard to drive and shoot at the same time. By the way, that vulture. Oh, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't tried that out yet. The it's, other helicopter—they, they like—they don't—they tend to rock. Do, do they tend to rock a lot for you? Like they—they they don't stay down on one course. They tend to just pitch and roll a lot. A little bit. It's it depends. You you want a character with the best flying uh, skill when you mm-hmm. do it, and maybe and as you improve the flying skill, it gets easier. I think that's maybe why I'm such a good driver. Is I always use the uh, black guy, and he's a good driver. And I think I've improved his skills a bit. I'm lost just looking at this map. This is a yeah, map. The map's hey, you, hey, you want to know something cool about that map? Woody, please tell me you got a a, um, a, a blue light, a, a black light, or a UV light. Not, I can't think about the top of my head how I would have Dang, one. Dang, that's a shame. So if you shine a black light on that, mm-hmm. you hi- you highlight some secret map information. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There is an entire Illuminati-style secret to Grand Theft Auto V that, that everyone believes will be revealed soon. There are UFOs um, hidden at certain parts of the map, and on top of one of the mountains, there's this whole diagram with like with symbols in it. It looks very Mayan with like lightning bolts around mm-hmm. it, and people have been superimposing that over the map to try to find treasure. There's also a crashed UFO up in the North uh, Ocean, I think. I like a game yeah. with a little depth like that. Some secrets, some Easter yeah. eggs. It's ridiculous. Lots of Easter eggs. They yeah. haven't even released all the the codes yet. I need the Cod weapons needs to code pick up to go their on game. a real massacre. Sticking a teddy bear in a window every now and then is not a good Easter egg. Call of Duty, mm-hmm. Infinity Ward. I'm no. looking at you. But those are Come those on. are pretty damn easy videos to do. Don't even lie. Just the... they did name, they, they named a vid, they named a building after me in the last game. That was nice of them. There's what? an FPS building. Is there? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm trying. To, I made a couple videos about the the where the teddy bears well, were. Everybody does, because they're sometimes they're cool to see. If you want to show your friends for like, well, you see it once, you know, you know what it is. But the one time you want to show your friends, like, hey, go in here, check this out. Yeah, they were well received oh, videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, people liked them. Good video. That's yeah. how you measure it. 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm enjoying Grand Theft Auto more and more the more I play it, and uh, the single player uh, comes out well. I don't know the actors' names, and I feel stupid for not having looked them up yet because I, I I know who the actors are, I know the movies they've been in, but mm-hmm. I can't picture their names. Who who plays the older white guy in GTA? Uh, who plays Michael? You mean? I'll look it up. Yes, who plays Michael? Hold on. Oh. It's the same guy from Goodfellas. No, no, no. It's not really Leota. No, it's not really. No, it's not really Oda. I don't think it's really. Oda. No, they're they are rather unknown voice actors. If I uh, remember, then correctly. they just couldn't get Ray Liotta because it looks just like him and it sounds like him. Yeah, Ray Liotta was Tommy Versetti. I know that, but he was. I don't think he's in. Uh, and the black guy sounds like Ice Cube. <laughs> not Ice Cube. It totally sounds like that's what they're going for. It, even if the even if these things are true. I feel like that's. I feel like what GTA wanted was for Ice Cube to be the black guy, uh-huh. and uh, and and what's his name? I've already forgotten it. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta to be uh to be the mm. Michael. He's I, totally I Ray Liotta. Right yeah, Look at Frank, it. Franklin's name Sean Fontino. Michael DeSantis, Ned Luke. Yeah. Stephen Ogg. Do me a favor. Phillips. Pull up a picture of Michael from GTA Five and a picture of Ray Liotta and compare them to each other. And then, if you if you want further evidence, if you know what Michael's voice is, go listen to a clip from Goodfellas of Ray Liotta. Mm-hmm. Totally the same. But you gotta get you've got to get like middle aged Ray Liotta, not young Ray Liotta from Goodfellas for the imagery. You need for the imagery. Yeah. 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 If you if you get if you get modern day Ray Liotta, it's totally him. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little older. Do we need a new topic? We do. All right. What's bad is like the guy who does Trevor looks just like him. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> you always hope that like the the voice actors who do these like you know hideous characters are going to be like some beauty or something. But when you see it, it's just it really is. You know, the guy kind of looks like the character. You're like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> Poor guy. Now do we need a new topic? Character in GTA yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wing. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I said shit in like an hour. Y'all fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a problem, no though. Like, like, uh, you You're know, talking about shit I don't know nothing about. Play GTA Five. You'll know plenty to talk I about. I played it. I'm bored as fuck of it. Am I, I involved in the conversation? The and I'm like, God I just damn, looked at the map for the Diablo. first time. <laughs> um, this one's for Lefty. And, and mm. this is pretty hard to recreate this. But they want you to explain your past that was in the lost episode 135 when you told about the the injury, the sleepwalking. The oh yeah, I, I told I told it on I, my first my very very first PK appearance on fifty fifty. That, that was like two years ago. Oh, I know, I know, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's there if you a very crappy rendition. Uh yeah, I was I was asleep. I sleepwalked. Okay, your story sucks so far. Step up your game. Step up your game. Well, tell I us. can't tell it. It's not like a Kyle story where something funny happens. It's not funny. It's very. It was actually rather traumatic. I All would... right, I'll, I'll try and help you. So, how did it start? You you had a sleepwalking disorder. When was this? Uh, yes, I was throughout my whole life since I was a child. Still I had a, too, by the sleepwalking. way, sleepwalking. No, not that I'm aware of. See, that's the thing about sleepwalking is that you don't know. You you have to rely on other people to tell you, and you're you're supposed to grow out of it around. For males, it's usually around eighteen, nineteen mm-hmm. is when you stop. But if you continue on, there's there's a whole range of causes. There's really no uh, the the science behind it. Nobody really knows the root cause of sleepwalking. Some people think it's just as simple as your brain doesn't secrete the chemicals that that effectively paralyze you when you're in the REM stage of sleep. 
Mm-hmm. Some people think it's it's just as simple as that. It's just like night terrors, but just it's a more advanced form. Do you uh, remember what you've done? Like, if you've slept walk the night before, do you remember that? No. Okay, then what I have is different. I've had yeah. I've had sleepwalking too, but yours is much better than mine. So you slept walk through your entire childhood. How old mm-hmm. were you on the on the bad night? Uh, I was nineteen. I was nineteen. I was a sophomore in college. My girlfriend. It was before my sophomore year had started. I went down to school about a week early, and was sp- spending the night uh, with a girl, and or my girlfriend at the time, not just you know some random girl. And we had been uh, we had been drinking, and in the middle of the night, apparently, again, because I don't remember this, I got up and decided to move the big... Do you remember those big, like, 32, 34-inch flat-screen CRT TVs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a heavy. Ones. You're describing, yeah. like, a 150-pound TV. I picked that up and moved it because I wanted to get out the window for some reason. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. It was blocking the window? It was blocking the window. Um, I had set it up on, on a desk, and it was blocking the window. So I picked it up and moved it aside, and I started to climb out. And the girl, my girlfriend at the time, was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was apparently, I, I, she 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 was just like, you were just wanted to get out the window, and you wouldn't really say anything. And, and she tried to stop me. I apparently pushed her away and fell. And I was holding on to the ledge. Uh, of the window, she she leaned out the window, grabbed you were, my wrist. When you were holding onto the ledge, are you waking up for this? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. And she she grabbed my wrist to try to pull me back in, which you know I was even at the time I was like I was I still had some growing to do, but I was still about six three, two hundred and fifteen, two hundred twenty pounds. People don't know. Are you six four, six five now? Six four, six five, depending on the liquor storm scene leaving. <laughs> Lefty's a big guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she, I, I apparently then decided to let go. So she was the only thing holding me in. So she had to decide in that moment if she was coming out the window with me or if she had to let me go and watch me fall three stories to the ground. And she had to let me go. So she, luckily, the room I was in on the third floor of this house was above an awning, a stone awning that went up, that peaked at the at the top of what would be the second floor. I don't know what a stone awning is. Is that like a roof? It's, like yeah, a, it's just like a it's just like a just like a, a regular awning, but it's it was a part of the building structure. It's not like one of those aluminum awnings that people bolt on to the you know stone. Or brick I think of an house. awning as a fabric thing that you can roll up, right? Like that goes over a retail yeah, store. But there's, there's a stone. Kinds. Yeah, okay, okay, whatever. I won't. Focus. And it's a, it's a steep peak, and so I fell a story, hit that, and then tumbled off the the rest of the story because by that time I was on the what would be the second floor, and then fell off uh, onto the ground outside the house. A very Jackie yeah. Chan like maneuver. Uh, not as gracefully. As is Jackie. is this where your memory begins? No, my no. memory begins uh, two days later when they take me off life support. I actually knew the answer to that. I was leading to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you took me off so, life support. So, um, so you've fallen three stories. You've hit mm-hmm. what I'll call a slanted roof on the way down. Mm-hmm. And um, how is like your girlfriend maybe calls nine one one? Yeah, there were other people there, and she she was screaming. I think bloody murder. So she said bloody murder at the time. I don't know. Maybe she was a little happy about it, <laughs> but uh, she was screaming bloody murder at the time, and uh, they apparently called nine one one. 
Okay. So then the ambulance comes and they find you, what, unconscious but breathing? Yeah, unconscious but breathing, weak heart rate. Uh, they, she tells a story of how I fell and they immediately, I guess, neck brace, backboard, and put me on the stretcher and take me to the hospital. Okay. So what were your injuries like in the hospital? I had broken every rib on the right side of my body. For those of you that don't know, there's eight, you have eight ribs on mm-hmm. your right side. I broke every single one of those. Um, I had contusions on my, my right kidney and pancreas and... Is that a bruise? Uh, yeah, and um, I had a, a partially collapsed my right lung. How long was it before it didn't hurt when you yawned? Oh, jeez. Well, the painkillers helped. <laughs> uh, what were you on? Was it a year? It was. It was. A, it was a good. Even after I got out, probably about six months. Yeah, seven, like, rib injuries like take a long time mm-hmm. to heal. You crack, I, I've cracked one rib, cracked a rib, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's very painful. Yeah, it, it hurts. Imagine that sounds awful. In the hospital, I was on 750 milligrams of oxycodone every four hours, and I had a uh, a codeine patch and a morphine drip and an epidural. Did you All have the, the button time. you could press to get a little more morphine? Yeah, that was the morphine drip, yeah. Yeah, that's great. So I, I was on all of that at the same time. And it was it, it was wonderful at times, and then I had a chest tube because they had to drain. Ooh. My, my lung was filling with fluid, and they would hope that my body would just absorb it because sometimes your body is able so, to just absorb things like that. I'm so, familiar drain it. with the concept of catheters in bedpans, but I assume that's that's where you were during this, right? Yes, how do they mm-hmm. handle the whole bedpan business? The nurse literally comes and wipes your butt? Uh, you know, I don't really... I never had to uh, take a dump when I was in the bed. I had to pee Wasn't a lot. Wasn't it like days long or weeks long? Yeah, but there was nothing in my in my stomach. By the time that I was able to eat... Um, because I lost about 25 pounds in a matter of two weeks. Wings, hospital. wings, it's coming. Yeah, wings. Go break some. Go break ribs. <laughs> Don't eat in the hospital and, and have your body so going. You're trying to tell me illnesses through liquid illness. and I'll be all right. Yeah. The, the the thinnest I've ever been in my life was because of an illness. You get a serious illness, you will get fucking thin. Because you don't eat, and your body is going crazy trying to heal itself. Yeah. So you're right. burning calories all the time. Yeah. You're just not doing anything. I think what Wings needs is a stabbing. That's what it kicked him. No, wait, Wings needs a, he needs a good staph infection. <laughs> hey, right. some of that. Come hop in my hot tub, buddy. <laughs> there you go. You're good to go. Your body <laughs> fight that bitch off. See, that's the secret. That's, that's the secret just... of my workout routine. Day one, infect him with staph infection. Day two, <laughs> let the fever let the fever begin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's let's get back on Lefty here. Yeah. So, so you're in the hospital and they're feeding you through IV, I suppose, keeping mm-hmm. you alive. And and there's an epidural, which means your legs are paralyzed. Am I on target with that? Uh, no, they're just. I, as I understood it, they they were injecting painkillers directly into my spinal cord. I could I had full functionality of my legs and just um, no pain. Yeah, just well, the idea is no pain. It's mm-hmm. so hurt. That's Eight what ribs they hurt a when they have a whole lot. So, and That's you what were they in a women for childbirth. I, mm-hmm. yeah. You're in um uh you're in a coma for 2 days following the fall, is that right? Yeah, a, a medically induced coma. They put me under. Okay. Put me on life support. And then that's where your memory begins on the wake up. How long were you in the hospital? Uh, from 
the awakening, it was two weeks. Like so, from when I woke up, so like two weeks and three days, give or take. So I'm not hearing that your arms were hurt. Were you pretty much just reading magazines and watching TV for two weeks? I think so, from what I remember. Let me I, ask you. Painkillers really mess with your mind. I mean, people like to think about, oh, you, you know, you don't feel stuff, but those two weeks, I, my memory gets less foggy as the time progresses. Like I, I went from the, the the critical critical part of the ICU to a less kind of critical part of the ICU. Then I was in um, a regular room and I had like a you know a roommate um, from a guy who's actually turned out to be a uni- an economics professor. Uh, at the at the school I went to, and it was funny because he was so stereotypical. Anyway, that's a story for another time. But um, so it gets better as it goes along. But those those first two rooms I had, I don't remember a whole lot. I apparently I uh, police came to talk to me about the incident, and I thought they were from um, the fire department in Downers Grove, where I went to high school. Hmm. Which is a suburb of Chicago, Illinois, and I was 250 miles away in Champaign at the University of Illinois. And I thought, yeah, the fire department, Ma, I came to say what's up. And they were like, no, those that was with the police. I was like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> well, I wonder now that you, since you think they were firemen, I doubt you remember their questions, but I'm wondering what their questions were. Uh. They asked uh, who had bought me the liquor, mm. and I, I didn't tell them. Uh, well, because my dad's an attorney, and they waited. Because up until that point, they had tried, apparently, to get into into my room. They, they tried to get the doctors to take me out of the medically induced coma so that they could talk to me. Because wow. they're, they're fucking pigs, and they wanted to talk to me, and they're cops. So, and so my dad was like, no. You you stay away. You are not talking to him unless I am present, and that's that's final. Well, they waited until my dad and and mom and family went to lunch, and then they snuck in and told the nurses we're talking to him. And they came in and, and asked me questions. I mean, nothing I said, uh, anything I said, any decent lawyer would be able. Like the guy was whacked out on painkillers six ways from Sunday. He had no idea what he was talking about. No way he could reliably finger anybody for any kind of crime. But I even then, I was like, I don't want to say. And they asked me how much I drank, and I said, I don't really remember. They asked me if I blacked out, and I said, yeah. And then they asked me if I remembered anything past that point. I said, no. Hmm. I like and this. Before, before the smart asses in the comments, uh, study after study has shown that there is little to perhaps nothing to do with sleepwalking and alcohol consumption. So... So then, Sorry. I like no. This is a meme. Think about this. Good guy lefty, even under the influence of of drugs and interrogation, does not give up his liquor hookup. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. James Bond would have cracked. <laughs> beaten and broken in a hospital bed, drugged out of his mind, and he's being questioned by the authorities, and he still doesn't give up the guy that gave him the liquor. Yeah, Good you guy don't lefty. They no. just get ditches. <laughs> All right, so. Um, now you're you're out of the hospital and you're healing up. You okay? Uh, like, do you mean long term effects of the injuries? Nothing Talking about is... the emotional distress, you know, it was there. Oh, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I became severely depressed, um, to almost to the point of suicidal. I was diagnosed with post traumatic stress disorder. Um, 
the how'd that go? Like so, post traumatic stress. I I self diagnosed mm-hmm. myself with that once, and I won't tell the story because I told it before. But it, I was robbed. I confronted the robber, and then I had mm-hmm. night terrors about it. it. <laughs> no, no, that was it. That's the whole thing. Rob had night terrors about it for some time. Right. Um, but how did your PTSD manifest itself? I was I, the, uh, severe depression. That was the diagnosis. It was depression brought on by post-traumatic stress disorder. And when I talk about depression previously on the show, I noted um, that it, it feels like you know you should be doing something, you want to be doing something, and you know that doing that something would be beneficial to you. The thing is you just can't. And not only can you not do it, you dislike yourself for doing so. And, or for not being able to do so. And that is how I felt. And it was just, it was really, really, um, sad and depressing. And I, I felt like a, a failure. Uh, I felt like an embarrassment to my family and friends and, uh, and all that stuff, you know, because I was that guy that went away to college and apparently couldn't handle it. And, you know, I'd be the one that, you know, soccer moms would snicker about behind my back or whatever. Uh, and I, and I disliked that. And it was really, it was a traumatic uh, thing for me. And so I, I went and I, I talked to somebody uh, after it got pretty bad. And they said, well, you know, you, you, you went to sleep for two days and you woke up. Like, you were normal. You were drinking. You went to sleep. And then you, your next conscious memory is 48 hours later. And you had, you know, you're being taken off of life support. And he said, your brain remembers all that. It's just, it's repressed. And you are, you know, the the whole thing that is the human consciousness is very tenuous. And, uh, and, you're, and it's freaking you out. How do you judge the 19-year-old version of you when you look back now? Uh... I wouldn't say I would do anything different. Mm-hmm. I can't because to say, well, I just wouldn't have done that that night. You know, it's like, well, uh, that doesn't mean anything. I, it was, uh, it was an ex- an experience that I don't think a lot of people get to have, and I've learned, I've learned a lot from it. Uh, I've become more self aware. And I, I, this sounds cliche, but I guess appreciative of, you know, just even sitting here, the microphone here, the cameras here, just the consciousness that is everything around me and who I am and what makes me, me. And just being able to sit here and think, you know, this all went away for a while and could have gone away forever. And I would have known, I would have never known. And, um, and I think that's, that's kind of a maybe a like a leg up for lack of a better term on many people it gives me sort of a a perspective that not yeah. many people take a take note of a lot of people who have survived traumatic things feel that way like those guys who get dropped off in the wilderness in a plane crash fight grizzly bears and you know their buddies die they say things like that they're like you know I'm a whole different kind of man, and I'm a better man for having had to go through this traumatic, awful thing. I, I look at the world with different eyes. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's where I was from a mental standpoint. And then, you know, I was on, they gave me, uh, you know, the happy pills for a bit, and that was, eh. 
So, uh, how do you, the 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 post traumatic version of you, the depressed part? What do you think now? Like, do do you think that you were justified? Do you think that you'd handle it like you're currently mentally stronger? Do you think that it was just okay? Like, I don't know. How do you judge that guy, the one that didn't thrive after he healed? I. Well, the 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 stressed out part was more during the healing because the healing mm-hmm. process was long, like like a you know six eight months for my ribs to heal, and that was a a, a thing, and um. But the only thing was, uh, I, hmm. I I can't view it any differently. I can't say, well, I wish I would have known this because I. The thing that I wish I would have known, I ended up learning anyway. You yeah, know, it's not of, like you could take some preventative measure. It's not like, you know, I could. Ba- I wish I could back to future myself and handcuff myself to the bed. Or, or just you know, there was no, there's no real magic pill for the, dealing with the the trauma, the the emotional, mental trauma, and the depression. I, there, there wasn't really anything like that, other yeah. than the realization of well. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter either way. And um, I know what he. You know, sometimes you're not the biggest fan of this idea. You know that that it doesn't really matter. I don't matter. You don't matter. Nothing really matters. But um, what my dad showed me uh, many years after uh, this was like two years ago. But uh, I watched a a documentary, a NASA documentary that was. Uh, who did the voiceover for it? I think it was Leonardo DiCaprio did it. And they showed Hubble Space. It was about the Hubble Space Telescope. And they showed graphics taken of a nebula from the Hubble Space Telescope. And they took you inside the nebula and showed you how whole solar systems are born from this nebula. And the idea is there's a huge solar system producing nebula light years away from us. What is it? Who are you? And what are your problems? And so you are you are now aware of yourself and your mortality and your place, for yeah. lack of a better phrase. And and now you are have the freedom to do what you want and to do what pleases you and what you think would help yourself, other people, society as a whole, whatever. And so I uh, I look at it a little bit differently, mm-hmm. uh, but but a little bit the same way that's at the same time. So here's what I think. Here's what I think mm-hmm. is the secret to the universe. I think that uh, I think that we're all a part of something bigger, and we're all made of something smaller. So I think that you know the the atoms that make up our body within those are uh, their own universes full of galaxies and nebulas and planets that are made up of even tinier particles that make up that are planets and stars inside of that atom that's inside of your body, and it goes on and on. And I think that the giant galaxy we see. The giant universe, I should say, made up of trillions of galaxies that we can see now, thanks to some of the stuff they're doing in South America with the radio telescopes. It's all just a, a tiny, maybe piece of a subatomic particle in an atom in a in the foot of a giant ogre being in an even bigger universe full of galaxies that once again repeats itself and it just repeats itself infinitely. Kyle's schooling came from some fucked up Bible. In- <laughs> no, uh, I'm thinking of Men in Black when he's talking about that. No, it totally is. The Men in Black thing is, yeah. is what I believe the universe is. You know, it, 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 that's a comedy. I, I get it, but I think that when you look at the similarities between 
um, galaxies and atoms. It, it's you know everything is made up of everything ro- is rotating around a, a central point. Everything is you know controlled by gravity and you know and and the other major forces. It's all the same. It's just smaller and larger versions of the same yeah. formula. I've had that daydream too, but for me it was just a daydream. It wasn't like a theory. That's totally what it is. That's totally what the universe is. <laughs> um, Fuck you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Mm, so for shit. me, that concept that we are. Better yet, that concept that something much bigger exists, therefore my own sphere of influence is less important because there's. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to imply that. I meant to imply that I'm incredibly important because within my body, there's such an infinite number of beings that are that you know I'm responsible for. My life's important. There's there's trillions of galaxies that are. Earlier, Lefty was saying he took comfort in the like it doesn't matter. There's something Mm -hmm. much bigger out there, and. I just don't line up with the same thing. I'm like, just because there's something bigger out there doesn't mean that what I can do here doesn't matter. You know, my sphere of influence is what it is, and I'll do what I can with it. You know, that, but um, uh, all right. So, so I think, are we at the end of this story? How did you get out of the depression? How how did the happy peel hip pills go? What did you take specifically, and what did you think of it? Uh, what do I I don't remember exactly what I was on. Prozac, like, probably um, something like Prozac. I think it was that. Antidepressants or anti-anxiety? Anti-antidepressants. Not anti-anxiety. I'm on the Zolo. Might have been Zolo. What's the one that starts with L? I'm killing you. L. Uh, Lipitol. Luxapro. No one knows. It's okay. So how was, was being on what might have been Prozac? It was. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't really a big fan of it at the time. I felt it was, uh, you know. In fact, I was a you know because I went to a, a psychiatrist uh, who obviously prescribed the meds. I felt like it was more of like a band aid. Like he was he was treating the symptoms, not the disease or not whatever it was. Because I I wanted more couch time, couch time. I wanted that, but he was like, "Here you go. Here's your script. Go do. Go ahead. Fun." I said, "Well, but." It's not going to help anything. So uh, what really helped was uh, um, my dad and just talking with him and um, what would eventually culminate or was it what is epitomized by uh, watching that, that NASA documentary and just that idea and just brain sessions like that and just, I don't want to say philosophy, uh, philosophizing or you know philosophical stuff, but just kind of stuff like that. So the pills that were like, yeah, okay, uh, I took them. I, I took them long enough for because you you know there's got to be a lead in time for for the, your brain chemistry to actually be affected. And I wasn't really jet jiving with it. So Kyle once described that sort of medicine as like performance enhancing drugs for your attitude or something close to that he's like i love them they're fantastic get yourself a little of all of them he's like i got them right here yeah absolutely now 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 he's making me sound like a drug abuser right now but keep in mind i was prescribed these it it was uh anti-anxiety medication and the pills were like 10 milligrams and i was allowed up to 40 milligrams at a time so, yes, while it may seem like I'm pill-popping, like something out of Pulp Fiction, I'm actually <laughs> treating my post-traumatic stress disorder and anxiety. But, yes, they are performance-enhancing drugs for your personality. If your personality is affected by stress, all of a sudden you're much more relaxed. You can 
you can ease up a little bit. You can talk to people a little bit more calmly. You can focus on what they're saying to you and what you want to say back to them, and your mind isn't off somewhere worrying about a bunch of bullshit. Uh, Adderall is a different end, end of things. I've also been prescribed Adderall in the past, and I do honestly feel, I know Adderall has negative side effects. Everything does, people. Your deodorant gives you cancer. Don't give me that negative side effect bullshit <laughs> if the, if the positives are this high. If they put Adderall in the water supply, uh, this is what they should do. Just as a joke. Put it in the water supply of fucking, um, Alabama. The try again state. I guarantee you, I can turn Alabama around in every category <laughs> in eight months of pumping Adderall into their systems. First of all, they're not going to be buying all that crystal meth anymore. They're already riding the blue horse of Adderall. They are all, they've got their fix in their water. All they got to do is mix up a little bit more Kool-Aid and get to work. That economy, the, the whole education system, everything would be great. People would be performing like all-stars in those schools. When the, if, if there were an, if there was an alternate dimension me, and me and him both had to take a math test, you know, six weeks from now. It was going to be, you know, advanced calculus, which I currently know nothing about. Might as well be French. And I was given Adderall. He was not. I would whip his ass to no end. Like, I would be at least 40% better. Doesn't it make you want this? Uh, no. I mean, I mean, and I... Because it and, creates a dependency. It does create a dependency in some people. It never has in me because I've never taken it on a consistent basis. I take it when I need focus. I totally thought that was going the other way. Like It doesn't have a dependency in me because I've never stopped. (laughs) I've never (laughs) not taken it. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I have, I've taken it on a couple different occasions, always from my prescription. You know, I'm not, I'm not buying drugs here. Let's be hypothetical. Let me just say this. Y'all motherfucker been talking for hours. This is me time, Wiggs. This is about me. You're One surfing the web and then complaining about not talking. <laughs> let me let me let me share this Adderall experience with you. So, I am up all night, literally to the till the crack of dawn, sexing a lady up, just real nice. Literally eight hours of me having sex with this woman. Is this a they Viagra a, story or an Adderall no, story? No, this is an Adderall. Story. <laughs> okay, this is but but I haven't even taken Adderall yet. So after an entire night of that, I'm not exaggerating. Here's what happened from like. Three in the morning to like eight in the morning. So they finally bang on my door. They're like, we gotta go. We gotta go now. We gotta get to work. I've got to work all day. Very important job the next day. There's thirty or forty thousand dollars on the line here. Today's work. Got to get Is it done. Is this a a shoot of some sort? Yes. Okay. So I am feeling like shit on the way there. Like my eyes are barely open, even though I've had like a Red Bull or whatever. Like I'm my my limbs feel heavy. Like I'm exhausted. My body needs sleep. And I take this, uh, this Adderall. You know, I, I eat a little bit of breakfast. 20 minutes from the time we get there, I start noticing that I've been talking really fast for a really long time, and I have been laying down everything that we're going to do today, and I've been giving everyone their jobs, and everyone needs to know, knows what they need to do. This guy knows what to do. This guy knows what to do. They've all got their tools. They're all prepared. I'm prepared. I've got everything written down. I've called ahead, checked with everyone. Everything's ready for us, and we're about to do this shit, and it's going down right because I've got this Adderall. And, and I was so focused, and I nailed every single thing that could have been done. It, it, it went perfectly. And I didn't come down from it until um, that evening, three, and it took me three hours to finally come down and go to sleep. Like, I wanted to sleep for three hours after I got done with work, and I couldn't. My mind was just filled with, like, work stuff, like how to improve things and, like, how to be a better me. I, I can remember had that Adderall that day. 
it would have been a really bad day. I don't know if I could have done it. I, I might, I might have like collapsed. Like I was so, I was super exhausted. It, it had been like 36 hours no sleep, and then like a lot of physical exertion the night before. <laughs> I was drained and a little chafing. And a little chafing. Yeah. <laughs> so the real question is, why would you sex a woman for five hours? I, I, I I'm, we're not going to talk about this. When he has a 64 gigabit memory card in his. Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just don't understand the, the even the desire to go for five hours. I, I I did at the time. I wanted to. I had my wet platinum, and we were having a good old time. So we did. So then why was there chafing if you had wet platinum? I was Ooh. joking about the chafing. Goddamn right. No chafing <laughs> with wet platinum. Never, never any chafing with wet platinum. I, but yeah, you know, and, and while I recognize that there are negative side effects of these drugs, I'll, I'll, I'll finish quickly. I, I recognize that there, there are addiction issues, and uh, they have side effects and things like that. But in my personal opinion, never had a negative side effect with, from from any uh, of the anti-anxiety stuff I've taken or any of the um, ADD stuff I've taken and been prescri- prescribed. Uh, I felt like in every case I was, while on that, a better me. Now, do you think that you're a worse me when you're not on it than you would be if you never took it? That's my fear. Oh, yes. of course you so, said that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you. Like, like, I bet your doctor would prescribe it to you. If, if you laid the case out to him, what the kind of job you have and the kind of attention issues you have and the, the, thing, the multitasking, he'd probably prescribe you some. I'm telling you, this stuff would... You are a super you. You are... You, any, you know, sometimes things will be in the back of your head, kind of clouding um, decisions. You might daydream for that half a second about something else, like, oh, di- what's that smell? Oh, I'm using different lotion today. Oh, hey, what's that over there? Is that a mouse in the corner? None of that shit would ever happen. You're zeroed in. If you're, if you're, um, I've taken it when I was um, writing a book report before. The, 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 I, my grammar's better. My, my my typing's better. Everything. Here's the question I have. You know, I'm hoping I'm you can drop one of these Adderalls. Yeah. And here's my fear. Let me lay this out. I am a good worker. I'm a strong worker. I'm working 100 hours a week now, and I'm just sucking it up. I'm, I'm doing it. I, I've always been the sort of guy where if I'm not working, I find work to do. That's where off-roading came from. That's where woodworking came from. That's where my three college degrees came from. I just, just work all the time. It's kind of how I'm wired. I am a working Batman. But there's a part of me that wants to be a working Superman. Like, what would I be like if I was Adderall charged, right? What would I be like if you took me to the next level, right? Batman, fucker doesn't have any powers. He's just rich. I want to be a working Superman. And the question is, if I stop taking it, am I going to be a a regular worker? Am I going to be less than Batman afterwards? The greatest army of all time, was powered by a stimulant very similar to Adderall. Hitler's Blitzkrieg was powered by methamphetamine. That's how they did it. That's how they swept across Europe in three days. They didn't sleep, and they didn't give a shit. All they wanted to do was fight, and they were focused. Adderall um, is... Wait, wait. So the, 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 it's not a matter of will Adderall make me better. I'm convinced of that. The question is will getting off me, getting off Adderall make me worse than I started? No. No, I think, the, I think the what the real thing you should worry about is the side effects of Adderall: fast, uneven heartbeats, chance for your heart to skip a rhythm, lightheaded, fainting, increased blood pressure, all of ever had chance to get a tumor, restlessness, illusions, unusual behavior, and motor tics such as muscle twitching, which could be permanent. 
Less serious side effects, headache, dizziness, sleep problems, insomnia, dry mouth and unpleasant taste, diarrhea or constipation, loss of appetite, Look, they have loss, to loss of interest occurs. in sex, yeah, that, ordinance, if you drink a and soda almost having an orgasm. Wait, 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 wait. Orgasm what? Loss of interest in sex, impotence, and difficulty of having an orgasm. Well, that's not how you know why I know how Kyle went for five hours. <laughs> no, no, there was no lack impotency. No, 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 no. Difficulty in having an orgasm. FDA, like side effects. There was no difficulty in having an orgasm. There was just no, no stopping that night. What I'm, the, um... They have, when they put side effects like that, I, I don't know what the rules and regulations for listing side effects are, but I think that like any occurrence whatsoever above the norm, even by a you know a tiny percentile, is noted. All I ever had was dry mouth. And it's not well, like you're gonna. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on limits. Say this. I'm not trying to say the thing, but my experience with Adderall, like my sister's on it, and like when I was in high school, kids would take it, and they would take like two or three pills at a time, so like 18 milligrams or some bullshit, and the kids that took Adderall, they didn't do any better. I guess they thought they did better, but they didn't. No, nah, man, you're, I, I don't know about your, your experience, but my experience has always been that I am a super version of me across the board in any task that I'm trying to complete, whether it's mat, whether it's like learning, you know, just in school, or whether it, you know, if I were doing, if I were painting, I swear to God, like it focuses you like a like a magnifying glass. It really does, and the um and the you. It's one. It's a drug that you you can take less of it, and it will just affect you less. You know, it's the same amount of time, but less effect. So you can take five milligrams and get a tiny boost. You could take ten and get a little bit better boost. If you take twenty five, you'll have an experience like I had, where I was uh, you know up all day, go go go, even after by so the end of it, like two days. Could, could I make a YouTube video where I take twenty milligrams of Adderall and see how it affects me? Would that be illegal? Um, if it was unpres- the video wouldn't, but you taking the pill would be illegal if you're not prescribed it, I believe. As long as I don't um, mention that, they won't give a shit. Right. Well, you just did. So yeah, yeah. That's this. this Who said I'm gonna get an Adderall point. prescription between there and the video? Okay, so you'll go get an Adderall prescription. That's what you'll do. And then what you'll do is you'll te- you'll find some test, some uh, some um, time test where you have five minutes to complete a, a set of tasks. And you'll take two versions of the same difficulty test, wow. one on and one off. Mine would be: Can I take my mediocre Call of Duty videos and make them, you know, a little bit less than mediocre? You will thirst for knowledge in a way that is painful. You will. Uh, it all. It often made me feel really ambitious. I remember when I was taking it in school, like laying in bed, like after I'd done my homework, and think, and like thinking, like I could do this and I could do that. And what if I did this and I tried really hard? I could do that. Like, I, I, I swear, like. I don't know if it affects everyone like that, but I can't hype up Adderall enough if you're prescribed it by a medical professional. <laughs> I keep saying that because I know there's like an underworld of like kids who who right. sell them at colleges and places like that, and that that alone should key you in to how effective the drug is. This is a study drug. This is a perform. Millions of college kids see this as a performance enhancing drug. There's been tons of uh, stories about it. But Xjaws had a negative perf- experience on it, right? I think he I was, wish I could remember I was, the specifics of the video. Was he taking them or was he snorting them? Snorting is a thing. Yeah, snorting them is a thing. I didn't know. I'm, yeah, I, I. I walked away thinking he swallowed them. I'm not sure though. Maybe he did. I know he had an addiction issue with him where he was taking lots of them, and I mean he, he was. 
he was too young to be uh, managing his own prescription. Obviously, I think that was the issue. I guess. Did As he? A, how did he do in college? I I, I wouldn't know. But yeah, he's not I, in it anymore. Maybe he needed more than he took. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't know. I don't know what he's up to. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't talked, talked to him in a while. In but, a while. But um, but yeah, I I think you know as a as a normal grown man, I think you know you've got pretty good willpower. I, I've never seen you go overboard with the booze before, certainly. So <laughs> I think you could manage your Adderall. Even when I try on PKA, I can't seem to do it. No, because <laughs> you're drinking year old frozen margaritas. <laughs> Wasn't that your drink? The alcohol of has long sweated out of those metallic pouches. Didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> it's not. My uh, my chloroseptic throat spray has more alcohol in those drinks. Do we need a whole new topic? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go to maximum security, federal pound you in the ass, prison. What's your strategy for survival? How long before I'm going in? You got, I don't know, three weeks before you go in, and you're spending a year there. Um, I I get my uh, my money manager on the phone, have them round up um, a large amount of money, say fifty thousand dollars or something like that. Get go to the prison, talk to the guards, and uh, bribe as many guards as I can to to uh, take care of me. Get the guards. Yeah. I figured, you know, if you if you have three guards on the payroll, you know, each of them's making over the year stint, each of them's getting like fifteen grand. Those guys take care of you. you if you're paying somebody a thousand bucks, you know, thousand fifteen hundred bucks a month on top of their wage, just to look after you, it's not a big job. That's not bad. Totally good, especially if you're in there for a year. Nobody's fucking with me. They would fear my ass. I'd be the guy with the Walkman over there that you came if you wanted something. You'd have a Walkman? Yeah, I'd, I'd be the one with the bitch. <laughs> I just find it funny. It's like you can have an iPad, an iPod. No, I want a Walkman. We're in fucking prison, dude. We don't have, Where are they going to charge a, an, an iPad? We need something that runs on double A's. That's true. But not even like a, oh, all right, all right, like a yeah. CD player? No, you get that Walkman. All right. Uh... I, I totally think that's the way to do that. You know, uh, otherwise, I, I mean, so it doesn't matter how big and strong you are, right? Like, because it's not—it's not like this one-on-one confrontation. It's a gang rape, I guess, is your fear. And prisons are kind of split down the races. So, I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, jump in with the white guys? If you don't, if you do, then you probably have to be somebody's bitch, or you have to be some super badass. And if you're not, then you're somebody's bitch. And you're not going to last on your own, I don't think, if it's mm-hmm. super scary prison. So you want to you want somebody you want to be coming up with some money. And I think most Americans have enough stuff that if they were if you know they I'd sell all my stuff off if it took you know if if whatever it took to get enough money to bribe some guards because you you want somebody looking over your back. Woody's told that story about those asshole prison guards who would allow a rape to happen. You want to be on the opposite side of that. You want the guards to be, like, watching your back. Like, you drop the soap, somebody looks at you funny, and the guard cracks the dude's skull. You want that. You want to be dropping the soap just to fuck with people. Like, yeah, what? What? Dare you to look. Dare you. Dare yeah, you. what are you going to do? Yeah. You, want, you would want to be feared. Hmm. See, my, my answer was totally different. See, I'm broke as shit, so. <laughs> you could totally come up. Jordy, you could totally come up with 50 grand. 
Maybe, but I'm looking at it this way. I wouldn't want to spend 50 grand because my goal going into prison is to keep my keep myself occupied. I'd probably enroll in like some kind of work program or or try to get into a work you know work program. Then maybe do like a little bit of schooling, learn something like a second language or something in my spare time, and try to get out in six months instead of pulling the full year. What if there is a big black dude with a Smokey the Bear fetish? I have no ass. He doesn't want your ass. He wants that pretty mouth. He's gonna have to deal. He's gonna. He's gonna have to deal with that because I'd bite his shit off. <laughs> <laughs> Wings will bite a dick off. You heard it here first. Oh. You know, I'm the, I'm the type of motherfucker that suck that shit for a little bit to get it hard, so I have something to bite oh. down on. Oh my! Oh. <laughs> That's a meme. That's a meme. Wow. I'm the kind of motherfucker that'll suck that shit a little bit and get it hard, so I've got something to bite down on and bite it off. That's awesome. That's uh, his dickhead right back in his face. <laughs> Spit his dickhead right back in his face. The man said. <laughs> I think well, this is a good show so far. Talking yeah, about emasculating too. somebody like, here's your dick. <laughs> Have fun pissing, motherfucker. I don't know, but like, I don't think re- anal rape is as big a deal as people make it out to be in prison. You mean as popular or as true? It was popular. My buddy, my buddy Danny, he, went, he, he served ten years in federal prison, and he's, he can't. He's, I asked him about. it. He said he don't know anybody that got anally raped during it. Hmm. I've heard different. Um, I know a, a particular guy who got raped in like a juvie center. You know, like like fifteen year olds, like some fifteen year old who's raped him. Um, I don't know. I think be- it's a. Per- I think no, actually no. This is a really gross guy. He, he had the worst back acne I've ever seen. It was hideous. oh back acne. Oh. oh man, that's that's a shame. When and the thing is, like ac- acne prescription acne medication, like pills, cost like thirty bucks a month. Come on, there's no way you want to be scarred for life when you can spend thirty bucks a month and fix it. Mm. I'm just saying like this. You you go the money route, but like if if you're nice enough, prison guards will like you too. And they won't. They don't want to see you hurt. Do you think being nice is the strategy to succeed in prison? No, not to yes. the guards. What, what, hey, what, 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 hey, look at that wings action guy. Stressful. You mean the one who's always nice to the guards? Yeah, he told Mike last week that I had a knife in my bed. You can be the guy that cooperates. The guy that. <laughs> You know, does that's telling on the guys that got a shiv. That's cooperating. No, that, that's not cooperating. Totally different thing. You put words in my mouth. You say I mean, cooperator. I mean, stitches running ditches. I mean, that's a that's a thing of the South there. You don't snitch, but at the same time, you don't have to be the guy that's like, "Fuck you, cop. You're going to get the right shield out for my ass." Oh, you like sh- get out your cell, be, you know, follow orders, do what you're told, and then at the end of the day, you get to go home in six months instead of doing it a full year. Oh, so that's what he's playing. Good behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to pull six months? I mean, a full year when you can do six months. That's... I mean, they don't want you in there. You cost them money for being in there. That's true. That's true. I mean, I, know, I mean, then there's the there's the route of you know first day you've got to pick a fight and win. Yeah, I, I ain't being nobody's ass. I ain't worried about. I that. don't think that's a real strategy. I think that's <laughs> like, well, what's that meme on uh, on Reddit? The bad advice. Uh, Oh, the malicious advice mallard? The mali- I think that's a malicious yeah, advice mallard. Just go, mallard. There just go like in there and beat the big guy? How, if you're the big guy in prison, how pissed are you about that whole thing? What, what <laughs> if, if, if you're what like the big, big Earl... The white supremacy leader. Yeah, if you're like Big Earl, the peaceful like Hodor of the prison, but every time somebody comes in, they just kick the shit out of you to prove a point. Your <laughs> life must suck. <laughs> 
That's the guy who needs protection. I don't think you, you don't want to be the biggest guy in jail, and I don't think you want to be the smallest either. Yeah, but also think about big guys in jail. Remember, remember the Green Mile. Would you really want to fight that guy? No. Well, that's a that's an, a whole different kind. Of, first of all, he was magical, so no. Um, <laughs> second of all, he was enormous, so he was, definitely no. That's the kind of guy you got to shoot. You don't fight those kind of people. You can't shoot a you can't shoot a warlock. That doesn't work. <laughs> I have tried, and it did not work. Ooh, we. <sighs> Poor Michael Clark Duncan. I know, right? That guy was a great actor. I thought he he mm-hmm. was he was really talented. He did a, a lot of cool roles, right? Because he was in the Green Mile, and then he was the crew chief for Ricky Bobby. Oh yeah, and then you know he saved the Earth from that meteor, and uh, and mm-hmm. uh, that was my favorite with, role with him. With Bruce Willis, went up there. Uh-huh. He he got up on that at NASA. They were like, "Your cholesterol is off the scale." He's like, "Cholesterol," and he like strips down to a g-string and starts like dancing up on the exam table, mm-hmm. and he's just like nothing. He's ripped like nothing but muscle. This enormous man. I I remember uh, I Hutch had me put a video on his channel. It was a nice thing that he did for me. To let me put a video on his channel. I've done it since then a hundred times, whatever. Um, and uh, um, Hutch was doing this thing whenever he did dual comps. He's like, if you were to go gay, name five people on your list. And I chose Michael Clark Duncan just because, you know, I've I never gone gay. I don't know what I'm into. You know, so I, I, you get a Brad Pitt on one end of the spectrum, you get that guy on the other. See what's up. <laughs> Just that sounds like a horrible plan. <laughs> that um, might be what I'm down for. Maybe man. gigantic black like maybe forearm-sized I... cocks are my thing, and you need Michael Clark Duncan to help you figure that out. What if he had a small one? Like, how, how awkward would that be? Well, with how big he was, you think he wasn't taking Decca to Ravelin and all that stuff? What does that do to your balls? I don't know. Yeah. But, but, but people act as if size and penis size have nothing to do with each other, right? They can't. They have to be related. It's got to be. Lefty 6'5", back me up here. Lefty, are your hands larger than normal? Yeah, thereabouts. Are your feet a little bigger than normal? What size shoe do you wear at 6'5"? Uh, I actually have rather average feet. I wear like 10.5s, 11s. I didn't expect that. Is no your way. rib cage bigger than normal? Is your thigh bone bigger than normal? Yep. Is, is your head proportionate to the rest of your body? One would guess you're packing meat. <laughs> Look at my hands, though. My oh, hands yeah. are very small compared to my body. That's you great. You have a small penis, though. Yeah, you have a small penis as well, so that makes perfect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wings is a PS3 player. Just saying. Oh, uh-huh. shots. Small hands. Small hands. I think my hands being small means I took after my mother instead of my father. Mm, I don't know. Beats me. I'd have to know your parents' hands. I need their hands. <laughs> Bring them here. But I guess pretty soon we'll all get to see how big Wings' penis is, and I can't. I, I'm not. I, I don't think I could watch that. I don't think I could watch Wings. We are going to watch it. On I the think air. I could only watch it ten, twelve times. That's it. Yeah, there's got to <laughs> be a limit. No, as to- <laughs> listen, listen, we are going to well, watch no, it okay, on you the can, air and do reactions. You watch it. Do you spank it to Wings' porn? 
No, no, it's it's purely um, it's just watch it's educational, purely <laughs> educational. <laughs> I've thought of yeah, I think I might try it. I'm like the sixth or seventh time I watch it. Maybe I'll just give a little uh uh-uh, uh just to see. I mean, it. look, the sex happening there. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, and <laughs> it's gonna be great because we're gonna get a hot chick. It's gonna be awesome, and then we're gonna watch it live on the show and then talk about it. It's gonna be a ball. It's awesome. It's going to be two balls on some porn star's face, and it's it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel bad for her. Oh, she's no. Oh, they love that shit. They love that shit. Oh, no, dude. totally. The chicks like, they pick for that. I'm not. I ain't playing around with this one. I have really, really, enormously large balls. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Like. <laughs> I have the kind of balls that girls stop and look back and like, are those real? Oh my god! Wow. Wings has like some some bull testicles. Those metal <laughs> ones people hang behind their trucks. Oh, they, they, they they're almost just like that. Oh my god! Wow. Uh. All right. I would show you with my hands. There's no, 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 Three times as large as a golf ball. That might and be like other two and a half, but yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. You'll see him. You'll see him. You hear that? You'll see him. <laughs> You'll see him. Oh my god. Oh dear. This I want to gonna... see wings tapping that from the back with those with that big old set of nuts just like they hang too because I've always wore boxers my entire life. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Was I doing it wrong? Sweet love, <laughs> sweet champion, I'm gonna carry you home. And you have a pretty penis as well, right? Didn't you I tell do. us that? I you do have a pretty penis. Oh, pretty shit. penis. The only thing I'm worried about is, is my is my stomach is gonna really kind of dwarf. Oh no! Everything. Oh no! Here, so here's the sex position: you sitting on like a, a couch, like reclined. Yeah. And she's she's kind of got her legs at like double shoulder width, and she's like backing up on it with like one hand on a table. Yeah, I mean that's, that's where the camera angle was used. Like normally, nah. sex, what if she puts two hands on the kitchen table? This. Oh no! Right? Oh, no 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 no! And then you get to this. see the swing low. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah yeah! You gotta yeah. work that in. I, I, I just didn't like it. you acting it. I don't want you to mime out anything else from the future Wings of You can't tomorrow. stop got, me from there. Like, <laughs> like, no, I got really uncomfortable as soon as you got into that position. I, was like, uh, uh, I don't like it now. <laughs> this is going to be great. I was going to enjoy hanging out with me for a month. What, what's that? Be, I'm unsure. If, I don't know. I'm sure if Kyle's going to enjoy hanging out with me for a month. There's not gonna, you know, I've got, I got be. my own stuff going on too. We'll both be working during the day, you know. We'll set you up, you know, a, a place to work with. Like, like I've got like a makeshift little gaming area I'm in now. But you know, we'll both be working during the day doing video stuff, and you know, we're gonna work workouts in in between. 
and and you know meals and stuff. You're gonna be eating like five meals a day. It's gonna be lean meats, high fiber, uh, lots of vegetables, and uh, no sugar or salt of any kind. It's gonna be good. Lots of water. And like when you get that shaky feeling when you know you get low blood sugar, you know you're gonna eat a tangerine. Like you know, Mountain View's not gonna be your pick me up. And if you total and lots of uh, you you drink coffee. Wink's frozen. Yeah, he's frozen. I didn't realize it either. I thought he was... Oh, that's a shame. All this I time I thought it was his listening position. Away. Yeah, I thought he was just like, oh my god. He's like, damn. Let's all do Wink's like, position. Lots of coffee. Lots of coffee. Caffeine is a caffeine is a weight loss uh, drug. Yeah, you got to give that stevia extract as a sweetener note, though, not that sugar or whatever the other substitutes are. I'm just gonna put him on some sack. What is it? Uh, you know, sweet and low. I don't. I'm not afraid of that shit. Sweet right. going right in there. Well, I mean, you just seem pretty. You you seem pretty adamant about the you know limiting sugars and sodium and stuff, and then so I figured you'd want to limit. Yeah, aspartame's okay. Artificial sweet. Oh, okay. Yeah, aspartame's good for you. I'm <laughs> not sure it's good for you. It has nothing to do with weight loss, though. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be drinking a shitload of water. You know what? He'll lose 50 pounds at Kyle's house, and then mm-hmm. probably 50 more while he's on the chemo. Oh my god! <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, like, his system needs to be flushed out. Like, like all the salts and all the the sodium and all the crap that he's been putting in there with fast food. But fast food is so much sodium. Uh, so high fiber and lots of water is gonna like his system's gonna be purified within a week, and he's gonna he's gonna feel better then. Fiber is one of the things that helped me out after my after the the accident. My pain pills after I left the hospital, I got constipated, and then pain pills can do that. Mm-hmm. It sucked. It oh that I figured out I could never be gay <laughs> from that <laughs> from being constipated because I that hurt so bad. Even after taking you know Metamucil a ton and just eating all the fiber thinking- bars. And, and I'm, I'm sure some people are thinking that, like, Wings is going to find some way to cheat out of this uh, in, diet that I'm going to impose on him. Because it is going to be a diet. It's going to be a caloric limit, uh, a calorie limiting diet, and it's also going to be, you know, some foods that he, that he doesn't necessarily want. If he tries to cheat, I'm going to have the fucking camera on him. You know, there's a there's a system in my house that if any door is open, I'm alerted. So I'm going to know if he's sneaking out of bed at night to get something, and I'm going to be up with a camera in his face. What's going on, buddy? Got some pop tarts there. That'll yeah. be awesome. I, I can't right, wait for the I'm cheat video. Go, I'm gonna be like, go ahead, have the pop tart. That's twelve tire flips. Wings, do you know why your camera's not on? My camera is on for me. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on, on for, for me. me as well. Hmm. Okay, and then it, well, that's a bummer. Hopefully, it shows up soon. Uh, Wings, you may try just like hitting refresh on your browser. Maybe that'll do it. I'll be right back. One second. Sometimes leaving and entering the hangout does it. Oh, that fixed it. Hey. Bam. Nice Look work, that. Lefty. There you go. My internet died as soon as he started talking. Uh, oh, he was talking about uh, you possibly um, cheating on the diet. Oh, I understood that much. I came in on that. Oh, uh, what else? Is he, what I, I, I asked him, like, I don't, I don't think Kyle will enjoy hanging out with me for <laughs> Oh, no, he said uh, you guys are going to be doing your thing. I mean, he's got his thing that he's going to do, and you're going to be free. Like, they're going to find a way to get you to do, um, to get you set up to do your thing. I don't know if that would involve bringing your PC and mic or whatever. I mean, I would try to work that out. But, um, 
But yeah, he said you'll be doing that, and then in between all that, you guys will be doing workouts and filming this thing. So, I only picture there's some downtime though. There, that's going to happen. I'll just give you a chance to be more creative. Maybe you'll get into his Adderall stash. He'll be like super motivated to make videos. You know what I'm thinking? Lightning round. Lightning round. Because I'm worried, like. Like, if I had to sit up there and I got to do basically what I do there, I got to bring my chair. And then, like, is there a big enough desk? Like, uh, so here's what we'll do. Um, Rings? The the problems that you're listing are so solvable. Yeah, yeah. Don't look for obstacles. Look for solutions, man. Just bring your chair. You drive a truck, right? I know it's no Tacoma, but you can get your chair up. (laughs) Look, so, so here's my gaming setup that I just threw up in a spare room so I could record videos in here. I've got a card, a folding card table from Walmart. I've got a TV set up on it. I've got my monitor sitting on the corner of it, and I got my gaming PC next to that, and my my microphone sitting right here in front of that. I can do everything I need to do. I can game, I can record, I can watch movies all from this one little station, and it costs me about fifty dollars. So that's not going to be an issue. The internet here is better than your internet, probably. It's like fifteen down. And my like internet two. just died off of a of a Google Hangout call. Yeah, mine's like 15 down and like two up, and we've uh, there's two internet lines here. And late, if if you've got a late night schedule, then both of them are like free. Like most, one of them is free all the time at n- late night. My question is, who's there at the house usually? Just me. Oh, Kyle, we're doing Wings of Redemption Lightning Crown. Yes, Questions I need to get on. This. You said you had a staff. Like, is there like people I won't know that's going to be constantly like hanging out there watching TV and shit? No. Oh, so no, now no. look who's worried about not knowing people being in one's domicile. <laughs> look who, how the tables have turned, Mr. Wings of like, You're not going to have a bunch of Randys sitting around there, maybe guys yeah. with records. Yeah, see, I, I got Kyle's house pictured a different way. I picture it would be like a house like mine that's got like eight or ten people going through it at all times. Never, time. never. And, All right, so, so no, I, no I, don't keep, I don't keep friends. Uh, I don't trust people. So I've got like, I have uh, like, Two friends. Um, usually nobody comes to my house other than the people who work for me. Ain't nobody over there. People who work for you are the people that most likely will steal from you. Nobody would steal from me. <laughs> All right, lightning round. I've got one question. How, how am I doing compared? I'm, uh, I'm working. I'm finishing up my second one. Kyle? I got one. Okay. I don't know. Because I've been sitting there trying to figure out how what I need to b- carry. Like, I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna need to carry clothes. I'm gonna need to carry at least a week's worth of clothes. Obviously, hopefully there's like a washer and dryer there. Yeah, I've got all the stuff that normal houses have. Um, <laughs> this the the um, uh, I'm trying to think. Like the bed's another another issue with me. Like, and then I gotta bring soap. So this is actually we need a new topic because this is tying into my first question. Okay, okay. <laughs> the okay. sorts of things he's saying. Um, oh, question. I'm, I have two. Skin. And we'll come back to that, Wings, because I hear where you're going with this. And I need like I need like I have plenty of. Is there going to be a place of privacy for me? Wait, 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 we don't want to talk about this because some of his questions are, are based around the topics you're bringing oh, up right okay. now, I think. All right, I've got four. I have two. 
But I also I have, have the um, a fucknard question list, which is like I'm going to eyeball it and call it 12 long. So <laughs> it should be a good lightning round. Uh, the fucknard, by the way, is the name of the people and the PKA subreddit. I named them myself. Quite a <laughs> 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 um. Uh, so I'm only at like how, two. How soundproof is the walls? Like when I play Call of Duty, I get a little irritated. You're in the basement. Okay. There's no roaches in that basement, is there? Wing, stop, stop. You're like it's a it's yeah. a very nice hardwood floor basement. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> like lime green toe. carpet. You don't have lime green carpet anywhere, do you? Because mm-hmm. that's a showstopper for me. You know what? One of your uh, one of your one of your workouts is going to be playing video games too. I'm going to put you in front of an old-school arcade machine, and you're going to play Galaga while you run in place. You just got to lift your feet. I keep lifting your feet, and you got to get a high score. You don't get to stop walking in place to get the high score. I like that. Yeah. That's that's a total Wings of Redemption exercise. And Wings, one thing you're going to need, headbands. I want you in a headband constantly. <laughs> I have a collection. While working out and, and being filmed. I, well, the, I don't know if you hear this very often, but you're a genius. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I tell myself that quite often. I think might need to get you in a pool too. I think that would be good. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna need to buy swim trunks. I don't know if they have a big and tall. What if we got you? Right? What if we got you one of those old timey swimsuits, like from Boardwalk Empire, where the men like literally <laughs> wore a swimsuit? That would be kind of cool. Yeah, they look like the wrestling onesies or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are great. Get with some vertical stripes, not the horizontal ones. I think this is going to go really well. I, I don't think any kind of stripes are going to make me look less fat, lefty. <laughs> you never know. But horizontal stripes, they could. They, they I'm a big boy. They do weird things. They do. They do odd things. I have three. How do I compare to the group? I, I'm I'm in a holding pattern at four since you mentioned twelve fuck nerd questions. So. I have two. Yeah, I have two. Let's run the fuck nerd questions that, that way. We're not doing this dead space time. I, in the future, I'll, I'll we should probably. Get Do you want to stop at four three two? And because twelve is a lot of fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, All right uh, let's do Mister Four first. We'll do Mister right. second. Wings. An Earth killing asteroid is a week away from Earth. What's the first thing you do? First thing I do with a week, probably nothing. I mean, like, I'm the kind of guy when I get first overwhelmed order of like business, that, back to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the kind of guy that when I get overwhelmed, my my automatic defense response is to do nothing. Like, be it like the house is too dirty, or be it like you know, there's just too much to do. There's too much stress. Like, I, I am very bad in that department where it's like if I can't categorize it and do it like subjectively. I'll do nothing. What's the best thing about not being on Twitter? The best thing about not being on Twitter is not dealing with all of uh, some fucknards fanboys that want to name themselves after toasters and shit. Okay. That's a toaster. Yeah? I don't know the reference, but carry yeah, on. I don't. Okay. Um, water was recently discovered in Martian soil. What is the next astonishing find? The next astonishing find on Mars? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm unsure if they found it or at, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's going to be trace bacteria somewhere on Mars itself. I don't ever feel like Mars was categorized with life of any sort, and I don't think it will be. But I think, like, eventually the next big headline you'll see is going to have to be something that's eye-catching and be like, scientists say that Mars is capable of growing an atmosphere or, like, producing an atmosphere or some bullshit like that. Ah, like in Red Planet, that awful movie. Yeah. 
Or Total Recall. Or Total Recall, And finally, would you masturbate to your own porn? Yes. I mean, you should, because I'm going to. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's the number one issue you need to solve before you make Kyle's boot camp happen? The number one issue I need to solve is get my back into the position where I can actually do something for more than five minutes. Like the other day, I was... uh, I was cleaning the house. I had a lady friend coming over, so I was making sure all the laundry was in the laundry room. I changed the sheets and vacuumed the floor really quickly and things like that. And and it was only it was like a 15-minute period, but I was wore out in the lower back department. I'm like, damn, dude, my cardiovascular sucks ass. And, like, that's the first thing that kicks in. And, like, the only way I can do that is, like, going back to steady walking with Chevy because Chevy's a fucking bull. Okay. Um if you had fifty dollars to spend right now, what would you buy? Right now, fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Ah, uh, like twelve oh three a.m. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably food. Okay. If a normal person is a fifty on an intelligence scale of one to a hundred, what are you? I want to say like a sixty-eight. Okay, that's my last question. Okay. Um, what is uh, what are you most afraid of giving up um, with the diet that I'm talk- talking about potentially imposing upon you? The worst thing I'm thinking, what scares me the most about this is giving up my comfort zone. I mean, yeah. the comfort zone is what scares me the most. Like I have to go to somebody else's house in a state that I'm I've never been in for any period of longer than a day, and basically live there for like a month and like. I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm getting into. I lose my comfort zone. I lose all the people that I know, and like when I lose people that I know, I feel like I'm breaking ties. Nah. So at the this same is, time, you've got these are distractions because you have a you have a big goal. This is an important goal. This is a life yeah, goal. This at, is at the same time, I feel like it would be the best move for me in my life, not only financially but physically, like health wise. Do you know what's going to happen to your channel? Do you know that you're going to be picking up my channel? I I know what's going to happen. You're going to start picking up 3,000 subs a day. It's going to be really good. Yeah, for real. I, I try not to get my hopes up until the until the Wings, That's all actually going to happen. All you got to do is do what I tell you to do, and this is going to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's true. Anyway, yeah. Kyle was. Okay, so that that was uh so so what you're most afraid of giving up is your comfort zone. Um, and the second question, I only got two. I guess I wasn't too creative this week. Uh, what kind of girl do you want? What's your dream girl for this pornography business? Oh, for the pornography, or I thought of my dream girl. Like a, a dream girl and a pornography and a dream girl is two different things. Okay, well, you don't get a porn star. You don't get, like, a super porn star for this thing. But, you know, what type, body type kind of girl do you want for this thing? Someone shorter than me. Maybe at least uh, 36C, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, white girl. Um... I don't know, really good areolas, you know, just a regular good body. I mean, she doesn't have to be like a slim figure. I don't really like stick figures, you know, like 160 pounds, 180 pounds over that ballpark. You know, like a little chunky, cute girl. All right. All right. That's all I had. I have a follow-up question to last week's, though. Did we get any responses on Plenty of Fish? Yes, you did. Um, And it was Woody that response. They got a – I got a friend request on Facebook. Nice. Everything else died. The thing about my response is it was 100% lies. It was, I love traveling. <laughs> that was I, lo- <laughs> I love traveling. What else did you love? 
church, church, yeah, church, children, children. Wings has proved that that God doesn't exist with science like three times to if you ask him, and and he just told a woman that he's into going to church with her. And the gym, the church, the gym, and the gym. <laughs> and um, uh, and something. You can tell her now. I'm enrolled. Her profile in lies very... too. I've been following her on Facebook for like a week now, and like. There has been like one post where she was at Planet Fitness in a week. <laughs> uh, you are, are you ready? Like I'm part of a very elite training facility. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Nard Lightning Round? Yes. Yep. This is for Wings. If you had to choose between being skinny and leaving YouTube or staying as you are <laughs> and staying on YouTube, which would you pick? I would be skinny and leaving YouTube. Like YouTube right now is by no means like a – a job that I can't find money that will compete with it. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty much after taxes come out and everything else. I pretty much make about ten bucks an hour. Which I'm going to skip one because it's not my favorite. But which state should the U.S. government disown? Which state should the U.S. government disown? West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia. That's a, remember, <laughs> Kyle was like, we should put Adderall in the what was it? The Kentucky water supply? The Alabama water Alabama. supply. And I'm like, yeah, he wasn't ambitious enough. He's not going to put that shit in West Virginia. There's no hope at all for those guys. <laughs> no, you want to get West Virginia kicking, you got to put the crystal meth in there. There's already crystal meth in their systems, but now they'll do something other than making crystal meth or I buying I think there's like two meth. states under South Carolina for like education, and I know West Virginia is one of them. I don't know what the other one is. All right. What race are you most afraid of? What race are I most afraid of? I can't say Spanish because I actually enjoy Spanish people because I used to deliver pizza. And Spanish people, they tip really well. Um, I grew up primarily around, primarily around black people. And, like, not to say the stereotype, but, like, black people don't really make a lot of smart decisions when they're gathered together. And, like, that would scare me more than anything else. They're very, from the people I've experienced with, they're very a peer pressure type group. Like, they'll pressure somebody into doing something dumb. And that's that that scares me more than anything else. Okay. Um, what desk job would make you start shooting the soonest? What desk job would make me start shooting the soonest? <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> uh, it, probably probably something in HR, dude. Like HR has a really shitty job, and there's always like this nice little sweet lady that does it. But you gotta pretty much turn people down on benefits, tell them that you know they don't fit in your quota. You got an HMO, and they their doctors outside their HMO, and like that's a really shitty job to have. You you your whole job is a hiring and firing people. You hire somebody they're excited, then they fuck up. You fire them the next week. That's a cold blooded job. Human resources. Has there ever been a period or moment in your life? Where you really shouldn't have had access to firearms. Oh shit! My whole life, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh. like I, I've 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 gone, I've gone to serious depression routes many, 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 many times, and like shoot. I mean, everybody's planned it out, but I've planned out mass shootings. Nice. All right. All right. Your new profession is to be a hitman. Where do you look for work? Oh man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even begin to know how to get into a hitman work. I'd be like the worst hitman ever. I'd be like office space, trying to look up money laundering in the dictionary. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, would be the worst hitman ever. I'd like, I, isn't that something that you know it just happened to come across? Like, oh, you want your wife dead? I might have services. Uh, would you be willing to lose half of your subscribers 
if you could lose 200 pounds? Yes. Yeah, especially you could pick which half, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the dead half that I have. That's yeah, there's got to be a dead half. <laughs> uh, let's see. Your puppy will be drinking eight ounces of one type of alcohol daily for the rest of its life. You get to choose that alcohol. Um, that will be that stuff they used to drink back in 1930s. What was it called? That was like 2%. <laughs> Hmm. They used to make this 2% alcohol that day would come in barrels and you could drink it. What was that called? It's funny because in parentheses it says, knowing Wings, this dog is done for. Because Wings is the idea of a starter alcohol. It's like Jack Daniels or something. Right. He's like, that stuff in the 20s. Um, Bourbon, maybe? Yeah. Vodka? Yeah, 80, 86 proof, Devil's Peak, Devil's Spring. Give, give him some of that. <laughs> yeah, that dog is screwed. 20 proof. <laughs> Would you have signed the Declaration of Independence? Yes. You will be given Jay Leno's garage, but you need to live in Jesse and Walt's trailer. Do they have a trailer, or are we talking about the RV? They're probably talking about the RV. Would you do it? Well, first off, I, I really can't use the showers in the trailer, like... That that would suck. So I couldn't really shower regularly. I'd have to like go to like some homeless shelter, like some you know bus prison. You know, there's like a parts some... washer in the garage. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd have to take one of my nice cars and sell them and get a house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a choice. It sounds like you wouldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. Like there's things like when you're a big guy, if you don't bathe regularly, you get what that picture I showed earlier, like bruising effects from like your shit sticking together like this and you get stuff like ingrown hairs that grow and they get infected and you, you smell really bad and you you don't you don't it's not like a regular stink, you peel, like he goes and you gotta keep it lubricated, like like I know when I'm sweating under my belly, I don't wipe that sweat off because if I do, it's gonna get it's gonna get sore and get raw because it needs that lubrication. Hmm. For every free truck you get, any truck, and I'm gonna assume this is, includes a Cadillac Escalade, a year is taken off your life. How many trucks are you getting? Hmm. Well, does it? Let me ask this question. Does it take years off the light that I'm already predestined to have? Or yeah, right. Theoretical what, years? I knew you'd go that because you have this notion that you've got about 14 more years, right? Is that yeah, it? and like if I, I don't see me living another 50 years, if I take years off the 50 years thing, I'm gonna get like 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, but if I, if I if I get to die at like 35 instead of 38, I might pick like one or two. Hmm. All right. All right. I think you answered it. Um, this is the last one. Frame a crime living on somebody in your house right now. Who and why? 20 years. Charlie. Charlie? Because he, be, he, fits, the, he fits the motive. I mean, he do, he's not the highest educated. He um, he likes to do recreational drugs. You know, he drinks a lot. And he, he's living at your house right now, this person? Yeah. All right. Yeah, no one in my house does those things. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it for the lightning round. Woo! Yeah. Good job, everybody and PK. Uh, let's right. ask Woody yeah. that question. No, I'm so, oh, oh no. my God! Frame a crime on someone living in your house right now. Who or why? Twenty years jail. Oh, you know, sometimes I think about a variant of this. Like, 
let's say I had to pick someone to die in my house. It's easy to pick me, right? And be like, you know what? I'll go, right? I'll just, I'll just jump on the grenade and, and everyone else lives fine and I love them enough to do that. The thing is, there's also this like, yeah, well, I mean, where would the other three be without me pulling the train? Like, they need me. Yeah, Jackie. When's the last time Jackie was in the workforce? Uh, Jackie that's... has been in the workforce every day of this marriage. That is what you are forgetting, my friend. Jackie is a super yeah, wife. Yeah, She's but... not a normal wife. This is a unique situation. <laughs> Kyle does have a point. I, I think she, it's more like she's got 14 years out of the workforce. About 16. Yeah. I think she's a business manager. <laughs> um. It, it, because she doesn't have a corporate resume, uh, is, and that's what you're getting at, she would have a hard time pulling down a good paycheck. And uh, obviously, Hope and Colin have so much life in front of them that you know you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to pick them. It's like it. A big part of me wants to pick me and jump on the sword, but what are they going to do? But we're, we're praying that somebody go to jail here. We're not killing them. Uh, and you can't frame yourself. Oh, wait. It doesn't say that. I think you just got to frame Colin for shooting the neighbor. He'll totally get out of it. I like the way you're thinking. Frame. Yeah, he'll be out of jail when he's 18. Yeah. He won't go to jail. He'll be an accident. And he'll rule it off. And that neighbor sucks anyway. She's a fucking liar. Hey, well, what, what you have to do is you have to pay a little restitution. and I've got the neighbor picked out. Sorry, yeah. Now I had the neighbor picked out. I'm glad Kyle helped me brainstorm yeah. on that one. That's what's gonna happen to you. Yep. Colin's gonna get a little squirrely with the 38. <laughs> yeah, it'll be Colin, and that will really minimize the, uh, you know, what happens elsewhere. I, I think Colin will get probation. They'll totally I, let him I, go. I, I don't think I might get a medal if the neighbor's a real piece of shit. <laughs> get a medal. Here you go. Good job. Here, here we recognize Colin Woodworth. <laughs> Here's medal for honor. Express Miss Asshole McGee. One shot from a bedroom window with a 38 caliber handgun, a feat that none here today could reproduce. Thank you, good sir. You have rid us of one of the most vile human beings ever to come into this city. And All right. Totally gave him the award. Yeah, that's what happened. Nice. There we go. Um, but in reality, it'd be you killing your neighbor, which is real fucked up. Yeah, what do you got, you monster? Asshole. Oh, you haven't even met her. <laughs> Don't judge me. Don't give us names, but tell her what she does wrong. Woody's neighbor is a bitch, just just, just to clarify. I, I can't talk about it, Wings. No, I can, I can tell you after. It. She sucks. She sucks. <laughs> She's a liar. She's a liar. That's what she did wrong. She lied. Mm. Uh, okay. Oh, I think I... Okay. About. Uh, 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 hold on. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like we shouldn't say. I don't. Oh, yes, it so does. my landlord stopped sending <laughs> okay. me those. My landlord stopped sending those repayment checks, so we reported them to the police today. Did you it's really? A, uh, yeah, it's a felony. Yeah, so we'll see mm. how this plays out. Either he, owe, he he's got to write me a check for. I don't know, close to ten grand, like ninety six hundred bucks, or he's going to jail. Ooh, yeah. Wait, ninety six hundred? You said 
Yeah, balls in your court, Chris. Balls in your court. Dude, cause the, the check, it was 10 grand to start with, right? That was the full amount. He was making payments. What, was, but from like, 10 grand to 9,600, what was he making? $50 payments? No, 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 no. Alright, so, so here was the deal. The, he, it was 10,000 that he had debited extra from my account, and can, it was... Can I back up a step? Yes. For, for people who missed the PKA where Kyle first explained this, he was renting a place, and I think he had some sort of automatic withdrawal on his bank account. Well, as we all know, uh, Kyle's like a multi-trillionaire, and didn't notice that this guy withdrew an extra $10,000 from his account until... True story. Until he, he was doing his taxes, and they were looking at it, and they're like, what's this? So um, uh, Kyle looks at this, sees that this guy owes him money, confronts him, and allows him to pay him back instead of just, like, pressing charges. And so the the full amount is roughly, um, I guess it's eight, whatever eight times $1,400 is, um, that's, that's the amount that was debited extra because there were $1,400 uh, debits. And then also the deposit, which was an additional like fourteen hundred, and he's paid me back like two thousand of that of that amount. So, so eight, it's eight times fourteen hundred is eleven two, and then there's another fourteen hundred. Yes, twelve six. Twelve six. Yeah. All right, twelve thousand six hundred. So he owes me like ten thousand six hundred dollars right now. Why? Why isn't he paying you back in increments of fourteen hundred dollars? Then he sent me a two thousand dollar check, and he assured me that he there'd be like another one every week. For, you know, like the, and it wasn't gonna take, he, he was like, oh, this isn't gonna drag on forever, and I'm like, and he sent me 2000 and I was like, oh, he's good to go, and then no more came, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I mean, I would expect at least $1,400 at least every month, because I, I, I take it he took it out. <clears> no, no, this is a guy who runs a business, a real estate business that, you know, he, he told me that they do, you know, 800 grand in, you know, in gross numbers a year. Why don't he just cut you know, moving, right there then? Moving around this business. He told me he was in a rough spot. You know, just bullshit. So now he's up on a felony charge if he doesn't pay me my money back. He does 800 grand worth of business and he can't cut a $12,000 check? I'm not standing by this guy. I'm just letting you know what he said. <laughs> so I'll have, probably have an update uh, next PK. I'm sure you would have settled for 12, would you have not? I want all my fucking money that is owed to me, all of it. Sure, I, I settled too easy. Like if he gave me like ten grand of the twelve six, I'm like, all right, dude, don't fuck up again. No, give me all my fucking money, and you're lucky I don't call the police. Still, that was my attitude from the beginning. And start charging him points too. You should be like, it's two, two points a week. Yeah, honestly, two points. What kind of check is he writing? Is he writing you like a personal check, or is he is it a business check? I don't recall. The the last check was received like two months ago. I've been letting if this guy slide. If he's writing, I don't, if he's writing checks to cash, he's fucking up. You can take all the money he sends you and then like pretend they didn't happen. And that would make Kyle a criminal wing. So so I'm not going to commit any crimes. I'm just going to be good guy Kyle and let him commit the crimes and, and let the police deal with that. Also, I doubt I he's writing right. checks made out to cash when he's paying someone back a loan. That would be crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's ridiculous. He's probably trying to really cover his ass. You know, it's a possibility. So let me, you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I was about to cut that topic off. Did it run its course? Yeah, we're done. Okay. Yeah, we're done here. Um, oh, you're going to commit a crime. Your partner in crime will be one painkiller already host. Who's your partner in crime? Kyle. 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 What what crime are we committing though? That's the key. Doesn't matter, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> what if we're robbing a buffet, Lefty? 
<laughs> yeah, had you even considered that? <laughs> get Kyle some Adderall. He'll be good. <laughs> like, Kyle, go eat. You're like, okay. And, yeah. It doesn't matter. Rape, murder, embezzlement, pillaging, all that kind of stuff, pirating, Kyle. I'd love to pillage. I'd love to pillage. I really am looking forward to those end times, and I believe... A little part of me, at least, believes that the fallout times are coming and that I'm going to be in those times, and that's when I'm going to really shine. Are you like sure you're not going to this... be sucked up to heaven with the good people? No, I'm staying <laughs> down here to fuck shit up. I'm just, <laughs> it's going to be hardcore, too, because it's, I, I, it's going to be great. It's, it, I would love to be fallout in real life. I would love that. That that is my dream life. That or zombies. Either way, post-apocalyptic and let my real talent What about pre-society? You could go Wild West. Uh, you mean like in time, like like yes. act, the actual Wild West? Yeah, yeah. Can I take my own shit with me? I've always fantasized about that. Oh, like, you mean you've got the only AR-15? I, I want eight- a bulletproof vest, and I want a semi. I want a Sig nine. None of that forty-four six-shooter bullshit. They're gonna clink me once, and I'm just gonna gun them all down. Well, if they shoot Great. you in the head. Well, I mean, that's a risk you take, Wings. That's <laughs> what that's that's what Lloyd said in Dumb and Dumber. But I mean, you know, it's a risk you take. <laughs> Well, I, I see no better man to gather your wisdom from. Absolutely. All right, so Wings, you're going to commit a crime. Who's your partner in crime? Dude, like I said, what crime are we committing? Are we popping cars? Are we doing, like, uh, like, like pyramid schemes? I mean, like, different answers require different talents. We're robbing a bank. Robbing a bank. <sighs> It, it, Woody's completely out of this one. Oh fuck! Because I think I can do this. <laughs> I'd be like, I mean, and like, I want to pick Kyle, but I figure Kyle's gonna be popular in all all categories here. And like, I want to find a scenario where Lefty works, but I just can't because like, well, Lefty, he said he took a fall, and you know, he might not breathe too well, he might not run too well. I could just, he could throw the money in the truck, I could drive away and use him as a single man. <laughs> You're gonna hang me out to dry? Oh wow! All right. Well, that's a good man. I'd be a good front so, man. So you want Woody? If I'm robbing a bank, I want Woody. Woody would keep his cool. If he said something, he'd mean it. If he if I asked him, "Are you ready?" If he wasn't ready, he'd tell me. If he was ready, he'd mean it. And when it came down to do something, if you know, if we're bank robbers and you know we have to rob this bank or our families are dead, he'll pull a trigger. He'll kick somebody's teeth in. He'll do whatever what it takes because he said he'd do it and he means it. We'd be there to do business and nothing would stop us. I, that's what I'm saying. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Lefty. I didn't get picked at all. I'm ruthless. <laughs> I... All right, so so if I have to do some sort of hamburgling, me and Wayne's going to run. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I this is like, going to pull me into guy, a Burger King in his, in his rickshaw. Now, see, if I'm operating a slum, if I want to be a slum lord, Wings is going to be my handyman. Oh, see, yes. Here's the, so obviously Kyle is, it seems to be everybody's top pick. So I'm almost struggling to find a situation in which Kyle isn't the top pick. And, and I have myself wondering if Lefty would put in the same extreme amount of planning that I would want to put into, right? Like, Kyle would obviously be great on game day, but is it possible 
that Lefty would be great on the prep days. You know, so great that he could, you know, be a even better overall package than Kyle, right? Like that. How about this, Lefty? You name the you name the top five things that you are important to uh, to make sure are handled in a bank robbery, and I'll name my my top. Five. Yes. I, All right. Write it down. Write it down. Hanging Lefty out to dry. Okay, so so top five things important in a bank robbery? Yeah, yeah, the top five things that have to go right for a for a bank robbery to go, to go right. Uh, this is a write it down and and come yeah. back later. Yeah, us. yeah, I'm writing right now. I've got. Uh, I'll go fast here. I tell you what, I'd do if I'd rob a bank. Yeah, let's do that. You fill the air while we wait for these two to compete. Well, what I would do is a rocket bank. I would pick a bank outside my own county. I'd make sure it was a bank that wasn't a national chain. I'd make sure it would be a mom-and-pop thing that has very, very small traffic patterns. I'd go in in an area that they don't know. I would, I would, I would, wouldn't rent a car. I would actually steal a car in that same county. I'd steal a car, drive it up, drive it out of the county to my car, which is sitting off into the woods, transfer it there. Um, inside the bank itself, I'd probably just do what Woody did. I'd walk up and hand him a note and say, give me some money. Went open the bag until I was into my in, until I was at the situation with my other car. All right. And this works. I know. I watched the Discovery Channel. The guy robbed banks thirty for almost thirty years. He did it the same way every time. He just walked up, and gave him a note. He stole the car, walked up, gave a note, and a ba- and, and he and he drove three hours back to where he lived at. In the stolen car. No, he he ch- he put his car off out, outside the county line, and he just changed cars and just leave the stolen one there. Hmm. So the guy would get his car back after that. They'd find his car, give it back to him. You know, insurance company wouldn't press. Going about his day. Well, how he got caught was he he liked to party, and somebody recognized him from a bank robbery from bank robbery from like three counties over that was actually working at the bank, and she was at a party he was at. Huh. All right, wait. I got mine. Kyle has five. Lefty, what number are you on? Uh, this is my fifth. Hmm. Now we will Wings and I will compare the top five lists of each and figure out who is a better bank rob prep partner. I'm the obvious choice if you want somebody to shoot the bank up. <laughs> Kyle's a good shot, though. I, seen... I, I, can't, I can't miss from five feet. You're not going to shoot the bank up. You're going to go in there with suppressed uh, suppressed AR-15s. I walk up, shoot the tailor in the face. And like, You're not going to shoot anyone. The money. Nobody's getting shot. <laughs> if somebody gets yeah. shot, things have gone terribly wrong. Yeah. All right. Shall I go first? Yes. yes. Sure. Now we said top five things. Like I, I listed some general things, not like top five things that in my specific narrow bank robbery. Of exactly. This, okay. Yeah. Keys um, to success. Uh, in no particular order. Uh, equipment procurement. Whatever we're going to need, we're going to need it on game day, ready to go. Make sure it all works. Uh. Operation Tempo. We want to get in and we want to get out. We don't want to spend a lot of time there going for the big prize because it's pretty much all profit. Once we hit our goal, we get in, we get out. We don't want to spend a lot of time. That's how you get hurt. Uh, Identity Obscurity. We don't want to get caught, obviously. We don't want people recognizing who we are from a robbery three counties ago at some party or some other bullshit. Number two, op security. You want to make sure people are secure in the area that you are operating. You want to make sure you have somebody, you know where they are, what they're doing, and uh, when they're going to get it done. And uh, my 
personal, the most important thing is exfiltration. You got to have an exit plan. You got to have one that's going to get you out. You got to know where you're going, how you're going to leave. Probably different routes, different vehicles, all that yeah. stuff. Can I throw salt in your game? What? They're going no, to you should. The, they're going to trace you by the gear that you acquired. No, they're not. So let me. Uh, so so I'll run through my list. So we agreed in a couple of senses. Uh, I feel like in no particular order, time management that you you touched on a little bit is really important. You should be in from the time that you're in the bank to the time you're out of the bank, no more than ninety seconds. We're clearing the registers. We're not going to the vault unless we have done the the homework to know that vault's going to be open. Uh, second thing is crowd control. Everybody on in, in America has a has a cell phone. You are they're they're moments away from calling nine one one and getting the police on the way. You don't want the police to be called at all. So you've got to do something about that. Everybody, all the cell phones have to be center of the room. Somebody has to be looking at the crowd, and that's their entire job is disposing of cell phones and making sure nobody fucking has a piece on their ankle or something. Uh, the next one is no evidence. You can't leave any evidence. It's it's you know it's CSI times. You you can't leave a th- you can, no fingerprints no hair no fiber um, your weapons aren't gonna you, you don't go in there with some super unique weapon you go with something that's the simple basic black rifle they're gonna be analyzing the video footage they're gonna see you on video but you're gonna be of course you know masked down wearing you know wearing jumpsuits so that you can quickly strip off and be back in the street clothes uh, the next one is know your bank know the ins and outs how many guards. Uh, what's what's the deal with the guards? If you tell a guard you, his wife's name's Nancy, don't you want to see her? He'll do anything you tell him. You 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 know you tell him to. Um, so you know your bank, you know the alarm system, you know the manager, you know you know those things that you need to know to be able to manipulate these people and get them to do what you need them to do. And the final thing is don't hesitate to be violent. Breaking some guy's nose might save some dumb jock in the corner's life because you've got to plug him when he hits your buddy with a you know a brick or something or one of those poles that they make that rat uh, rat maze out of in banks so you might save somebody's life by just beating somebody up wings who did you pick for better preparation uh i picked lefty really i picked mm-hmm. kyle what was it kyle, about lefties that you liked uh, uh, Kyle's plan is enormously flawed because the amount of resources that he's using for the amount of money he's getting is not going to be worth robbing a bank. What resources Better. were so pricey to you? Uh, BB&T, I know, I know the notary there. In the teller drawers, they keep around $1,500 a piece. There's four drawers, so you're going to get about six or $7,000. You're going to do all the stand footwork for $7,000. No. That, that's where knowing your bank comes in handy. You're going to hit a federal bank. Uh, the money's insured. It's nobody's money, and and they have explicit orders not to resist you. They're, the orders of a federal bank, bank employee are to cooperate. It, you, knowing your bank is about going on the right day, the day where that bank is right for the taking. And there's there's a lot of registers, and there's a lot of crowd control. It's a big job. You're taking a hundred thousand dollars. So you're going and, to and actually that knowing your less than a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Three, and four man crew. Four man crew. You got you got one guy on crowd control. You got two guys running the Running behind, you got another guy that's, that's door security. Knowing your bank was the part that made me pick Kyle. I especially like that he knew the people at the bank. But, uh, but as I think it through, knowing your bank also introduces you to a bunch of risk. It does introduce, like, how are you going to stalk these people? Yeah, if you're in there, if you scout a lot, then you, you also introduce yourself to the authorities. I don't think you have to scout a lot. You can get all the records you need online. Dude, we had somebody rob Conway National Bank on a bike and got away with it. I mean, I mean, 
I mean, I can Google right now and find out what your job history is. I'm sure, I'm sure we wouldn't have to search too hard or invest too much money into those privacy destroying websites before we found out what Tina at the drive thru's maiden name is. All right. I think Simple's better. Like the guy on the bike got away. He rode up. He got. He got like twelve grand off Comedy National Bank on a bike. He rode right into. Yeah, but the see, I want to be a professional bank robber. I don't <laughs> want to be some some low some lowly thief. I want to be a professional thief. And and when you said earlier something about shooting somebody in the face, that's not our job. We're thieves. Yeah. The, 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 we we are no more in the job of shooting people than police are. It's a it, it's your job to steal things. It's the police's job to stop you from stealing things. It's no more your job to kill somebody or a part of your job to kill somebody than it is the cops on a daily basis. You're in and out. You're a professional thief. Nobody should get hurt. Why not, why not but if the manager gives you gas or something like that? But, you know, then if, with gas mask. And if the manager gives you any shit, you just cut off his pinky finger. After that, he'll tell you if he wears women's underwear. What? Is that a line from a movie? Of course it is. Where is it from? I heard Reservoir Dogs. They're sitting. They're casing the the, the jewelry store, Mister. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The two guys are out there in the car. Harvey Keitel's character is saying that um, about the job. Hmm. What can Call of Duty go? This is another question from the, the. This guy came up with a lot of great stuff. I appreciate it. Uh, anyway, um, what can COD Ghost do to get you excited about the game? Um, PC support. I don't want to feel like a like I'm a second like I have to wait for updates. I got to wait in a, a, a crazy amount of time for DLC. I want uh, I want actual hype and advertising aimed at uh, at PC players. That means letting Steam's sell your shit on sale at pretty good discounts once in a while. Activision, not oh. Call of Duty Four is fourteen ninety nine. Woo! Get a wild hot baby. But uh, I, I'd like that. I'd like the the servers on PC to be populated instead of a barren wasteland because I think it could do well on PC. Hmm. I think uh, I don't know specifically what it takes to to accomplish this, but if it felt like it used to feel for me, does that make any sense? If 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 I felt that I there was no fear of running around a corner because I could handle almost anything that could be around that corner on my own. If they brought that back, I think I would be uh, I'd be really excited because that's how it was up until the noob tube started in Modern Warfare 2. And it hasn't really been that... It was like that a little bit in Black Ops 1, but it hasn't really been like that since when I could just dominate in, in a lot of games. Not every game, of course, but most of the time I sprint around that corner and there's three guys. Two of them are going down and I'm hurting the third one at least. Hmm. I wish they would just innovate the damn game. We've we've had we've played Call of Duty since two thousand. I feel like they're innovating the fuck out of this they thing. They innovate a lot. Let me speak. Let me speak. They're doing innovations that don't fucking matter. Like, do you really care if you can get to play as a girl or that, or sure. you get a fucking dog? I mean, how? Yeah. Why? Why hasn't they made like swimming in the game? Why haven't they made running more fluid? Why they haven't made mantling more fluid? Why they haven't they, have, more they fluid? have done those things? They, they made mantling. mantling more fluent. They changed mantling completely. Am I wrong? I haven't played the game yet. So there, I is I there like it. a there's like a knee slide and an improved mantle system? Am I wrong about this? There's a knee slide and a different mantle system, but I didn't find it to be all that improved. Well, I, 
that may not be the final effort. They're, but these guys are historically known for being good about polishing yeah. those things out. Like I God is a smooth game yeah. to move. You're but I think Battlefield 3, I was going to say 4, I played that too. I think Battlefield 3 and 4 both mantle better than COD, I think. They do both, man. That's what I was thinking about. It's a smooth mantling. When I cross a wall in Battlefield 3, it's it's more like, oop, it's an obstacle. When I cross a wall in Call of Duty Black Ops 2, it's like, old man hips. Yeah, it's like suddenly they climb thigh-high walls. Whereas well, I, on, what's um, the perk that helps you do it faster? Because I, I think I, I think it's... Dexterity. Um, dexterity. I, I use that a lot on almost every one of my classes, so I hit those walls fast. Yeah, but even then, you have to stop. There's an awkward pause. I mean, like, I understand if it's like a chest high, but, like, just a little thing where you could, in real life, you could, like, do a little hop and step right on top of it and jump over Yeah, that, you do that deal where, like, your gun was in your right hand, you put your left palm on the wall and kind of skipped your feet over sideways. The, that's a, that's what they do in Battlefield, and I like it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's like, little stuff like that, and I I, I don't know. I, I feel I like wish the, the maps would go back to be chess maps instead of smorgasbords of fucking let's shoot somebody in behind because the maps aren't designed for you know playability. They're designed for maximum conflict. They're designed that you're always going to have a way to get to somebody. There's never going to be that camping spot because people have isolated camping so much and they're trying their hardest to fight camping, but you can camp in an open fucking field if you if you're die hard enough. I mean, you so, can't with no cover. So I think uh, map design in Call of Duty is pretty comparable to map design in Paintball. And in Paintball, there are different maps for different kinds of gameplay. There are some maps in which advancing is easy because everything's so cluttered. There's some maps where there are long uh, distance, uh, long sight lines and things like that. Call of Duty what, should be like that. Each map should map, be. Kyle? My favorite map, um, Backlot. Backlot. What's Backlot, why do you like Backlot? So Backlot's, you probably think of it as a small map, but with Call of Duty 4 weapons, a shot, let's... Which one's Backlot again? Is that the one with the Backlot's cubes in COD 4 and the, the DLC? Middle and everything's around it. No, it's it's, it's one of the original maps. Uh, it's a really good search. It's a really good search and story map. Oh, there's there, there's a construction building on on uh, one side of the map with a mounted gun in it. Opposite, hmm. Completely opposite that, there's a, a broken up building... Um, I'm thinking ambush right now. There's a bulldozer right in the middle of it. It's a small map. People would throw uh, grenades over the top of the big building and land yeah. on search and destroy. Wait, uh-huh. wait, there's a wait, three-story right, building. COD 4? Just Google Backlot real quick. You'll have it. All right. Um, COD 4, right? But I think yes. Backlot, I think that's a map that has good cover and has really long lines of sight for that helps sniper rifles or assault rifles, but the cover is good enough so it has enough blind corners that a submachine gun can get around and play. Or even a shotgun in some of the close yep. back alleys. You play to what your class is. It's a map that offers, oh. offers everything up, but there is no like three hundred ways to get around to somebody. Backlot took me sitting on top of those stairs. You have the left side, and you have in front of you. There isn't like a, a secret climb up in three or four different alleyways can, to get there. You can use every different weapon uh, that's available in Call of Duty for effectively on Backlot. Um, every game mode plays really well on it. Uh, Search and Destroy is a little bit lopsided. I, I take it back. I, um, I'm not searching the story, but uh, I was going to say domination, but domination is not lopsided. I, I've won from both sides of it handily, um, and never thought that there was a, a bad side to be on. Backlot, for me, took the longest to master of any of the original COD formats. I, I remember that. I remember I used to watch um, really good YouTubers like Beyond and Xcal and those guys, 
And I would sit there and leave positive comments on their videos saying, like, man, would you really post a backlot? I I really would like to see you play backlot in an effort to, to learn from, you know, how you do it. And, what do you uh, have a guy like having subbed? Yeah. It's just like, you know, like, that was, that's why I watched. You know, I like the people and I like learning. And, and I would just be, you know, can I see you do what you do on backlot? That would mean a lot to me so that I could, I could learn it. And, um, I felt like there were fewer backlot videos on YouTube than there were anything. It was just a tough map to get my arms around. I think I eventually did, you know. I, on, on backlot, you play an assault rifle in L's. Your movements are in L's around the side of the map. You, you move down the long lines of sight to take advantage of your range with a submachine gun. You circle the map and stay out of the middle. And one thing I, I don't like about backlot, that Infinity Ward is like a mistake they don't usually make, is I felt like you were really vulnerable when capping B-Dom. Like there are, I'm looking at it right now. There's a construction building with long lines of sight that let you kill the people at B with an elevated position, and there's a damaged building that would let you kill people at B who were trying to cap it there. From so all there's over. also a building with a window that let you kill two spots at B. Yeah. So so this is how the way you had to play this was you had to get control of the mounted gun. If you had the mounted gun up there, then you could sweep the whole B area. And if you look closely down where the B flag is. There's, I don't have it in front of me, but there's a grassy area um, in in a corner where a metal uh, type type of divider fence is attached mm-hmm. to a, a mud hut building, and there's a there's like a silver barrel there, I believe. In there, you can cap B, so you can kind of nook up into there and capture B from there. And then with a smoke grenade, you got it most of the time. And you just need your buddy up there sweeping with the mounted to keep him shooting you from ten to your left and uh, the uh, the two story to your right with the car yeah. in the bottom. I didn't get you know how. Most people stand on flags when they cap them. More knowledgeable players stand on a particular spot of a flag, right? They're, yeah. They're able to cover their flanks much better. I didn't really get into that until Modern Warfare 2. Like, I played a lot of COD 4. Like I said earlier, I was 10th Prestige. But I didn't know secret cap spot. Like, Modern Warfare 2, I did a video series on secret cap spots. And it was good. You know, you I'd have you laying down next to air conditioners outside. I'd protect you from the spawn noob tubers. I I did some good shit on Modern Warfare 2 cap spots. But since then, the game's evolved, and I think they've tried really hard to make sure cap spots don't exist. And yeah, I, I feel like that's a shame. It's, any, it's just... Yeah, it's anything a, I could teach you now, like, hey, if you nestle up in this corner, it's slightly better, they would say, Woody, that's obvious to me. Like, it, it's not like 2 where... Like, you know the Afghan cap spot on... I think it was C-Dom? No, B. It was B. The Afghan cap spot on B-Dom, do you know it? Yeah. You get up in that uh, up in the plane, right? Uh, nope. So the, the domination flag on Afghan in Modern Warfare 2 was on the side of the map near, like, a minefield, kind of. And there was a path lined with some sort of barrier. You're talking about the two, like... Brick columns and snook into the corner, right? Yeah, you'd st- so the the flag was right in the middle of this pathway, and there's brick columns, and if you stand outside the brick columns, you can't cap it. But if you lay down on your belly in the grass and snuggle up against one of the bricks, you can cap it. You're invisible because the grass is, like, chest high, and you could cap it from there. People would stand on it, not knowing where the hell it's getting capped from, I'd pop out of the grass like a Vietnamese soldier, shoot him, and finish my cat. It was brilliant. That's great play. I mean, that's what flag capping should be like. I, I love that Infinity Ward seemed to have that a lot. What's Is it underpass? Is that Wayne, do you remember when we did our first dual comm ever? Yes. 
that map. It was rainy all the time. It was underpass. Underpass, right. The I think it was C Dom on underpass. I would so everyone else would go to B, right? From the one spawn. They go to B and they cap it behind that mattress because you had at least some visual cover. I'd run straight to C, go into the building, lay down underneath the stairs, and start if you laid on your belly, went prone, and slid forward under the stairs, you could cap C. If it was it A? Do I have it backwards? Okay. He was in the was in the train yard. Okay. Oh, thank you. So it would be A. If someone went to cap that flag, I'd be hidden behind the stairs. I'd shoot the guy and I'd finish the cap. It worked every time. I'd I'd, I'd always start off my games with a flag cap and a kill because I was a student of interesting flag cap spots. I'd go in private matches and figure it out and share it with my subs. That just doesn't exist in COD anymore. It's like I love, they, that. I love that gameplay, dude. Especially when you you can you can bait them like you throw a care package or like you wait for them to come get the flag you, they cap the flag you go cap it again then you kill them they come back and you, boom yeah I I felt like I had a knowledge gap in the older CODs that's impossible to have now now there's invisible walls everywhere there's no secret cap spots there's I mean there's lines of sight and there's good if there's any knowledge gap I have now it's just good practices like rounding a corner being not sprinting around corners. Um, not running inside buildings, you know, it's not really a map knowledge that's exclusive to me because that stuff isn't there, according to me. I don't uh, like the new maps. I remember every everything had a counter in the old. I map. really like the new zombie map. Oh, the brand play- new one. I haven't played. Oh it. my god. It okay, so let me kind of run through this. So it's it's during World War One. So this mm-hmm. is the zombie like origin story, and there's like. Uh, it takes place on a war, a World War One battlefield. It looks like Germany, maybe. And there's like mud. It's all. It's outdoors. There's lots of buildings. The map is enormous. Like you, you, it's huge. And in this alternate universe, there are gigantic robots who are like Megatrons stomping into battle. And you've got to be careful because every now and then they walk across the map and they'll step on you. They don't aim for you. They they step in the same spot every time. But you've got to be wary of that, or they'll crush you and you'll lose everything. There's now there's staffs. I guess there's some sort of magical staffs, and that has something to do with the zombie origin, the magic. Uh, but there's like a fire staff, a wind staff, an ice staff, and um, what's the, water staff? I think uh, I, I may be wrong about that, but they all do different things. Um, it's it's really cool. Lots of power weapons, lots of cool things to do, and putting the pieces to the puzzle together to get to do all those things I'm describing is like really complicated. So it's. It's an in-depth thing. And above you in the sky during this World War One battle scene is an is a World War One air battle with biplanes, like dogfighting. And at one point, one of the parts that you need to build one of the, the like the fire staff, uh, you have to obtain it by shooting down a flaming plane that's in the air. So it's uh it's 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 really good for zombies. I played it with uh, Taylor uh, Merkadurker the other night and his girlfriend. Hmm. Yeah, I, I got into zombies when. Um... What was the recent one, the Wild Wild West one that came out? Dead something? I can't remember already. It's not even that old. But anyway, I felt like... Dead Redemption? No, no, no. Are you talking about that game or a zombies thing? It's a zombies thing. It was in the previous DLC, and it was pretty good. For some reason, I can't remember what it's called. But uh, it was good. I liked it. I played a bunch of time in it. But it wore out quick for me. Zombies does that for me. But yeah, I feel like... Ghost is innovating a ton. There's seven new game types. That's a lot. I appreciate that. 
there's um character customization that's wild and, and not just skin customization like you know being a girl like I could give a crap about that but um more dramatic customization like having to do with your, like you thought the pick 10 system was interesting this is a whole new level you know now not every slot is worth a point they might deem something like ghost to be worth 3 points whereas something like throwing a grenade farther could be worth 1 Ooh, ooh, and here's a thought. Maybe they can alter that as the game plays out as patches. Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. They might they might learn later that like fast reloads is actually an incredibly important thing, more so than they originally predicted or or what have you or, or yeah. and and there's no more concept of slots. They are, but they're just decorative only, you know? Like in Black Ops 2, you pick a perk from each slot. And if you want two perks from a slot, slot that costs 3 points. In COD Ghosts, they, they have slots, but just for organizational sense. I mean, you can pick yeah. and choose from anywhere you want. Yeah, there aren't any uh, perk categories anymore. There's just perks. Yeah. it. They've changed the character you play by a ton. They have seven new game types. I I went to COD Ghost, not really interested in I don't want to say not interested in COD, but, you know, I'm kind of worn out. And then sometime during that event, I got 100% excited. I was like, I can't believe this. They've actually rejuvenated my COD hype. Like, my, my, my COD, you know, anticipation. That's what I'm looking for. And uh, and then I guess it faded a little bit in the time since then. But, yeah, they did a good job. That was a perfect little press conference. My, my COD anticipation went up a ton. So... <sighs> Topics, guys? I, I feel like everyone's... Wayne, can yeah. you surf in the web? Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I'm trying to think of a topic. Oh, I, I heard zombies talking. I, like, zone the fuck out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I guess we shouldn't talk about World War Z then? I yeah, saw that movie. The movie sucked ass. I liked it. I yeah. It. But you have questionable taste, Kyle. I don't think I do. I think I have awesome... What did you taste. like about it? What did you like about it? I, I Here's what I liked okay. about it. Um... I liked the I liked the premise of the zombie disease. I liked how it worked in this movie. How it was, um, you know, this thing takes it, it made sense because like some zombies, it's like wait, this thing takes a day for you to become a zombie. You actually have to die to become a zombie. We're gonna take these things out fast. They're not. It's not gonna spread fast enough. But when it's ten seconds and and you're one of them, that's in. I like that. I liked how I don't, I'm not gonna spoil it, but I liked how they defeated the zombies in the end. Uh, I thought Brad Pitt did an awesome job, and they they hit all those locations up. They were flying around the world. That was cool. That you know, he was like, I, I, I there was there was some humor mixed in. I thought the Israeli girl was a great character. Uh, I liked it. I liked how they defeated them, quote unquote, in the end. Um, but I didn't like a million things in the middle of the movie. And here's the thing: it is okay when you're doing a movie for bad luck or coincidence to get you into trouble. But you need to get out of trouble through pure skill, devotion, and hard work. In this movie, he consistently got out of trouble through luck. You know, the, the guy gets into a car accident because he's driving too aggressively in the middle of a stress period. All of a sudden, there's a new RV with keys in it, ready for him to load up the family and go on a long-haul trip. You know, he, he's escaping, he's running... The guy, like, 
The helicopter's there in the nick of time. The gun, what was the gun? Hey, that, that gun just happened to be in the Oh, camper. right. They, they, the RV happened to have a rifle, which, of course, The guy at the pharmacy important. just happened to be not only a serial killer, but a pharmacy tech, apparently. Yeah, there was the kid has asthma cliche, so he has to go into the pharmacy and get the kid the asthma medicine. And this mugger came comes along, mugger serial murder person, and he says, "Oh, you know what though? You seem cool." And he's a pharmacy tech and hands him the proper medication that the kid needs to solve her asthma problem. Like I could go on and on, but there is so much coincidence but, but people let them in like magically they're given shelter with someone who has a gun magically the kid comes along and saves him the helicopter's there at the nick of the time he just happened to have that magazine on his wrist so the zombie couldn't bite him the zombie disease doesn't work in a way in which getting it in his mouth that infected him um he just happens to be like the most important motherfucker in the world because they're going through all this trouble to save him and his family and this random latino gentleman who's from newark <laughs> like like they don't need that guy on the ship to salvation and it, 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 I'm just going to keep going. So let's see. They make it on fumes flying from 200 miles off the coast of the Atlantic to South mm-hmm. Korea in a uh, like a C-130 cargo plane. I'm get, I, it's, that's not what it is. It's totally not what it is. a plane crash that is ridiculous. The plane splits in two and he's fine. No, he's not fine. It's, oh, that's it's, right. It's, it's, it's even more ridiculous than him being fine. Fine, right. I could have believed. Because freak shit happens. He instead has a piece of shrapnel completely impaling the left side of his abdomen. You know, kind of where your liver is. Right through there, totally would have nicked an organ. There's it's not the size a- of a butcher knife. It's like this big yes. a knife. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It, it is the equivalent of taking a butcher's knife and shelving it all the way through. And it's sticking out the back and the front. He walks what must have been miles with the aid of a girl whose hand he had chopped off earlier. Who... And, and, and keep in mind, young military girl who was a badass character, I liked her character a lot, um, lost her – she gets her hand chopped off and she keeps soldiering up. She literally gets in a gunfight with zombies on an airplane. But she's also incompetent. Like, So everyone knows these zombies are having issues with noise. It's been well established as part of a, a key thing in the movie and they're whispering around. And, and Jackass, by the way, is super well-trained, whatever, leaves his phone on. But um, – uh, now they're they're going through the building later in the movie, and they need to be super quiet and stealthy. And she brings a gun with her, and she also I've... oh, and there's two weapons, right? One is a crowbar, which you can kind of manage with one hand. The other one is a baseball bat, which is really just a two-handed club. So what does the one-handed pick chick pick? What does the one-handed chick pick? The baseball bat. That's right. And she immediately realizes that she can't swing a baseball bat very well, so she starts firing the gun and gets hundreds of zombies swarming on them. Listen, one-handed sweetheart, I appreciate your effort. I appreciate how willing you, you how willing you are to help me save the world. But why don't you stay home? You've got one hand. It did not make any sense for them to bring her on this super secret quiet mission to the evil side of the complex that has 80 zombies in it. When it was clear that she was not going to be able to take zombies out with one with one arm, the other in a sling, and a baseball bat. You need a you need to be Ty Cobb in those motherfuckers, okay? You need to be rearing back and letting go. And and the weapons are. It was funny when he presents the the, the weapon choices, and one of them is a fire axe, like a heavy duty one, and the other is the baseball bat, and he's like. Each is not without its merits, and you're just like, yeah, that, that's true. Each is not without its merits, and you know they they have positives and negatives. So the you know 
the guy grabs the axe and she gets the baseball bat. And yeah, she does ruin the day. Uh, did he not point, grab a crowbar? Uh, the third man had a crowbar, the scientist. Oh, okay. Right. He, Brad Pitt did end up with a crowbar later on, though. Yeah. Wait, the scientist crowbar. had a crowbar? Mm-hmm. Correct. Half-Life 3 confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. There you go. Yeah, it was... I still liked it, though, despite all that. I, I kind of looked at it like one of those movies. I wish they'd almost added a religious element in there, right, to try to explain all that. It, think about it this way. If they had had an ending like Signs, where like it was, it was God's plan all along, well, and, they, and they, they could they could totally sell me on that. And I'm like, signs yeah. was good. Did Wings just say it was good or bad? Bad. I just said it was bad. Like, think about it. All right, you have Signs has questionable taste. Alien, listen, Signs with aliens is stupid. taste. It is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. All right, you have a planet which you come and give directions in fields on. You're talking through some kind of wavelength. And this little girl has this obsession with sitting cups everywhere. So the aliens decide to take over a planet, which what the thing that hurts them is consisting of 80% of the whole fucking planet to the stats. point that water vapor is in the air. <laughs> I'm, that, that even stats. I mean, like 75 or 80% Look. of the planet is water. Look, I, 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 I will I will admit the premise of it. So, so the movie isn't about aliens. Movie, once again, you take things too literally. The movie's not about the aliens. The, the, the movie is about the journey that Mel Gibson's character goes on with his faith and and his redemption at the end. That's what the movie's about. The, the, the aliens are just a device to get and there. This is M. Night Shyamalan fucking up. I mean, Unbreakable was great. Fucking, this, that, you know, the sixth M. Night fucks great. up a lot, but this was I not. I mean, like, when I went to see The Village, when, when I went to see The Village, the trailer made me think I was going to see some motherfucking werewolves. Wait, wait. Is The Village the one about the grass attacking the people? No, that's the no, happening. No. The, the village was when the family life. was like there was this werewolf that would go if he went past like a red marker you get eaten by this monster that was in the woods around you and it kept everybody like the like the, the I don't know the 1800s back then like this 1800s village sitting in the middle of the woods and like the monster roamed around and ate anybody who went out of bounds and the so, monster to me seemed like a werewolf in the th- in the trailer I'm like yeah I'm gonna go see me some werewolves eat some motherfuckers. And like, no, I, there was no fucking werewolves. Just no. like signs. I, I went in the signs thing. I'm gonna see some aliens fuck some shit up. And guess what? The aliens are dumb as fuck. How can you have mastered interstellar travel, but you try to settle oh, in man. a world see, which is not... mostly made up of the thing that kills you? You're That's missing... like us trying to settle an arsenic planet. You're totally I... missing out here, man. You're totally missing out here on the I, what makes I those like signs. Good. I like the way they tied it together. The little twist. It, oh, it really when that cool. when that all fell together. On the other hand, his wife too. You're not gonna sit there half cut open. Yeah, yeah, that's a between totally a car a and a tree totally and sit there talk. No, that's totally a thing. That's, on the other hand, I, I saw that in ER too, so it must be true. Um, <laughs> uh, the happening was about a movie of people trying to avoid vegetation by going to farmland. It was the stupidest thing in the history of movies. It was it was a horrible film. It was a horrible premise for a film. The whole thing was stupid. I will say this. I like The Village. No, it's not a werewolf movie, and that's not what it's trying to be. It's trying to be... Did you uh, miss uh, the trailer, Kyle? Let me go find the trailer. I saw, the, I saw the trailer. I know it presents itself like that, and the reason it presents itself as a scary werewolf is because that's the mindset you have to be in, because you have to put yourself in that villager's shoes of being afraid of this horrible werewolf so that you can understand and make the premise believable. To and this day, Village is the only movie I walked out on in my life. Loved Village. Thought Village was great. I uh, liked the ending. The whole movie was good. Uh, Devil, I also could appreciate. That's his Devil movie. was I Am Not Shyamalan. He produced it. No? Well, yeah. Well, there you go. He had something to do with the writing, too, didn't he? 
No, he didn't. He just no? nothing to do with the screenplay. Nothing to do with it. Well, that looks like well, it had his touch on it. It's total like switch ending there at the end. It's like a I like that. Um, the Devil was a lot better than most of his most of the movies he was attached to. I mean, but M. Not Shyamalan, he was a fluke. Like, look at fucking Avatar. You couldn't get a worse movie than Avatar. You know, the problem I have with Avatar, I thought the movie was okay. Oh, wait, wait. I'm mixing up. Wait, There's wait, two Avatars. That's... Which one are we talking about? M. Night Shyamalan yeah. Avatar that went into theaters that had all the people, all the fat nerds upset. Wait, wait. Is it the blue people one? Or no, the... no, no. It's, it's, it's the one with the water bangers. Airbender. Okay, Airbender. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was headed. So the problem with Avatar wasn't that it was a terrible movie. I thought it was a decent movie. It's that the source material was Lord of the Rings worthy. The source material was better than the Narnia stuff. The, the source material could have been an epic, fantastic film. If who who did Lord of the Rings? Peter Townsend or something? Uh, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. If he took the the Avatar source material and built up a world and a fantasy and did it up right, it would have been amazing. If he took like. The source material. Now, I haven't read the Game of Thrones book, so please you know, unleash your hate. But uh, um, I, I think the source material around Avatar is Game of Thrones level stuff, and the fact that it was used up on an ordinary movie is what bothers me. I didn't think the movie sucked. I actually kind of liked it. It's just that it could. You're talking been, about Blue People Avatar? No, I'm talking about. Um, the waterbender, airbender. Oh, I have not seen it. I didn't even see it. Okay. The, that thing could have been one of Hollywood's greatest things ever, right? Like, I, I, Wings disagrees with me on this, but I think we're in a golden age of movie making. I think that some of the stuff that we see now, like the Batman series, like, um, Lord of the Rings series and soon Hobbit, um, I think Hunger Games is gonna be at this level. I think, um, the first Matrix and maybe even the second one. I'm one of the few who liked it. I think that some of the stuff happening now, Avengers movies even, are some of the greatest things ever to come out of Hollywood and uh, ever movie making ever. And Avatar had source material that could have produced something at that level and instead it produced a good but forgettable film. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I won't agree with that at all. I mean, like you're trying to say, like I agree on the part about like the speaking. You're trying to say like Signs is better than Jaws. Like Jaws. No, no, I said that. That's absurd. No, no one said that. You're insinuating that. Well, you just took the the movie that we were randomly picking apart from from M Night and compared it to like the best movie from the from the from previous seventies. Yeah, 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 the absolute best, a, f- a five star film that I, I watched. I mean, but like, I watched to my, in my heart, a movie that has merit. I can be on TV and I'll watch it every fucking time. Like the Christmas Story is a great movie. It is. If good. it's on the TV, I'll watch that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's called no getting Shawshanked, I think. I think that's Shawshank Redemption. Great movie. Every time it's on, you watch it, right? And TNT got their hands on that property and they rolled it over <laughs> that and, and saving, over. Saving Private Ryan. Saving oh my god! It, it, made, it cheapened Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they were on TV. I don't watch it. <laughs> But, you know, these are great movies. The Dark Knight, it's a fun movie. It's a well-written movie. But it's never going to be... Don't disrespect Nolan! It's never going to be Jaws. It's never going to be The Christmas Story. It, it, it's, it's a four, it's a four-star movie at best. It's a, it's a summer blockbuster, just like Transformers. 
No, I, no, 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 no. Transformers is the cinematic equivalent of children banging pots and pans together. I don't, I, I've never seen one. Never. I, you will not force me to watch yeah. a fucking Transformers I can't even movie. tell which Transformers are the good guys and which ones are the bad guys. They're, no. I don't even they, know which one they're about to make. They're making one right now. It's, it's like Transformers mm-hmm. Extinction or something. Whatever. Is Megatron dead yet? That's, I'm, that's what I'm rooting for. I wouldn't make you try to die. I mean, like, like, I really liked the the new Judge Dredge film. I thought it was yeah, a very it was well bad fucking movie. ass. That's it's all great, Netflix, right? Movie, but I'm not gonna have delusions that it's a you know a five star movie. No, dude, I think it's a very good movie. It's a it's it's one of the best action movies in a long time. And I, and I criticize the fuck out is of that. Dredge. I think it's on Netflix. It, it is on Netflix. It is on Netflix. It's Netflix. Netflix. com slash Woody. Get your free month. Go check out Judge Dredd. It's the new one, but not that shit with Stallone. Stallone made it a cartoon. This is hard fucking core. This is yeah, and people I'm, getting skint alive, heads oh, exploding. Just, I'm, I'm sorry to, to cut you. I just read Netflix introduced Ultra HD. They have higher quality available to every uh-huh. ISP now. It, it, you know what I saw? That their list of supported devices, the PS3 could do Ultra HD, but the 360 couldn't. Oh yeah! Hmm. Personally, I've been using the Roku lately, and it can do. Yeah, I got a Roku right here. I know yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with mine. I, one I'm I, interested in. I'm sorry, I, I'm like taking this off movie talk almost. That was terrible, but <laughs> the Xbox One has like they're the people that kind of stressed how well they do things in addition to gaming, and I'm wondering if it will win its place as my new Netflix client. We'll see. Currently, I. Uh, I think I'm switching to, toward the Roku, even though I almost always have used the 360. This thing is just so easy to use. I, I hooked one up for my dad, and he loves that shit. He's like, mm-hmm. I, I saw him today. He's like, I really appreciate you hooking that thing up for me. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you watching? He's watching that uh, that series Hell on Wheels. And I was like, oh, nice. He's got good taste too. He's like 17 episodes into this, Dude, this really and you good can show. Pick a movie. Like, it, if if you search Netflix for a movie, that's one thing. But if you search your Roku for a movie. It'll you will find, find it. it. It'll and be like maybe the cheapest version. Yeah, it'll mm-hmm. say, "Oh, here it is on Netflix. You already have a subscription. Go for it." It'll say, "Ah, it's not on Netflix unless you had the disc service, but it's here on Amazon for two ninety nine, and it's here on like popcorn something for one ninety nine, and you're like, oh, well, I'll watch that." It'll search for any movie across all sorts of different things. Did I show it to you, Kyle? I think I introduced you to the Roku, um, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I, it was the search feature that was like, "Wow, this is a thing." Yeah, I really like it. You know, if, if you want to watch it. Pulp Fiction, you, you search Pulp Fiction and it gives you all the uh, possible options and you just use the cheapest one, which of course is Netflix. And, and I remember people would say like about the Apple TV, like, oh, the amazing thing about it is the size. It's the size. Of, and I, I didn't really get why that was cool. But the Roku is the size of like a thick cell phone. And I think Not it's Not even. Cool. It's the size of a thick coaster. Okay. Like a drink coaster. This It's, it's so tiny. It's... Uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's and you could put point. it anywhere. You could you could you could use those um those Velcro double sided sticky things and, and just Velcro it to your wall if you wanted. I don't do it, but I think it has Wi Fi built into it too. Yeah, I use my own Wi Fi. Uh, I, mine's near a switch, so I if you can go wired, you go wired. That's a that's the rule of computing. Uh huh. Like eighty dollars. Yeah, it's 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 a great They're brilliant, thing. great. But um. Dude, we're in a golden age of movie making. They're making we, fantastic I, I, stuff. I totally agree with you. And like, like Tarantino is is mm. is he hits home run every single time. And yeah. You see, oh, what was his last movie? The West one. The Django. Django's Jane. a masterpiece. That it's was an so amazing fucking movie. good. Although I, in hindsight, 
Did they have to drop the N-bomb that much? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. If you Absolutely. took it away, you lost it. I saw a thing where uh, where Leonardo DiCaprio was having a hard time saying the N-word so many times. He, he, was having a, he was having a tough time with it, and he was kind of taking a moment to himself aside uh, during filming. And Sam Jackson was like, Ain't nothing you can say hurt us. Come on, keep going. <laughs> like, like you saying a few times isn't gonna mean shit. Like, keep, come on, we do this shit all the time. And then, you know, got him right back in it. I, I think it was important to all of them that it was in there. He, he staunchly defends that. Like, like he's like, the yeah, end bomb, he does? Yeah, he's like, that's, t- that's what our movie's about. It's like nobody had a problem with all the, you know, the anti-Semitic stuff and, uh, and glorious bastards. We were exterminating Jews. We were talking about kikes and, you know, dealing with all these race issues, doing the same. We did the same thing to Jews. Now we're doing it uh, with African Americans. I like the violence when he defends violence. You know, the other oh, yeah, movie's totally. so violent. And I think there was an an event like me. It might have been the Boston bombing near the Django release. I forget. There was a, a murder though that got a lot of attention, like a, a mm-hmm. mass murder. And then his movie comes out. And they're all like, oh, don't you feel bad about your violence? Don't you think that violence is you know, corrupting the show? And he's like, no, no, no. I do movies with violence in them. I think it makes for interesting storytelling. And you're like, good on you. You know? Mm-hmm. I like movies with violence in them. When an HBO show starts, at the beginning of it, it says this thing has violence, nudity, sexual situations, and some other stuff. And I'm like, that's some of my favorite shit. Let's get the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> I love Tarantino movies. So, so there's this whole theory about the Tarantino universes. And it basically goes that there are three levels of the Tarantino movies, and they all take place within the same uh, quasi-universe. So characters carry on from movie to movie. And the the coolest thing is that all of the Tarantino movies take place in a universe in which World War II ended, as it does in The Inglorious Bastards, with Hitler's brutal... Um, um, you know, murder by the, the American soldiers with, you know, just a whole massacre and a bombing. So, so now America's more desensitized to violence. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a scarier, dirtier America. And, uh, then you've got characters like Vincent Vega, who is the brother of Michael Madsen's character in Reservoir Dogs. So Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, those two characters are brothers. They're in the same universe. When Uma Thurman's character in Pulp Fiction talks about her, her TV pilot, Fox Force 5, that's Kill Bill. Kill Bill is a movie that takes place in the Pulp Fiction universe, which is in the same universe as Reservoir Dogs, in which Mia Wallace plays the character of the bride. It's just a movie within a movie. Wow. There's tons, and there's tons but, of uh, similarities. But do you the, think the that, name? I'm sorry, you want to do more? The the Bear Jew's last name is like like Scagnetti or something like that. Uh, and he's the great grandfather of like the movie producer from uh, like Jackie Brown or something like that. He's also there's, a there's huge. Director. But are they? Do they contend that Tarantino planned this, or do they just reverse engineer it in? It's hard to say. See, okay, The Matrix. I like. I watched that movie and I liked it. And then I hit the internet and I started learning about like all the fan theories. The the Jesus Christ tie-in, the, the, how it was like a rewrite of the Bible. And then I loved it. Then I realized that this movie existed on a level that was far deeper and more interesting than 
I absorbed by myself in the movie theater. When I saw the parallels to Jesus and this guy represented that guy and the architect was this. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is the most amazing movie. And then the second one came out and they did it again. And I watched it in the theater and I liked it. And then I went home and read the fan theories, and I loved it. And I was like, my lord, that was when I first started saying, but Matrix 2, that we exist in a golden age of movie making. Fuck the silver screen. It's the golden screen right now. Things have gotten better. It is incredible. These movies exist in these twisted layers that make Inception jealous. And then I saw the third movie. The third movie, I was there ready to dissect it and find out what this and all the conclusions to these wild fan theories that I fully understood because of all the background research I had done to fully get it. And after the third movie, I realized that the first two sucked because it wasn't as good as I thought it was because all the fan theories were just reverse engineered into a very basic movie. And and it, it wasn't actually there. All these wild off-screen sort of things that tie it in were just invented and the movie wasn't as good as I thought it was. The third movie was so bad in The Matrix that it made the other two not as good because they didn't answer the questions I needed answered. It, it revealed the fact that the first movies were the surface dupe movies that I thought they were as I watched them in the theater. Yeah. I was The first one was just wonderful though. I, I really liked the first one. It was good. I, I just I like that whole journey he went on and the whole the idea of learning is you know just but the information things that made it your brain a super movie the fact that it was like a you know futuristic version of a bible you know with this character representing that and this that's big, not that's this not what guy, did it for me this guy is actually Judas because he's the guy that betrayed them and and like all this wild like tie in stuff that turned out to be just. You know, fan art bullshittery. I what what got it for me was this kind of it. It was kind of this virtual reality where there weren't really any consequences. And you know, like when he goes on that shooting spree in that uh, in that and uh, that uh, that building at the end when that music's cranked up and it's just like the graphic novel, like like the pages that were that were written, and it's it's perfect. It's it's that scene is so good. Uh, that's what did it for me. I love the I love the action scenes, the fighting, and uh, the choreography and all the gunplay, and and also all the they did a lot of stuff visually that had never been done before. That whole bullet time thing, that spinning in three dimension in the movie, that was really cool. It, and I'm interested in where that's going because like like the bullet time in the Matrix was amazing. It had never been done before, and it was groundbreaking. Now, that's something high school kids put together, you know, in their video classes. What's the next thing that's going to knock our socks off? You know, that's that's coolness. I hate that shit. Ah. I'd rather, much rather have a good story. I well, like wait dialogue. a minute. You know, when my, I my, talked about... I'm, let me go like, for a second here. When I talked about how amazing The Matrix was, it was the story I was talking about. It was the levels of I death. I agree. The Matrix is a great movie. Well, but see, like, I prefer Death Proof over Transformers. Uh, Death Proof is like a 100% talky movie until the last chase scene. Of course, what? everyone. I think yeah. anyone who's seen them both would agree to that. Like, right. for, you know, like teenage boys. I prefer No Country to Old Men to Transformers. Yeah, I, I do too. That's a great movie. No, Some guy's giving like, me shit on the subreddit because I didn't like Star Wars. He said I couldn't appreciate slow-paced films. 
I love No Country for Old Men. I love uh, Dances with Wolves. You ever see Dances with Wolves? You know how slow that is? He 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 finds himself in the prairie lands while making out with Indians. That's the slowest paced movie ever. It's a work of art. In general, I like disagree. I like all those Kevin Costner super slow movies. I loved uh, 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 what's the movie with Daniel Day Lewis when he's the There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day Lewis. Slowest fucking movie ever, and also the one of the best movies ever. It's on Netflix, by the way. If you like good movies, There Will Be Blood. So good. Daniel Day-Lewis does this great uh, accent for the movie, and he's, he's, he's this super industrialist uh, oil man. How would you just, get a free month of Netflix if you were interested? Uh, Netflix.com forward slash Woody. Oh. And uh, you get a free month of Netflix <laughs> that way, and you can tune in. And there's this great scene where Daniel Day-Lewis, with his guard down, is speaking to his brother, and he, he kind of opens his heart up and, and talks about his motivation. He says, I have a... What does he say? I have a, uh, a passion in me. I want, for, I, I want, I must succeed. I, no, he says, he says, I want for no one else to succeed. He wants to just win at all costs. He wants everyone else to fail. And he's so ridiculously violent when it, when he needs to be. And, and just his mannerisms is perfect. And he says, I have a competition in me. I want for no one else to succeed. And that's his character. And it's so good. Great movie. Hmm. Uh, wild card? Yep. Wild card. Wild card. <laughs>